Production. Recorded live. Okay, here we are. Yeah, go ahead, Cecilia. Oh, I was just wondering what was on the agenda tonight. What was the, the subject well, now? I don't know, but that, that you know, that, I think that was the beginning of a good talk over there in Derek's call about the weaponized mm-hmm. media and the 5G and all of that. That, that stuff is really that's dangerous. It's really you're, you're going to really see the increase in cancer rates when they fully roll all that out and put it into to motion. Yeah, that's going to be bad. It's got bad news written all over it. And that's what um, Dr. John Hall was talking about, experimentation. Um, he believes some of I, I shouldn't say that he believes. He said it could be related to cancer, uh, cancer experimentation. So, why would they need to do that, though, Cecilia? Because they've they've already figured out how to implement a fast-acting cancer. I mean, this remote neural monitoring satellite weaponry can mm-hmm. cause cancer and about any yeah. other fatal condition you can think of. I can yeah. it can autoimmune it can yeah uh, um all sorts of things uh so and it's done via frequencies and probably um they're able to manipulate our our immune system some somehow i you know I really don't know but but anyway uh yeah <laughs> yeah called hey, when are you planning on going on your uh, on your trip now, do you have a date or a schedule? Who me? Well, yeah. it it's um I don't no I don't have a date. Um, okay. Um, the reason I don't have a date is because I don't have anybody to build out a van, and I looked at RVs and uh, the feedback on RVs. Well, they are nice uh, when they're new. By the time uh, um. They're about three to five years old. Shits just start falling off. No, you know, really. And- no, no, no. That's what you might have heard, but I bought. Uh, I'm, I'm just gonna say, you know, you can look them over. Some of them are very well taken care of, even though they're older, and you can get a good deal. You have to shop around though, and yeah. you got to know that eventually you're gonna learn how to fix things. You know, so don't worry about that. Yeah. Well, it's pretty difficult for me uh, even to look under the cupboard in the bathroom, although I do it uh, because of the injuries to my back. So um, yeah. I don't picture myself crawling under the sink to try to fix a hose in an RV, but, I, you know, uh, I could take a painkiller a uh, half hour in advance <laughs> and uh, and do it, but then I couldn't drive, so... Yeah, I'm just I'm trying to imagine how you would live in a van with a back injury, because that would be I, hard. The same way uh, I live in this home. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I I uh, of course the van would be a tall van. I would not get a short one. Um, I would I was thinking about one of the Ford Transits or uh, one yeah. of the. Uh, the high Ram top, masters, yeah. yeah, the the high top ones, yeah. Right. And uh, and then of course um, I was hoping for an extended one too, not just an extended high top, but an extended van, so uh, yeah. it would get an extra foot and a half, you know, eighteen inches or so. Um, nice. So, oh, I sure uh, but 
But my you know, my you should look is, into. Have you looked at Class Bs? Uh, yes, class I have, and, and yeah. I I've looked at Class Bs. The the issues are this: the Class Bs are well used by the people who have owned them. They have anywhere from fifty thousand to one hundred and fifty thousand miles on it, and you know, if they have fifty thousand miles, that means they've been living in them. They they've not been vacation. Um, you know, they've not been vacation vehicles. So living in someone else's um, RV doesn't appeal to me. You know what I mean? If somebody else was living in it. Now, if I could find one that didn't have so many miles, um, yeah, you're right. uh, then and wasn't so old um, uh, that I could afford, then, I, you know, I might purchase it. Um, yeah. I, you know, I just... I I've heard the worst stories about RVs, and I've seen some of the best built-out vans. Um, I've seen them from guys just throwing in, uh, um, you know, uh, their insulation, then their their vapor barrier, then uh, paneling that they got at Home Depot, and and they mm-hmm. build a two by four platform for their foam bed and um you know but i want something a little you know girlier inside you know so i <laughs> i want uh insulation i want the vapor ba- barrier and uh, i wanted to get uh maybe you know nicer paneling um uh, or something that looks a little more attractive at the same time though i don't want anything that off gases so um you know, you have to be careful. A lot of, uh, for example, plywood off-gasses, they do have um, a plywood called Pure Bond, and it's not held together with uh, glues and flamaldehyde. It's uh, held together with some sort of soy product that does not off-gas. So uh, that's going to be a little more expensive, but that would be my walls. Um, and then... Um, you know the flooring, so you need to do the ceiling, walls, and flooring, uh, and the doors. Um, so it's, and you know, and because, you know, I think that, you know, honestly, I would love to be able to purchase a, a Class B, but they're so expensive. They're not cheap. They're not in ex- like a Class C, a used Class C. Uh, you can buy a brand new Class C for sixty grand. Now it's it's the bottom of you know it's not a Winnebago uh, by any stretch of the imagine, imagination or Lazy Days. Winnebago, Lazy Days, uh, Coachman. These are very good RV products, but um, um, uh, some of the other ones, you know, I mean the. Uh, like uh, that one yeah. said, he he knew he was going to have to fix it as soon as he bought the brand new one. He knew, but he was capable. Yeah, I I hear that it's, that you've done a lot of research on it, but once you get out to visit some, you know, test drive some, you can probably find a, some good deals out there that are. Um, just kind of hidden, you know, on Craigslist or, you know, personal buyers, uh, trades. Um, 
you know, I got my Winnie for uh, 19000 including taxes. It had 42000 it had 42,000 miles on it. It was very well kept by this elderly couple who, like, spick and span it, you know. So I got yeah. it. was like, it was practically new, but it was already, let's see, it was a 97. I got it in 08. So it was already nine years old, but it was per, it was in perfect condition when I got it. So you you can look around and find deals if people, it really depends on how they take care of it or not. Um, and don't don't spend like fifty, a hundred thousand dollars on a thing because it's going to lose value right away. Right. Yeah. Um, so uh, buying a new one probably isn't uh, an option, and really negotiating a, a used one, especially if it was a rental. Um, uh, there are some people nearby in Orange County, uh, I think it's through Mike Thompson's, they sell uh, rental units. And by yeah. the way, uh, it's my understanding they can still turn back the um, mileage on the odometer. Uh, just because it's computerized or digital does not mean it can't be manipulated. So um, that's one thing to be wary of. If they say that, that it's only got 25,000 miles, well, it, that probably means it has 45,000 miles on it. So uh, yeah, we really have to look it over. Um, yeah, but, uh, they sell the rentals, and... Um, and Those would uh, probably be beat up. Why? Because yeah. people wouldn't take care of them as well if it's not their own. Yeah, yeah, so you have to be careful, um, you know. I don't know, I'll tell you what, you know, speaking of RVs and targeted victims living in RVs, I've seen some some damn extravagant RVs, guys. I'm telling you, like, rock star type stuff. I mean, I know, I know, I saw some of those. In fact, I played guitar with a guy who had a thing that was like a quarter of a million dollars. He had marble floors leather couches um yeah. <laughs> i mean he had carved wood and stained glass you know it was nice yeah i couldn't afford it but it was nice i'd like know. to have one <laughs> uh-huh yeah. and slides oh if you can get one with slides in it you'll have so much more space yeah i didn't have a slide in my winnie so it was very cramped in there and i was it was me and three animals, two cats uh, running around and a dog and me. And, uh, you know, it was 16 feet by 8 feet living space. Wow. <laughs> I'd say that's, a, that's pretty big. That's pretty big. Well, yeah. The rig Boy. itself, including my the rack that I traded for, I traded some photography for uh, a bike rack in the back. Uh, oh, yeah. 26 feet long, including the cab. So, wow. Yeah. It wasn't that bad. No, it wasn't that bad. Yeah. And man. it was a dually. It had, you know, six wheels, a dually in the back. And, um, yeah. Well, hey, what, what, is it, what is the guest talking about here? He says that, did anyone catch Marcus Aston's suit made up for, did Marcus ask you out last night? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't even listen to that. He, he was joking. He he, oh. he gets drunk and he gets He joking. was drunk, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that that's off topic anyway. Yeah, um, you're, you're right. You're right. You're right. It's not important. But the RV thing, yeah, I like that. Did you guys hear about the, what's this guy? His name is. Uh, I don't like the name of his blog because I think it discredits victims. But it's called Pro Paranoid Michael Sweeney. He was th- he was talking about. Oh, I think he's do- doing this right now. He's like putting up a bunch of RVs and in a, in a, a lot and, and making like a what do you call it a TI village or something like that. Oh, is that right? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. To Google so his it name. could be like a stopover place, or it could be a long-term place. Yeah, a long-term over place. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. Where is that located? Uh, anybody else can tell me in the chat room where Swinney's located at, but. Uh, because that might be good to somebody starting out. Like, you know, if she goes, starts out in a in a village where people can help each other and show each other, you know, how to get, uh, how to use this, how to use that. You know, my first month in an RV park, I didn't know what hooked up to what, you know. <laughs> where do you hook it, you know. <laughs> uh, how do you back in without breaking something, you <laughs> know. Stuff like that. Yeah. Well, I um when I before um I was maimed during workers' comp medical procedures, I lived in Colorado for a short time, and I drove a thirty-foot moving van, uh, moving Uh truck from Colorado to California. Now, the worst part was when um. The guy first started it up, and I and it it made that diesel engine sound, and I was like, "Oh my God, I can't do this." <laughs> uh, but uh, after uh, a day or two, I was fine, and mm-hmm. uh, it was it was not bad driving it. How big at all. of a truck was it? Thirty foot. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. You mean like it sounds like a truck idling when the, with the air brakes, how the air brakes go off? It it was a, a diesel engine too, so it sounded uh-huh. like a monster. Yeah, um, just sitting there and idling. It, yeah. Um, and of course, it wasn't a U-Haul; it was a Penske. That that I do remember. One uh-huh. of those big Penske moving trucks. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, it was it was scary at first. Um, yeah. Uh, so, but uh, I, I, by the time I got to California, I was okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's uh, good. You Cali girls. I've always wanted to go to California. You know what? Um, if you're going to, if you're thinking of fixing up a van, you could think about fixing up a work truck. And that would give you more headroom, more space to stretch out, more place for storage. Well, that's why I, I mentioned um, the Ram ProMaster. They're very tall. They, they're they stand-up. And the, the Ford Transit, they're both um, uh, cargo vans. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, between the two of them, they're in the top three. The first, the top, the first one, which is number one, is a Mercedes Sprinter, and that's just uh, way out of my league. I can't afford a Mercedes Sprinter. Plus, to get the thing fixed, you know, even just get the oil changed costs too much. So, um, but um, 
but the Transit and the ProMaster kind of compete with each other as affordable uh, cargo vans, and they both have the extended height van, so you don't have to get, um, you know, a topper put on it, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, to extend the height. So uh, you can buy uh, either one of them with the uh, extended heights. Uh, and then, of course, the ProMaster... The 350 comes in the extended length, so you get an extra foot and a half for an extra eight or nine hundred dollars if you buy brand new. I think. Um, yeah. Well, what are you going to do with your stuff? Are you going to put it in storage or sell it or? No, I'm getting rid of all of it or giving it to my sister. Okay. You know, I'm. I. I don't think I'll be putting anything. I hope I wouldn't put anything into storage because that's a waste of money. Yeah, it ends up being kind of expensive unless you plan on moving someplace else and then you just get it moved. You should, sir. You should move back to where you were. Yeah, yeah, you know. uh-uh, I don't think so. Uh-uh. I can't anymore. I got a, I got a good enough situation. It's not going to get any better over there in North Carolina. Yeah, well, yeah, I guess you never know. True. But I have gone back a few times, and I decided it wasn't going to help going uh, back there. Okay. Now, you get beat up everywhere. Yeah, wow. reasonable, you know, wow. good weather. Who is, who is that? Is that California making all that racket? Not me. Yep. Oh, they muted. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, you, you maybe you start an RV park in Tennessee, and then people <laughs> can come visit you. Yeah. Well, you can anytime. Anybody can. I mean, I, I open yeah. invitation to anybody that wants to. Do you want to come hang out? If you're a girl and you want to come cuddle or yeah, watch movies, sure. whatever, yeah, you come on. Okay. <laughs> come I don't do, I don't do cuddle anymore. <laughs> oh, I, no. I, I I love to do that. It's so fun. Watch movies yeah. and cuddle and give massages and Not yeah, me. it it's love fest. It's fun. <laughs> no. Hello everybody. Is Melissa there? Is the lady who is looking for a different way of life on the line? Uh hello Lydia, you mean Cecilia? Living on the road? Uh, yes, is your name Melissa? Cece. Cece. Sorry about that. That's okay. I think I tend to confuse two of you for some stupid reason. Uh, <laughs> Cece, if you if you want a space, I've got a hookup here in Northern California on my land. Oh, that's good. And so if you wanted to give it a try. Yeah, yeah. Um, you could stay in a very nice area. Unfortunately, my forest has burned down, but it's still green, you know, all around. And um, we could come to some arrangement. I don't charge rent, but I ask for payment for the electricity used, which is metered. And you get free water. Yeah, neat. So if you want to stop over... Well, I'm I'm uh, I haven't bought a vehicle yet, so um yeah, I'll be buying a trailer 
I'm just deciding, because my trailer has burned down, you see, in the fire in 2015. Oh. And I'm still hustling over with PG&E to compensate for everything. That's mainly the trees, not so much trailer. Um, but um, uh, once I replace the trailer, I will be putting um, a caretaker in, that is if I find one, but there may be a you know, a time where the trailer would be available and nobody in it. So it's That's not a permanent true. offer because mm-hmm. it's only one hookup. But if you wanted to come tomorrow, yes, you could hook up. <laughs> nice. Oh, well, thank you. That's nice to know. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. That is nice. And it's very pretty there, I must say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think my main goal um, is to get the heck out of California. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, I didn't want to come back. I did, though, because uh, I moved from Colorado back to uh, uh, California because I couldn't drive in the snow. And uh, but uh, but I didn't really want to come back to California. But I came back and uh, you know uh, became a TI. Whoop de doo, you know. Uh, Ain't it the uh, lot, huh? <laughs> and many many people in California uh, have to agree. It's, I mean, uh, I think about all of the TIs, and I'm not uh, uh, saying anybody's worse off than others, but I don't know too many who have been uh, maimed during a medical procedure. I know, I think it's Michael Bell. He was kidnapped out of his home and kept on drugged up for a week or two while they um, they had him on all sort of psych meds, and they uh, taped his eyes open and made him watch videos. And I don't know if you guys have ever heard his story. It is grotesque what they did to this man. It is absolutely, uh, God, it is awful uh, what they did to him. But uh, so he, he, I, I think, oh, wow, he's kind of, you know, he's, He's gotten hit hard, too. Uh, you know, I was brutally maimed during medical procedures, yeah. workers' comp medical procedures. So uh, uh, whoever would have thought that our lives would be in danger in a hospital or a surgery center by corporate American greed and, and uh, rogue government agencies? Uh, whoever thought... Um, that this would ever be acceptable, and clearly it's acceptable because I tried many times to file charges at uh, uh, at the police uh, station, and they refused every time. And then I talked to attorneys, and one pater- attorney specifically said they cannot refuse to take your uh, um, your um, testimony or whatever, and they have to give you a case number. And I and I had told him I I said they will not they've refused and he said they cannot they cannot he said and I went back again and I uh, I went down to the Santa Ana Police Department yet again and uh, I was um, uh, one time I went to the Santa Ana Police Department the uh, the police guy that I was talking to uh, put me on hold. Uh, and then he came out. I, I'm pretty sure it was him that came out because I, I kept his name 
and it looked like him that came out from behind. You know, I couldn't talk face-to-face with the police officer. I had to use one of their phones on the exterior. He came out, looked at me, walked around, and went back in and then got back on the phone and was accusing me of of um, misinforming him. I, it was a bullying. It was absolute bullying. And that's when I thought to myself, there must, there, maybe there is some truth to um, uh, Freemasons. You know, uh, I know that there are many orders of Freemasons in law enforcement. Well, maybe law, and because they're the law, they can do what they like. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, uh, and then I went back again, and the police, this was after the attorney said, absolutely not. They cannot not take uh, uh, what you have to say and not give you a case number. Uh, whether they investigate it or not, they have to take a report. And um, I talked to the police. Uh, they, You know, I had to stand outside of the building this time, not just out, you know, not just out front inside the building. I was outside because it was after 5 or 6 o'clock, uh, and, um, uh, and I waited, God knows, I waited probably an hour or two hours for the police car to come by to take my statement, and he too refused, and, and uh, he said, we simply do not investigate medical crime. And, the, and one of the things that the attorney said to me is that when they shoved a needle in your back uh, and you began screaming, stop, and he didn't stop. He kidnapped you and held you against your will. He has to take a report. No, you're right, though. Yeah, you're right. Anytime they they refuse, and that's Santa Ana, California, Orange County, Santa Ana Police yeah. Department. Many no. times. I, I have gone there no less than three times and probably four times. Uh, my last time, I believe, was the fourth time, and that was after I talked to the attorney. Uh, and he assured me they could not refuse to not take a report. You know, they could not refuse to take a report. And uh, they still did. And and I'll tell you what, the police officer was kind-hearted. And uh, I told him it was through workers' comp. I said um, uh, something I told him about the attorney on the defense. And, and and he interrupted me, and he says, you don't have to describe what attorneys are like to me. And I'm sure that law enforcement has problems with uh, law firms because law enforcement arrests, you know, you know, they at times they do have to arrest people that are breaking the law. And, um, uh, and the persons that they arrest get off because they have a good attorney. Right. And so that uh, that probably makes police angry sometimes, you know, when they when they um you know, caught somebody, let's say, you know, robbing a bank or something or whatever they do, you know. Yeah. Uh uh and and the you know, the uh the attorney gets them off. I'm sure it pisses off uh the, the police and law enforcement that they still have to run after this nut job that's doing these terrible things, right? But uh, why local law enforcement would not help us? I don't. I don't get it. Um, uh, unless uh, um, you know, it doesn't matter if it's if it's uh, the CIA or the DIA. What they're doing is crimes against humanity. 
Exactly. What they're doing to us, you know, holding somebody in a, a a surgery center against their will and brutally forcing them under anesthesia and then maiming their body. So that, you, that is not just a crime. That is an atrocity. Yeah. Did you get compensation for that? No, are you kidding? I couldn't. I even tried to add it to my workers' comp claim, and and the judge at the Anaheim Division of Workers' Comp refused to hear me at the trial. She refused to uh, let me go. She would not let me go through uh, my pages that I submitted for the trial. She uh, she did not. Um, she even removed two pages out of my. Uh, uh, I had. Um, over 80 pages, I believe it was, uh, yeah. uh, and she removed two pages that showed that the, my, uh, that the defense was, you know, committing crimes, you know, uh, uh, erroneously filling out papers. She would not hear me. And so then I made a complaint about her, and then the, uh, the Division of Lo- uh, Workers' Comp at the state level uh, dismissed my complaint about her. I mean, they're all corrupt. They're either all corrupt or they don't have enough gumption to say, no, I'm not participating in this. I'm not participating in, in, in this atrocity that you, that you guys decided to participate. I don't care if it's the fucking CIA. You know, if I were a doctor, or if I, let, let's say I, I were the attorney representing a, a, an injured worker in a worker's comp claim, and, and somebody did this to my client, I'd have, dashed out of my seat and, and went over to either the defense law firm or the surgery said, uh, center and said, what the fuck did you do to my client? What do you think you're doing? You have not heard the end of this. I'm all over it. But I'm a Christian. And so I would do that. I would stand up for people that I have a business relationship with or people that I don't even know if I saw something bad was happen I happening I would stand up for them but oh, yeah. um most people will not well well I'll you know what it's called Cecilia that is gross negligence that's what they it's a legal term they call it gross negligence well i know of one case in my county it's not a ti but it's a person who has uh, suffered from uh, negligence of the doctors carrying certain operation, and uh, she got very good award, uh, and it is an ongoing award because she is uh, to maintain the same lifestyle she had before the operation, which went very wrong. So uh, she receives a sufficient amount of money to live the same type of life and have. All sorts of uh, all sorts of uh, medical and um, uh, home help and uh, ranch help. Everything is there, but every few years she has to appear uh, before a court or some somebody. I I don't know court probably, and uh, the judge has to uh, rubber stamp. The, the future claim or increase in claim, revise the claim. And you know what she was told by that person? Yeah. You really would be better off dead for, for the amount of money which has to be paid to you. 
Can you imagine saying oh, that to a yeah. person who is entitled, wow. who has been receiving the money? It just shows how far the road has set. That somebody mm-hmm. in court, the mediation, the official, can say that to the person. You would be better, oh, better for us to be dead. Yes, it's true, but to say it to a claimant? Exactly, yeah. That, mm. <laughs> that's unbelievable. It's not believable. It's not just the eyes. You know, it, everybody gets hit by injustice nowadays. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And as to the reporting, my county uh, suggests reporting online. So you're basically filling up your uh, police report online. I don't know how you can verify that. I abstain from this. I um, made sure that uh, any reporting of the vandalism is, um, you know, reported and report taken. No, well, any time, you know, you go to FBI and the FBI sends you back to the police and the local police sends no, you back. I, That's I, negligence. I, it's not even negligence, gross. You know, it'd be like some, if somebody was like, Chasing Lydia down the sidewalk with a hatchet, and there's there's three cops standing right there on the sidewalk, and then witnesses, and they just turn the other cheek and just continue mm-hmm. on eating or whatever they're doing. That that's gross negligence, yeah. And that's usually what happens here. And it's called cover up. Yeah, yeah cover up. It's, it's, it's not negligence when a police officer or a law enforcement agency refuses to take a. a um, a report on someone who has been the victim of crimes. It's some sort of government collusion, or maybe it's um, uh, it could be, uh, you know, uh, maybe it is the Freemasons or the Skull and Bones crew. I don't know. But, you know, you would think that they would take these secret societies and do good with them, but it appears as though, uh, no, that's not that's not what happened. That's not that's what's not happening. That's not the case anymore. You have, we have to change the way we see society and the role that people play. It's not like we were told. It's not like, you know, the Justice Department is about justice or that Homeland Security is about security. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. They're all euphemisms for the games that they're playing. Exactly. Yeah. And you, know, that, you know, that's an interesting topic right now. That, now, that's a show starter right there. You know why? Are, why aren't uh, people doing anything about this now? I can tell you, there's several reasons, and they're probably all three correct. You know, it's either one, the ignorant law enforcement—they don't know nothing about it. They just ignorantly assume what they've been taught through the DSMB, the Quack Bible, or you know, it could be a matter of uh, uh, we've been bribed, or it could be a matter of we've been intimidated mm-hmm. and uh or, or they're been nearly influenced to not take That's your case. Yeah, right? I mean, and it could be a combination of all of that. Exactly right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Keep people in line. First, they give them the propaganda and the, you know, the rah rah. You know, when you sign up, when they sign up, we're going to protect you know and serve and everything. Yeah, let's do that. And, yeah, that's what And it little is. by little, they get them, you know. All right. Well, I mean, see, I, I just told you the reasons why they're not doing anything about it. You know, it's either what? How many things did I mentioned? Like four things. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. 
those four things, yeah. Yeah. Intimidated, blackmailed, threatened, remotely influenced, or ignorance. You know, then again, there's ignorance. There's witting and uh, unwitting collusion. Yeah, but so. we could analyze it. We could speculate whether it's Masons, whether it's this or that. But the bottom line is they're not doing their job properly. That's right. Correct. And they're yeah. injustice to people. And we That's right. And we discussing how we take that uh, somewhere where uh, it can be remedied. We should look at the actions we can take. That's right. Mm-hmm. So complain to hire overseeing body. We, well, we have to know how we can um, uh, make our uh, impression on authorities, not just go on the talk show and and be bitter about it and complain about the injustice. Yes, right. it's clearly understood there's horrible injustice. But yeah. if we just uh, wade into um, uh, getting terribly depressed about it and indignant, and that doesn't do us any any good. We have to look at every stumbling block, how we overcome it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we started this one project. I think we were going to call it Project Neglect or something like that. And uh, we were going to create a Facebook group up, and we're going to title it... Uh, uh, post of complaints of negligence that victims have went to, you know, police, FBI, mm-hmm. medical oh. staff, whatever. You know, they ain't done nothing about it. Then we're going to put up a Facebook group and just, you know, every time I see a, a legitimate, what I see a legitimate victim, organized stalking victim complaining about it in a Facebook group or something about how they've went to the police, the FBI a hundred times and still nothing done. You guys need to be screenshotting that and saving it, so we cannot. We're gonna put, we need to show the pattern of this negligence. Yeah, and it is. It should be shown to bigger group than just GI. It has right. plastered around somewhere. Exactly. Well, what are you guys thinking about that? I mean, we could put up. Kyle probably could put up. Are you on here, Kyle? What do you think about that, man? I mean, we need to show the patterns and nothing being done. Maybe here. you could do a YouTube with that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. YouTube is very effective. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I mean, it would show a pattern. Look, there's some with it. Not all of these thousands of people are not complaining about this, and there's <laughs> nothing being done about it for nothing. I mean, you know. It's... I've also been thinking about getting few people together and uh, people who follow the news and follow the uh, media output on TIs. A uh, classic example that the reporting of the conference by this woman a few months later for the Wired magazine. If we were keeping an eye on what is being published about us and then taking action, whatever appropriate action uh, we find is necessary. But all this is just uh, washing over the general public, and they right. they they getting preconceived ideas from the wonky reporting. I well, I, that would be a great idea, and you know, we, Lydia, we were going to do that at one time as well. Ah, but and, you're talking uh, about the past. Let's let's forget the past. We've got to act now. Yeah. We have to look yeah. at it in the past. Oh, we've tried that; it didn't work, but. 
you could say, well, the circumstances were a bit different. It might work now. You've got different political situations. Well, you, well, you know how there's like a cyber command, and they're, they're, they're responsible for so much of the trolling that's go, going on and discrediting. Uh, if it's not that, it's an AI logged in as a guest, a computer talk to you. You know, they have their own own little trolls of gangs and minions that go around and, like, squat, try to squash people out and stomp the right. truth the out of it. Why don't we do the same thing? That trolling is, well, we can uh, do it, and I think a lot of people are doing it, and it's very useful, and it's not really trolling, trolling as such. It's drawing attention to our Yeah, history. exactly. You know what I do when I see somebody like that? I know they're intentionally trying to discredit us victims on on YouTube or something. Like, man, I, I light them up and I embarrass them, man. I, I really do. Right. I, so that is YouTube, but I'm thinking more about uh, published articles. Oh, okay. Have you yeah. stuff somebody said about TIs? You know. Oh yeah, yeah. We, actually, there is an entire too more than you know. YouTube video, possibly, or some troll on the talk show program. Oh, we've already done it, Lydia. We just have a group of people. Well, we've not completed the new OSI website yet. We've ran into so much trouble with it, moving it to server, to server, to server, back to the other server. That, uh, you know, we, we put up an entire page on there, and I documented most of it. It was just, you know, things that discredit, like that New York Times article and all of that. There's some of that on there. And just put a bunch of stuff with this guy. He put up a video, and he, he says, oh, do you see them reptilian gang stalker and aliens following me and all this? I mean, just deliberate. You know the guy's not a real victim. He's just, he's a, he's a disinfo op is what he is. He's there to discredit. But, yeah, we put all that together on a page and show the proof of it that, yeah, there's a clear pattern of uh, these son of a bitches trying to discredit us. Absolutely, yeah. And I think a counter-troll army would be nice, too, because then those people, you know, that's dishing it out would be on the receiving end. And, you know, if it, well, how would they feel if, you know, 40 or 50 TIs or victims came out of the woodwork and started trashing them on a live forum because they tried to discredit us? How would that make them feel? I mean, it would be like our own cyber command army of, like, trolls. I mean, we, it could be organized. It really could. And, you know, we could have them people ready to, like, dispatch at any time. You know, one of the time we're on the Internet and we see something that's discrediting, they'd put out another hit piece of garbage on us. And so we just phone up one person and be like, hey, can you get the trolls going? The good trolls. Call them the good trolls. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it's a war, and you got to fight it like a war. I guess you got to use strategy. But the, you know, it's that. That's like the second victim I've talked to this week that's told me that all of this is like. They're like, I wonder if this is trying to make me like a military mindset or something. I said, you know what? You're absolutely right. Yeah, it makes you tougher than nails, and uh, it puts you in a military mindset as far as strategy and everything. Yeah, it really does trying to think. I think it was Connie. I think I talked to her for like five hours on the phone uh, earlier this week. That's the longest I ever talked to anybody on the phone. But anyway, yeah, she she said that they've got me in like G.I. Jane mode. Somebody else told me that. I think it was Lindsay Ball when I talked to her on the phone. But 
Yeah, I think that's a great idea. We need to to go into defense. Yeah, have our own like little uh, good minions, not so much bad minions, but good minions to do damage control. It's it, you know, it's just like the Wikipedia article that that they put on gang stalking. You know, there's this little idiot. He's a, a little perpetrator that that monitors. He, he he literally must sit there in front of his computer and watch for Wikipedia. Uh, what they call it, reverts, the back, you know, changing it back to what it was originally there. And, yeah, you post anything and try to correct that uh, gang-stalking Wikipedia article, and, boy, he we've got his IP address, too. We put up a task force on them. It was me and Brian and Dwight and others, you know. We had a task form and created a Facebook group for it and everything, there for a while, we just sat, monitored and watched that Wikipedia page, and the the little the little ass would he would revert it back. You know, he would try to change it into like good, like solid information about gang stalking or whatever. He would sit there the minute somebody reverted, I mean, changed it, he would revert it right back. Oh, perhaps it was somebody's job to do that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So that's a paid-for shill right there that they've got this, this lurking on Wikipedia waiting for somebody to try to edit the article, and they all of a sudden revert it back real quick. Yeah, we logged his IP address and everything else. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Luda. <laughs> well, I'm doing something a little bit independent because um, I'm just running out of time. By the oh. time anything gets organized, I just I'm not going to make it. So yeah. what I'm doing is I'm uh, gathering the names, addresses, positions of all the local um, TV and radio um, people that do the weather, people that do um, the news, people that do the sports, people that do everything that is shared through the media with the public, radio and TV, and I'm sending them a um, compilation of um, researched material in such a way that it's going to be impossible for anybody to refute it and call us crazy. Um, If you have enough of evidence... And they look, everybody, young people, most of these are young people, too. I mean, the the people on the uh, talk radio and all, they're older. But the people that are running the uh, the news and all that stuff, they're young today, basically. And they, they want to see it in, in print. They want to go have a reason to go to the Internet. They want to read it on the Internet, the Internet rules. So I'm trying to make this thing... Um, I just don't want to make it a one-pager because there's way too much. I'm not going to go into depth about a lot of things that are irrelevant. Um, there's, there's not going to be any talk about aliens or uh, <laughs> any of <this> other <laughs> yeah. stuff. You know what I mean? It's going to be the facts and nothing but the facts. And right. I'm just going to do it myself locally because um, somehow if something could seep through to the public even if it's uh, a five-minute segment or a ten-minute segment, it, it could make a big difference somehow to me in my mind. And oh, yeah. instead of just sitting here and doing nothing and watching my life 
you know, fade away. Right, and thank you for doing that, too. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I think if everybody did this all over the country, it could make a difference. I really believe that. Yeah. Welcome, California. We have a very large um, base of uh, communications here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We have a very large FBI, um, one of the largest in the country as well. There's 55, I guess, 59, something like that, establishments, and we have one of the largest here. So... uh, I don't know. You just you just got to keep uh, knocking on doors, and eventually somebody's going to listen, and it's going to make some sense to someone, and right. someone's going to run with it for us because we can't do it ourselves. And then my other, I still bring up the way that I I commandeered the the world for a project that I did. Um, it's now about six years ago. I published in the local newspaper, the Buffalo News an article how I was looking for volunteers um, to send a shoebox of little gifts to uh, very severely ill children in Lithuania, 16 years old and younger. And I expected to, I was looking for 600 volunteers. Well, that, I didn't know, but once you publish something locally, Yahoo got a hold of it and Google, and it went worldwide, and I ended up with 6,000 volunteers. I had volunteers from Australia, from South America. What I'm saying is this is how many people and who read it. I mean, and wanted to do something. I I was just flabbergasted because overnight I had all these people. I had my email address on there. Everybody was contacting me, you know, what they could do, how they could do it. And I had it all laid out very well organized. But what I'm, what happened is irrelevant. But what I'm trying to say is I was looking for 600. I got 6,000. And the whole world read it. So if you publish something in a local newspaper, like, uh, you know, the Buffalo News. I'm not saying the New York Times. I'm saying your, your local newspapers. And uh, Google picks it up because they go by subject titles. And, oh, yeah. Um, they pick it up, and it goes worldwide. I mean, it can make a whole big difference for us. Yeah, Internet uh, providers are going through all the local papers, and they uh, post articles from those papers. Whether mm-hmm. they would pick it up, it's another matter, but even if the article is just in the local paper, it's uh, <laughs> done its job. Like I have... Uh, Google, I don't like Google in any way, but I use them for one thing. I use my last name, and um, any anybody that publishes any article anywhere in the world with my last name in it, in other words, I'm, I'm still looking for a family, um, I get a copy of it through Google. You can do it with any name. You can do it with any um, specific okay. topic, and... Um, Every at least every week, I get articles from people with my last name that I don't know that could be my family. So this is another thing, a way to track things. Oh, um, you mean like Google Analytics and all that? Well, what if you get somebody with the same name though? That's the problem I've ran into with that. Well, I don't really care. I sort them out as long oh, as okay. I I get new ones from time to time. And I've done that with other people that I've been doing research. I put the Google in for like uh, 
this guy, Virgis Vikenis, that I did a big uh, chapter in my book on, and I wanted more information. I put his name in, and I found out he was very famous all over the world. And there were newspaper articles published every day about him. I was getting them into my inbox. Like, I didn't have to do a bit of research. It was coming to me. Well, I'll tell you what I use. I use the Google uh, Alerts. Yeah, you can use the Google that, Alerts. That alert, that's what it was. It was those alerts. Yeah. yeah. Very useful. Yeah. Well, back, back in 2012 when our group was getting slandered real bad, I, what we would do is we would program like every our acronym in like OSI, then OS Informers, Organized Stalking Informers. And then each time somebody would put out one of these BS uh, hit pieces on us, like they were doing in 2012, they would uh, it would show up as an alert, and we'd immediately mm-hmm. see it. Yeah, that's a great idea, actually. Yeah, but we have to get people that have the time and want to do something like this because you have to sort through. Now I'm in a very bad pickle because my computer is totally compromised. I only get what they want me to read. I don't get all the mail that's sent to me. You know this, uh, Ryan. You can't send me mail, and I can't send you mail. I mean, they've got us stopped up really bad. Oh, yeah. So it wouldn't work for me to use my computer. I can give you the the, um, information on how to do these things, but my computer is basically shut down. I can't hardly use it. So um, it wouldn't be fair because there would be a lot of information coming in, and I wouldn't be able to receive it. But if somebody has a computer that's still operating, and there's got to be some TIs that do, they could feel this stuff and sort you know it out. know how it could be done, Luda? Hmm. It could be done for the talk show. Uh, somebody establishes a talk show account, talk show call, <laughs> and then it gets posted. Basically keep that call open all the time, and people can go to the call, and it's taken from the chat room. That's mm-hmm. a good idea, yeah. So you, now, you guys are full of good ideas tonight. Here's some brainstorming going on here. Yeah, that's good. Well, Very I've had good. some nice weather. I've been outside and cleared my brains out. I've been mowing lawns all day today. Oh. i got to do more tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's great exercise, and I'm in the fresh air, and I just love oh, yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They came trailed us. It was still a nice sunny day, but... They made sure that they reduced the visibility. Mm. Oh, I know it's every it's it's cloudy a lot of times because of that. Yeah, take a picnic lunch in the morning and come back at night, and I don't have to deal with any small talk and crazy people. And they are the crazies in the rest of the world. Let me tell you. I don't like walking when I know the chemtrails are coming down. Yeah, yeah. They hold on for about. They mm-hmm. actually can start coming down within half an hour of being sprayed. Just, just remember, can... we're a big hat with a big brim all the time. Oh, That's yeah. A big difference. But it still gets on your clothes, you know. I wonder it's how, you know. The, the... Uh, 24 hours for everything to drop down. Oh, 24 hours is my answer, yeah. How, how did you determine that, Lydia? Uh, I heard it some, I think I heard it from a reliable source. Oh, wow. Remember what, you, what the you, source was, but generally acceptable. I don't know if it was Dane Wigington or some other side dealing with um, chemtrails. I had well, a prime example of that happen uh, two days ago. Uh, I was outside. I was actually in a garage. And um, all of a sudden, the sky was uh, blue. It was sunny. 
there was no rain clouds or anything, and the wind started blowing here. I mean, like 70, 80 miles an hour was reported. Hurricane winds from no place. And then there was a powder that came over. I was working at a table with my computer. Um, I find crazy places to work, but I was in this garage, and all of a sudden this powder, it was thick over everything, and that was from chemtrails. That really oh, yeah. was because the the sky got cloudy and all of a sudden everything was, and it's not grit or, or dirt that blew in from the road. You know what I mean? This was so fine, fine, yeah. fine, 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 fine. So I told these people, the I said, you got to. Flowing, you know? Yeah, you, I told them you have it's to be very careful up. around kids and everything, the way you even clean that stuff up because it's so dangerous. And, you know, people look at me like I have three heads. I <laughs> tell them anything. Yeah, really. Well, have, have you got, any of you guys tried to, any, to build a chem cluster to try to disperse the chemtrails? No. Yeah, it's uh, actually the uh, Don Croft. I think that's who it was Don Croft originally uh, invented what the, he called the cloud buster. Now, that thing could be dangerous, though, because it had to be properly grounded off with water or something like that. But you get hurt bad with one of them things. What it does is it'll pull uh, door energy, which is negative uh, organ energy, deadly or organ energy. I and what it does is it funnels that, channels all the energy through that thing, and it, it, it'll fire back into you and cause you a lot of problems. Yeah, don't build, don't, don't, don't try to build a cloud buster. You want to go with a chem buster. They're a lot safer. Nils used them before, I've heard, and uh, they, <laughs> he actually got a visit by a few black helicopters because it showed up on their, uh, their radar. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it showed up as the blue energy to organize. So anybody that says that the organized stuff isn't real or it's focus or new age, you're wrong. It does. It actually does work. I've seen videos of, like, time-lapse videos of uh, how organized. Somebody made a piece of organized and put it inside of a room with a bunch of plants, and you should see how fast the life form got the plants and made them grow and flourish. It's Yeah, it's real. It's we have a small uh, airport, uh, very almost within walking distance of me, and then I have Niagara Falls Air Force Base, and that whole base oh. is dedicated to the weather. The weather. Everybody who works there, if you talk to the guys, and I talk to a lot of them, if I see them in Walmart or someplace, uh, you know, my friends will say, "Oh, there's another Air Force." I go up and I talk to them. They're, they all have jobs in the weather. I always say, what do you do? I'm just curious. You know, I live in this area. What do you do over at the base? And they say, oh, we work in the weather department. Everybody works in the weather department over there. Yeah. It's you like, hey, yeah, yeah. Well, what do you do? And they're, like, and they're like, well, I'm employed by the United States Air Force, and we're figure, we've got to figure it out how, how we can, no, not really, but we're, we're, we're figuring out ways to uh, annihilate people with the weather, right. weather warfare. Exactly. Yes, you're That's a hurricane. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, God. Yeah. Exactly. Right, yeah. Yeah, Boy, look at all these, you know, a couple of years back, look at all the massive hurricanes that uh, you know were man-made, that were created with this scalar and everything else. 
of now course, they're they so actually, obvious. I mean, oh, yeah. first yeah. first they do the the south and, yeah. and knock out like Puerto Rico, then they do the west and do the fires <sighs> and do this, then they do the east with the snow and no <laughs> electricity and power and flooded basements and people dying and you know seniors especially. And uh, you, you, they did the whole country, you know, basically, and it caused a lot of havoc just to sh- give us a little um, idea. And then um, they, they, I just read a thing came from, I get this Hill thing from Congress that comes in my inbox about five times a day. They have something about, I think it's, ch- I have to read that more closely. I, I didn't have a chance because I've been busy, but there's an article there about, um, prosecuting people for uh, weather crime. Um, And I don't know if it's going to be national or international, but somebody is doing that, and I'm going to find that article. Of course, I won't be able to send it to you, Ryan. uh, Really, yeah. (laughs) You know, I've not even logged back into that account to see if I can, you know, see if it's still messed up. I, I assume it is, so... Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to Google that. It was like United States Air Force. It was a. It was a. Uh, what even what would you call it? A piece that somebody put out. It wasn't a hit piece, but it was. Uh, yeah, they were talking about uh, controlling, and it was, said that was the Air Force's objective by 20 and 20 something that they were going to control and own the weather. And of course, now you see it every day. You know, here here comes the chemtrails, and then uh, if you you know. Hours later, it'll start pouring the rain, and there's this rain everywhere. And of course, but of course, that's what they're trying to cover it up with is, is geoengineering, and that's actually what it's called. Yes. So yeah, you, Dan, I know Dan Whittington personally. His wife is from Lithuania, and I know her. So I, he is just a fantastic person. He's an incredibly brilliant person. He said, "I can't even find any." Space on the ground that's not contaminated to plant a garden anymore. He's in Northern California, I guess. Oh yeah, well they're just saturating the, everything with this aluminum barrier. It, it would be scary to think how much medical metal—not medical, but uh, metal particulate—you know—that's saturating the ground, the soil, everything else, the air. So when you're eating your food, it's all—it's all in the vegetables and the fruits and the orchards and. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Yeah. That's a scary thought, actually. Yeah. Oh, it's that owning. The, I talked in owning the world. It. Owning the weather by 2025. Okay. And of course, that was another one of their excuses. My local. Well, not local, but my perpetrators. You have a. a you have an army base or air force, an army fort or air force base or something by where you live, Ryan. Well, Air Force, yeah, but it, I mean, uh, not here close, though. You get what oh, I'm saying? Good. Yeah, but okay. It says right here. It says owning the weather by 2025. Weather is a force multiplier, and then it goes into the force enhancement. And all that's another thing that I believe is is uh, it's a metaphor that they use to describe the organized stalking as force enhancement. <clears throat> It has to well no it's it basically what it is it's uh using the you know the the boots on the ground to complement the air command et cetera mm-hmm. what they're doing is yeah yeah it's force force enhancement I believe that's what that is 
My building manager is vacationing down by you. Oh, you, really? Uh, yep. Really? He's gone near Pigeon Forge and... Um, oh, yeah. Nice. gone to the Smokies, and she's got friends in Tennessee. Yeah. So they're gone All camping right. two weeks down there. I'm glad she's out of here, quite frankly. She's a pain in my neck. Oh, <laughs> you mean you're... <laughs> I, she said she's going for two weeks. I said only two weeks. How about two months? Oh, maybe let's see if we can make it two years for you. I was I wasn't joking though. She was. I wasn't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, it's neat that you got friends down here, but don't sound like a too good of a friend to me. <laughs> no. no, and you got Kenny Chesney, and you get. Uh, um, a lot of country singers came out of your area. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, we birthed a lot of country music from here. Yeah. It's Nashville. I mean, they're the ones that make or break celebrities or country music stars, yeah. Willie Nelson's one of my heroes, and Dolly Parton's my favorite female singer. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, yeah, the thing, uh, Willie Nelson, he's actually a patriot, man. He really is. He's oh, God, is he? Where's the... He wears that bandana around his head, which is, I think, a flag that's folded up. That yeah. thing. And my friends were watching. He was having. A, he had a birthday. His 85th birthday. He was on TV for a five hours show, and he was playing a guitar. They said, "Dude, did you ever see his guitar?" He said, "No, I never saw it." It's got a big hole in it beside the the regular hole. I said, "What do you wait? No, you should see the whole piece of junk he plays." And oh it, yeah. It, he's he's such an incredible player. Of course, I'm hooked on these guys anyway. Yeah, oh, well, he, he's the type of person that he never let fame, you know, change his mm-hmm. way. He's humble. Yeah. He had a son that committed suicide on Christmas one year, and the shock he's never gotten over. He's got two other sons and a daughter, wonderful wife. But he's lived a good life, you know what I mean? He's really helped people with that farm aid and lived a great life. And I love to see people who help others and have money and are willing to share just like Jimmy Buffett was worth $400 million, and in one of his concerts last year, he says, shh, don't tell my wife, but I'm giving $200 million away this year. I don't need to. Oh, wow. Well, <laughs> well, you know, but then again, though, you know, uh, they, some people can claim they're going to do that. You know, I've seen, like, certain celebrities and series, they, or people that's won the lottery, they get on TV, and then they say, well, I'm going to donate so-and-so much to church. But you, you come to find out they really don't, so... I've written to him a few times because um, he's worked for the, you know, he worked for the CIA, Jimmy Buffett did. Uh, he's got a book of, about the whole situation. Of course, I haven't been able to read it. It's not on talking books, so I I don't know. But I, I'm I'm writing to him now from a different standpoint. He, he knows I exist, um, and I'm going to be writing to him. Um, I've got a, a beautiful, beautiful guitar. If I can't sell it. I'm going to offer it to him. Get me unhooked, and you can have my favorite guitar. Add it to your collection. (laughs) 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 Oh, I'm trying anything possible. You figure it out. You think about it. I've already tried it. Oh, yeah. I was trying to think of that one celebrity that did that. He said he's going to donate a bunch of money. They got mad at him over that, too. I forget who that was. It seems like I'm wanting to say Bono, but YouTube's Bono, but I don't think it was, so. Anyway. Yeah, so what's everybody doing today for excitement? 
Oh man, I'm, I've got to go eat something. I'm getting weak here. So you can... oh, you got to eat. That's for sure. Where you at, Kyle? You playing video games, man? Must he loves video too. games. He's into that now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you there? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, in a way, it's good to keep his mind sharp and concentrating. And yeah, I haven't yeah. heard his voice. I haven't heard him on any calls like in over a week. But I know he gets in the chat sometimes. Yeah, he's in the chat. He's on the line okay. too. He's probably just playing a game in the background. Okay. Yeah. Why don't you go get some food and uh, we'll just hang out. Uh, all right, then. Yeah, you guys, you take it away. I'll be back. Oh, I'm, no, I'm not going to run the thing. I'm just telling you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Me? Just going to chatter. <laughs> well, we'll talk, but, you know, it won't yeah. be anything official. Yeah, I'll be back and forth with you guys here from the kitchen okay. to the phone. Okay, all right. All right. <laughs> yeah. So did you move from where you were in Arizona, Sue, or are you still in the same location? I'm still in Arizona. Did you move from that location to someplace else, though? Yeah, I had oh, to good. move. Last good. year I had to move, yeah. yeah. My landlord wanted to do Airbnb with the house. Oh, and he, he wanted to keep the upstairs for himself. And and so that's where I was, so I had to move. Is uh, it better it now where good. you live? It's actually I'm 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 not spending as much money, you know, uh, uh-huh. the rent, and uh, I'm gonna lower, you know, it's lower rent, and um, I don't know if it's better or worse. It's always good and bad for every place you go. Yeah. Are you having a house or an apartment? I was in a house before. Now I. With him, yeah, his house. Are you I was saying uh, he made you move to an apartment? Yeah, well, I I actually bought um, a little trailer. So, do you find it better with all the steel to combat this whole thing? So you're actually in the trailer on the property, yeah? A different place. I'm in a totally different place now. It's still connected to him, yeah? No. No, somehow no, I moved out the... last year. Yeah, I'm gone. Oh. So you have a little trailer. Can you tell me about your trailer? Because I'm about to buy one, and I'm buying. Oh no! Well, this is actually I don't know. I, I don't like to talk too much about myself. Um, no, just generally because I'm about to buy a trailer for a caretaker. So for somebody who lives in a trailer and stays happy living in the trailer, what I did for a long time, Lydia. I had a beautiful home. What? Yeah, you can get some nice ones, um, you know, depending on if if you want it to be put in permanently, you know, you get yourself... Who lives mar- there. You get something where you can around. skirt it and, you know, skirt it mm-hmm. around the base so it'll be a little better insulated. And what about the base? What did you say? I didn't you get said it. you skirt it. It's... it's you seal it up. Huh? You seal up around the base of it, uh-huh. so it doesn't. With you know, uh, sheeting of some sort, yeah. Yeah, aluminum. So you can keep the plumbing and everything in the winter. Yeah, some sort of corrugated. Right. Yeah. And, they and have if you that. take you off the wheels, then it's more. Uh, some parts would have to be open, probably for storage underneath. Yeah, yeah you can do that. 
Yeah. They have some wood storage. Um, yes, yeah, they have storage in the trailer, but additional storage, you know, like you store your, um, what you call them, um, gazebos, you know, these... these. Um, yeah, you could make up separate buildings for storage store also. Beams and that kind of stuff, you know, or you want to store the blue boy or something like that. So. You can make a separate building for all kinds of storage and then keep your... Mobile home, very neat. I don't and want pretty. buildings because they my stokers hide behind anything like that. So let them hide behind the trailer or behind the trees. I don't want to create any more for them uh, from tactical point of view. I could easily, but uh, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. How uh, many people do you have to house? I'm interested in your views about the size. The one which I had was 27 foot, and it had one big bedroom and nice sitting, eating area adjacent to the kitchen, and it had a bathroom. And, uh, you know, for one person, it was, you know, some people really liked it, but some people felt um, too contained. I suppose they were to contain the in all for the type of work. Well, you know, what I was thinking is you've got the hookups there, right? Yeah. So what you know, if you're gonna hire a guy and you put an ad and say, Bring your trailer, you can hook it up for free and that then you don't have to buy it, you just hire people who already have That's their right. own and they travel. But my problem is I don't like to advertise. Because I'd rather prefer somebody advertising that they want to come somewhere. You see, you can very easily end up with a perp that way. Well, you wanna you're gonna interview them, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, you asked my opinion, so that's what. I was yeah, thinking. yeah, but more the, about the size. What what sort of size? That was 27 foot. Yeah, 27, you don't want to, if you're going to live in the long term, you want at least that much, up to maybe 30, 40 feet. That would be a comfortable size for a long term. As as long as you don't have to drive it around a lot and get in and out. It's It's not an RV, and it won't be pulled anywhere. I suppose it could be pulled for changing of the of the site, but then the, the electricity hookup or water hookup, what a hookup you can extend, but electricity, no. The smallest one I ever lived in, Lydia, was 37 feet. Where you and, if you, and if you get it um, 14 foot wide, it gives you a lot of living space. Yeah. 12 is passable, but I wouldn't go any smaller than 12 because it gets but very confining. Boy, uh, yeah. Probably a park home and not a trailer. They don't come 14 feet wide, do they? So. They, come, they come with slides. Yeah, with the slide, you might get 14 feet, but... Uh, you can get a regular trailer just straight 14 feet. 14 wide? Yes. Mm-hmm. I lived in one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you know what you can also get if you want to get a second-hand yeah, uh, park model and have it moved over there. Then uh, They fall apart very often, you know? And uh, another thing is when they are sold, they sold pretty old. There's a good reason for selling a park model, and that's mainly because they became uh, waterlogged or had a, an accident. And well, trailers have a problem with water. All right, I'm not going to answer any more questions. Sorry? If, if, if 
you want to know? I mean, you're the right I'm way through. Don't ask a question if you don't like any of the, the answers. Photo, I, I, I would go for a second-hand trailer, but I wouldn't go for park model, which is second-hand. And I did not, and there's another question about getting a park model, and that's the California law and permits and another ball game altogether. Uh, if you buy something new today, I don't know. Uh, to I'll tell you. I'll give you an example. Uh, I bought a fabulous trailer. It was three bedroom. It had a pullout. I had a, a playroom for my daughter. It was so big. I had a huge dining room, huge kitchen. Everything was fantastic. And uh, today, it's still being used in the Adirondack Mountains. It's in perfect condition, but it uh-huh. was made so well. I yeah. paid eleven thousand dollars for that trailer. Yeah. Wow. I sold it for 50000 <laughs> to See, give you some idea. I know. Well, that's what I was trying to explain before. You, if, if you shop around, you can find some good things. Oh, like yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. But I think it has to be a, a trailer, you know, a travel trailer, which you pull. Not, not, not a travel size. I don't know if they describe differently, but um, certainly not an RV. Because it won't be moved, really. And then they have different statuses as far as um, uh, if you take the the tongue off the front, the uh, the, uh, the hitch. thing that's pulled, the hitch, yeah, okay. If you take that off and you place it permanently on land and you take the wheels off, it no longer has the same status in some parts of the country as a mobile home. It becomes a, no more mobile. It's permanent. So you have to deal with what do I want to do theoretically with this? How do I want them to tax me? How do I exactly. want to write yeah, to? In California, it's terrible. Yeah. These laws. Yeah, you could do that in any, any other state probably or in every other state. But here, that's, that is not very good at all. To consider a mobile home still being able to be pulled and hauled and not to be a permanent residence, which I think is more taxes, um, right. you have to leave the yeah. wheels on it then. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point, Lita, the wheels. Yeah, if you may if you take the wheels off you get get charged as a second home right. or mm-hmm. uh instead of a vehicle. Mhm. Yeah, it's much better to have it as a vehicle. And when I had owned my trailer, my um not you say not I don't say license, but the thing that identified it was through the Department of Motor Vehicles, believe it or not, just like boats in yeah, the yeah. state. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so um it wasn't like you buy a deed in a house and that kind of a thing. It's totally yeah, right. totally different. So that makes it better from the law point of view. But there's still a law in California whereby you cannot have anybody living permanently in the trailer only two weeks. So, you know, you're basically breaking the law by having somebody staying in a trailer permanently. The only thing, good thing is that the law doesn't get enforced. Or it Boy, that's enforced a stupid law. in certain circumstances, let's put it that way. Like hmm. the marijuana growers get booted out. I'd look for, I'll tell you, Lydia, I've, I've lived in three different new mobile homes when I uh, was first married to my daughter's father. Um, I lived in a very nice one that we hauled down to North Carolina from New York State. 
then I bought a, when she was three, I bought, and um, he left us and everything else when she was one. So I, I bought a huge one myself, and I was working full time, and it, it was very nice. I've lived in different uh, types of trailers at different times in my life. And I would, if I were you, I would look for a good used one because the depreciation is worse than on a car. Oh, yes. um, absolutely. I'm not buying a new one. I'm not no, no, don't do it because they're no, no. so expensive today. That's, That's right. Trailer I bought off a friend, and it was really fantastic bargain. You know, because she was afraid. A friend, she um, did not uh, want to overcharge me, but I think she undercharged me so much. Mm-hmm. You know, I got all the benefits until the fire. But it was very well made, very good one. Mm-hmm. Um, so hey. I guess I have to start shopping a bit. <laughs> yeah, I agree, guess 23. Hey, hey Sue, I, there, you're you know, beautiful day, right? She goes by BD in the chat. We call her BD. Yeah. She was she was just asking, she said, Who can we get counseling support from OSI? I can't take it. I was uh-huh. thinking of you. You used to be you used to be paid to do that, didn't you? Yeah, I still do. Occasionally. There, not not a full schedule, but yeah. Yeah. yeah there you go. There, there you go, B D. Sumeya is your woman. Here here she is right here. Mm-hmm. You should call in and talk to her actually. Yeah. Or if you, you guys Tell her to go to my website so she can look at my profile and all that stuff. You get a feel of it, you know, what I do. You can, yeah, she can see how pretty she is, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what Ryan's always looking for, the pretty ladies. Oh, yeah. I know. Right. He's been turning on the charm lately. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, a uh, beautiful day. If you want to, just go to... My webpage called Quantum Theology. The address is su808.wordpress.com. And I have a LinkedIn. You can see my kind of a brief resume there on my LinkedIn. And uh, some articles and meditations to help you relax. Okay. Tell me that link one more time so I can post that. Oh, su eight zero eight dot dot wordpress wordpress dot org right or dot com dot com yeah you can find it for like 15 years oh okay yeah Mm -hmm. i've seen it i've seen your photo on there wow Mm -hmm. yeah but i haven't seen it in a long time so I haven't been doing too much writing, but I posted the healing meditations up at the top so the TIs could find it. Yeah, BD, this is the best bet for you right here. Yeah, you're welcome. She says thank you, Sue. You're welcome. My phone number's on there, too. Nice. Well, I'm going to have to call you sometimes. We just talk off the calls, you know? I don't do too much of that, actually. I, I try to... Well, I appreciate the the sentiment. Oh, right, right. right. I, uh, yeah, I, well, I'm like that, too. I mean, sometimes, you know, I get in a talking mood, and I'll just pull out my phone list and go through it and see who, you know, 
Well, I know I can't do like five hours like Connie, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, literally, uh, I, I, we talk for five hours on the phone. I've never talked. Yeah, but both long. of you are big talkers, and I'm not as much of a big talker. I don't think. <laughs> no, maybe you, not now. I maybe when I when I was a little younger and oh, more of a spitfire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get you. Yeah, yeah, you got me. Um, Awkward pause. So, you know, it's been a big RV night. We started talking about yeah. trailers again because Lydia wants to get a trailer on her property. Yeah. For caretakers. Oh, Lydia, you're breaking up bad. It's me? Uh, yeah, Somebody. yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like oh, a, it might be Lutus. Huh? Is Lutus here? That, that, that's who I was talking about, yeah. It's oh. Northwest New York, yeah. I think I'm okay. It sounds like a live wire, like a, like a, gra- a wire laying on the ground arcing. That's what it sounds like. It sounds like the cage ships in a bag. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not me. I just think the phone exactly. Oh, let me see here. Boy, see, see, when I mute uh, Northwest... I'll mute myself and see. You can see. It's not you, Sue. You don't need to hang up. No, I know. Uh-uh. Yeah, see, when I unmute Luda there, see, right there, it starts again. Yeah. Luda walks around with her phone so she gets broken up between walls and stuff. Sounds like you're trying to talk, but we're just getting like alien sound. <laughs> it sounds like an alien broadcast. Yeah, it's unintelligible. Anything you're saying right now? Can you find a better spot? I gotta tell you guys, that did not that did not work for me. It didn't do anything. I actually, I, I was I was in the shower and I took it. I poured some on my arm and on my hand. And just kind of rubbed it in. It didn't do anything. No, no. Oh, you don't do it while it's wet. Um, oh. Which, the way she talks about it is, say you got a film on your skin and it just feels like a second skin. You yeah. put a little hot sauce or any number of these products mm-hmm. that we've been experimenting with. And you let it dry a little bit, right? And then you start rubbing it until it rolls up into a little, like, it starts to roll off your skin, right? And it kind of starts to flake and roll off your skin. Then you wash it off. Yeah, okay. okay. Well, that's probably why then. Mm -hmm. 
I wasn't trying to discount her story or anything. I just like it, it just didn't work to me. But I was wet though, and I was in the shower. Yeah, so. it doesn't yeah. because a lot of these polymers expand with water. So we're figuring out that some of the the things that work to get it off are yeah. like drying agents. Well, Greaves said he put it on and left it on as well, and he said it did work for him. So yeah, good. Yeah. It has kind of a it it sort of like um makes it peel off a little bit somehow. Like a peeling agent, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like um you know the face masks. Sometimes you get these mud face masks. And they really remove everything. They remove the layer of uh, Yeah, uh-huh. So this has kind of like that same effect that it makes your skin like a baby's bottom because it removes the oldest skin off. Mm-hmm. And yeah, but what I wouldn't do that Connie does is I wouldn't put it in any sensitive areas. <laughs> and I'm talking about upper and lower parts of the body. Like I wouldn't put it near the eyes or the mouth or yeah. any yeah. other type sensitive spaces. Why not, yeah. Sue? I don't know how she can do that. It's like what? Yeah. Oh, she's put it on the bone too. Yeah, she said I put it right. The oil skin. Uh, Oil. We oil our skins by producing a bit of oil out, and we produce the dead skin. So there is always a layer of stuff anyway on our body between the showers. It's growing, right? Yeah. Uh, so then we have a shower, and a good scrub with a brush would remove some of it. But what she's saying, that polymers attach to that uh, layer of skin, mm-hmm. and that they cannot come off. So they, they, like, hold everything together. I think that's the point she's making. It's well, it's just like, you know, when you leave fingerprints and you see your fingerprints on a glass or something... That's mm-hmm. oil. That's all that is. It's That's oil. Right. It's oil from We do produce oil. Right. And yeah. we are oiling the dead layer of skin, right. which is a natural thing anyway. So we have yeah. our bodies between the the good washes, which we have. But what what she's saying that it is the stuff which uh, which comes from the air or from whatever environment right. attaches. Yeah, like binds to your skin, like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. uh-huh. and it cannot be, re- the whole chemical cannot be removed. Yeah. Unless you use a strong agent, in her case, this Louisiana hot sauce. Mm-hmm. That's how I understand it. But she yeah, is- but uh, some of these things do not respond to the typical uh, disinfectants or soaps or anything. It wants to bond, and this this is important, it wants to bond to organic compounds. That's why we started experimenting with, like, foods that are mixed in with other things, like the hot sauce is uh, an organic compound, and it wants to bond to that, so then it kind of, it, they interact. I mean, oh, yeah. if you put out, yeah. it, alcohol doesn't do it. I've tried, I tried straight vinegar. I worked my way up to turpentine, 
You did that. You know, mineral spirits, uh, none of those things that. help. Nail polish remover didn't help. Um, so that's where we're up to now. Well, I'll tell you what, guys. Yeah, I'm going to do this, and we're going to see if it works. I'm going to do this right here, right live on the air, right here. Yeah. Put it out, put a little in the palm of your hand, just okay. a little drop, and then, you know, just let it dry, you know, and then start rolling it. Yeah, just a second. I'll do that. I'm trying to get this hangnail off. I hate that. I don't chew my fingernails much, but I've got this one that's aggravating me right here. I'm trying to. Uh huh. Sexy little thing. <laughs> She's like, uh huh. <laughs> that was so like it was like so doubting sounding. It was like there's no believability. <laughs> in no, you're listening too carefully now. That was not like there was no, there was no emotion behind that one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah Some of these there's guests are gonna roast me in here tonight. I guess but that's cool. Those no, 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 no. Smoke. I'm just, I'm just being. Uh, <laughs> I'm not thinking very much tonight because I used up all my thinking yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> used to know you. I just like said something. He's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. It's, it's a chemtrail day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think we had chemtrails today too. Yeah. Sometimes the chemtrails make you like sleepy. You know. Oh yeah. Well, they're filled full of lithium. Lithium, yeah. <laughs> and JPA, jet fuel, polymer fiber. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say that word over the phone because I don't want it. I don't want it to somebody to get a hold of it and say I was trying to plant something or whatever. But uh, mm-hmm. the peogens, you know what that is. But I don't no. seem to be getting it. All I'm getting is a dry skin from having butts and uh, Epsom salts. Oh, uh-huh. yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> she did it again. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I like it. It's all right. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's like one of them. Mm-hmm, like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, we're all getting different kinds of things. Yeah. <laughs> Where do you get yours? Uh, do you get it inside the house, or do you get it um, outside? When you walk outside, huh? Both. Can you determine it? Can I what? Can you determine Can where you, you get all this stuff on your... They're, they got it so advanced on me that they're using... And you're not going to believe this, right? But they're using carrier waves to deliver droplets to me to my skin from the inside. The door, the windows are closed. Yeah. And they drop stuff on my arms, legs, and they're thing. using carrots. Well, very, very, very deliberate. Very specific. Yeah, but they don't come from uh, from either. They come from somewhere. So how are they formed? Is it the nano which is knocking around everywhere? I th- I think it has to do with relative humidity. It has to do with ionic. Um, yeah. You know, positive yeah. and negative ions that are attracted to one another through mm. some frequency. Mm-hmm. Well, just, see, just, you, you, no, go ahead, Sue. I, I was just going to say, just like like you have directed energy, I've got directed chemicals like Sue does on coming in yeah. on wow. waves and beams. And, That's um, right. 
Remember when Elvira died of that, and I have a very similar thing that she died of, coming up my nose all the time, and, uh you know, it's all over the place. It's all over the counters. It's all over everything, and and coming into me, and (laughs) Jesus. Oh, my God, it's just getting, it's not laughable to me anymore because it's such a joke when I think about it. It must be really a big hassle, and it's painful. It really is because there is very little protection that you have against it once they're starting. It's a quantum thing, you know. It it goes through masses. It goes through walls. Um, right. It's coming in through walls. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And through um, the walls? Yeah. Well, they you know, guys, up, that, that's They can new. heat up the gases hey. in your room and mm-hmm. turn it into something yeah. toxic. They are so small. Then mm-hmm. I could accept the fact that they come through the wall. That they would come through, they wouldn't come through the stone, let's say, but they could come through sheetrock. I know well, one thing, though. I never turn on my wall, my ceiling fan. I don't even turn on uh, my boiler or my chiller, any type of heating or chilling in yeah. the summer because uh, the people around me keep me comfortable. I turn nothing on because all that stuff is rigged with stuff coming in. The minute you turn it on, then you've got the uh-huh. uh, snowfall coming in. Yeah. yeah, I don't find it safe to, to run my AC, and I've got super-duper stuff, and it's switched off and has been switched off for years and years. Yeah, I know. And fans mm-hmm. also. I really care whoever comes to my house and tries to turn the fan on. Nope. Fan <laughs> off. <laughs> you feeling too hot? Go and have a swim in the pool. Well, I always said, you know, the, you know, it's a remote neural monitoring can uh, it can make heat, but I've never seen it produce liquid or water. Oh yeah, not uh, yet, but you will. I didn't know that they could do this until I started noticing a little droplet here, a little droplet there, yeah. and then it was like oh. the cat was out of the bag. You know, mm-hmm. okay, let's do everything. You know. Then started finding after uh, James Lico was talking about it is the little particles. Uh, I wear glasses on my mm-hmm. lenses. A little, little like you know, like if I opened a, a carton of milk and it 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 sprayed, but it's smaller than that, you know. Yeah. So I, I never I never keep my arms uncovered. They're always even. With a yeah. thin something, my arms are never uncovered. My whole body is always covered except my face and my hands. I know, um, and my and hands it, are covered a lot too because right, I wear gloves right. to mm-hmm. get wear the gloves. car, I, to get in and out of the car. I use mm-hmm. gloves. I use wipes for all the doorknobs. Um, in the kitchen is where I get all this droplet stuff the most, and all the powder uh-huh. and all that stuff. Okay, the particulates coming in on the beams, and I know it's coming in that way. And I think they're ionizing the gases in the air. That's yeah. Um, and also, people, I've said this before, but you've got to be really careful out in public places like parking lots, stores, restaurants. Uh, everybody's a carrier now. Everybody. Mm-hmm. They don't know it. It could be on their pants because they were sitting in a restaurant, and then they, you know, they wipe them, their hands on it, then they go shopping, and they're pushing the shopping cart around, and then they handle the money. 
everybody's cross-contaminating now. Exactly. So it's just the nano all over the place, right? Biofilm as well. It's not just nano. It's a whole nano size. It's a whole orchestra of uh, orchestra is too nice of a word. Um, It's a whole chaotic mess. It's chemical mayhem out there. <laughs> yeah, really. I'm trying to be funny about it, but it's real. It's real. It's just like Guest <laughs> Thirty said. Yeah, damn straight, it's real. It's uh, Guest Thirty said. Elvira always said she was being sprayed with chemicals and she was dying. It's a shame nobody believed her. Now she's dead. I believed her. I definitely yeah. believed her. Yeah, I spoke with her, and we had the same thing and the same. Uh, pesticides, I've got the same stuff here. And you know, I'll tell you a little secret. This is all going to be heard by the gang over here. But the woman above me, um, before, well, immediately when she moved in the next day, uh, Lucky and I went up and we talked to her very seriously. And we said, you know, there are dangers in the world. And we gave her the whole litany. And we said, uh, don't do anything for money. Think about what you do. Oh, I would never do anything like that. I would never be involved. Well, let me tell you now. The twerp that used to be above me, the fella, is no longer there. She's taken over full reign. I think she was away for a week. She probably went for training. She is 93 years old and running the show above my apartment now. Oh, my God. Can you imagine the audacity of someone to volunteer to do this? I mean, nobody's forcing her to do this. She had to have volunteered. Well, of course she is. Yes, of course. But the whole thing is crazy. Like now, she should be sleeping. She's up there wandering around figuring out things to to, to shoot at me and to, uh, you know, do in my yeah. kitchen. And, and the gas has got to be activated for the for the day. Well, you know what, Luda? You probably could take her down. She's <laughs> stronger, right? Yeah. I am. And I, I tell you, she, she's the one that's going to be. She won't eat. She doesn't come down and play cards with her friends anymore because she's. She's got to attack me all night. She can't play cards and attack me at the same time. But right. she walks by me with her dog, and she has the audacity to say hello to me. I want to smack her till her head flies off. But, you know, I'm, I'm that close to her, and she's constantly stalking me up, you know, up and down my hall. She has no reason to be in my hallway. She lives upstairs, and she, you know what I mean? These people are, are stalkers beside harassers and you know they have to be in your face beside all the crap that they do to us and then we have to look at them besides so i'm yeah. telling you like now she should be sleeping 93 years old she had heart surgery and you know the woman in that apartment the first one that was there above me she died and i know it was from the weapons because nothing shield shielded well this one is using the same weapons mm-hmm. and uh i guarantee you she's had heart surgery she has a bad heart she didn't have that when she moved in here. This is all oh. a part of byproduct of this all this well, shit right, part of my friends right. that's going on. So I understand. Um, well, listen, I mean? I'm sorry I said that about taking it down. That wasn't very nice. I I apologize. I want that erased from my record. But, yeah, it was um, funny. But, it was harmless. It was funny actually. All the person okay. you taken. <laughs> I know, but I have to be very conscious of my karma. Um, oh, but nah, you know what? Right. It's gonna come back, like you said. The last person, it, it comes back to them eventually. Yeah. Oh, it does. Uh, oh, it and does. And you know, they're more dispendable than we are, because uh, they need us. We're mo- big money. But them, if they know too much and they don't follow the rules and they don't 
take to mind control, and all those, all those, these controllers are mind controlled. These handlers, they're all mind controlled. There's exactly. no yeah. doubt in my mind. No right. doubt. Yeah. Because their, their personality changes so drastically. Yeah. You couldn't do that without mind control, as far as I'm mm-hmm. concerned. So, yeah. um, you know, I have them crawling all over the place here. And you know, when I'm gone, they're gonna, they're, they're working on other people in this building now. I see. I'm not uh-huh. the only one. I'm not. You know, I'm the main one, guaranteed. But that, that's where their money is after 25 years. But they're starting up with other cases. I see it. I see it all over the place. Mm-hmm. You know. Wait, so when I'm gone, this they're still in this building making their money, and and these perps and controllers and everything. All they want is the money. They don't care who they're harming or what they're doing. I think it's just a, a brain control on her or mind control, whatever they call it. Mm-hmm. Influencing. Remote influencing. Yeah, I agree, Lula. Yeah. Yeah, but what she's talking about is a hired hand who's 93. And I guess they figure, well, she only has a little time left or something. Mm-hmm. But they've got others, you know. I So many people have died in this. Since I moved in, 45 people died. And, really? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And some people died of, uh, a lot of them died of cancer. But a lot of them died just for the hell of it. So I look at just for the hell of it. And um, like my friend down the uh, block, three three doors down, she died in September. And I spent a lot of time in her apartment. And I can see now how she died. And she was definitely killed by them. Because it was a refuge for me to be able to go down there and escape for a little bit until they hooked down to her apartment. But they killed her. And they're doing that to some other people I know in this building. You know, your friends around you, they get rid of them because they don't want you to have any ties where you can go and have some peace or or get away from it all or anything. So they get rid of those people really quick, really quick. What is the average age in your building? You have to be 62 to be in here. And the average age, I would say, is about 75 Mm. or 80, 75, 75. We have uh, have 98 and 99-year-olds. Mm-hmm. And um, but those people, they're not preyed on as much as the seventy-year-olds uh, say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why is that? Uh, I don't know. I'm not exactly sure why. Um, I think a lot of it is to do with their payment, their awards, and their money that they get. They must get like they must have a regular schedule. They look on a paper and say, "Well, if I do this today to this person, then I get paid this much or this kind of bonus." I think it's all laid out in pretty good. Oh, I'm sure. And, you know, we all suffered similar things. Like I never had, I'm not going to tell you what parts of my body, but I never had problems with these parts. But now I listen to the calls, and it's all over the country. It's the oh, same yeah. playbook they're using and the same yeah. computer program. Everybody's having the same things. So I'm no different. You know what I mean? exactly. I'm in the yeah. cesspool, too. So I didn't well, used yeah. to be. I mean, this is how it is. It's so viral. And, the, mm-hmm. and they're running off of algorithms, right? They want mm-hmm. to watch these algorithms and, and the webbing mm-hmm. and spidering and everything. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, okay, so Connie, this is just an example of what you're saying, like an illustration. So Connie's talking about how to get the polymers, the polymers. It's not just chemtrails, the polymers, right? Right, And she's talking that. about yeah. polymers and hot sauce and mm-hmm. noxema and different things. and. Mm-hmm. Then I back her up a couple of times saying, you know, people, you should listen to Connie saying she's doing a lot of work on this. 
try it out, try it out. Okay, the next Saturday, she got 25 calls from TIs who wanted her help. 25 different mm-hmm. people called her Saturday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what what does mm-hmm. that tell you in algorithms? I don't know. Right. There's computers working on it, you know? Right, right. But... um. And I think like these these perps, like this one that's above me, she's highly trained now. She can manage this whole thing. And she was away for over a week. As far as I'm concerned, they paid for her to go someplace to be trained. She came back a different person. Wow. So I know this for a fact is happening, that they will uh, fly them away. And I've got one that's going to California soon, another one that's a big-time stalker of me. And I think she's going to be trained. And she'll come back different. Pardon? It may be a reward. Yeah. Work. Trip to holiday in California. Well, I know one of the big places that they're trained is Reno, Nevada. I know that for a fact. Which part? I'm not sure what part. I just know the name Reno, Nevada. I've never been there. But that's where they have a big training location. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's a couple of big bases out there. Maybe it's at the basis. Who knows? Is there anything else out there? Any big buildings or schools or anything that looks? They got the big NSA. Oh no, that's Utah. I think they might. They they have that big storage thing for data collection. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, that's, Salt Lake. Under Salt Lake, there's a big place. Yeah, Salt Lake. You're right. Yeah. So do you remember Alda? Alda. Olga had a training place when she lived in um, L.A., and they were training Koreans. And they had a regular turnover. I think it took a week for training. And there would be a new batch arriving. Right, see? And when I moved from the place I moved, I had only... I had the main the main director of the whole operations. He's American. He's the wannabe cop that couldn't make it through uh, Academy. But all of the people that worked, that were swarmed around me, around my apartment, in and out next door, every one of them was foreign-born. There wasn't one American involved. They were from Korea. They were from India. They were from Pakistan. They were Arabs with, with rags on their heads. They were all different, everything. You so, know, be bringing them to this country, mm-hmm. training them up and sending them back to do that. Stuff in their countries. Mm-hmm. That could be. Okay, here we go, guys. I'm about to try this. and Well, hope somebody hit, hit that bottle of hot sauce. Well, it's right here in the fridge. So, if I put it in a second. There's... All this hot sauce talk, I'm getting to use it in my cooking now because I hear about it so much. The part of suggestion, and it does add some flavor yeah, to different suggest- things. Yeah, I bought a Santa Fe Santa Fe flavored trail mix, which is very spicy. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. about two weeks ago, I'm still trying to. <laughs> it's pretty spicy. I'll have a little at a time. I had this candy ginger in a in a sealed airtight thing, and every day I take a handful of it. And that stuff is very burning of your. I know it's good for you. That's why. But yes. that ginger is really, you know, the the real deal. The the uh, not any candy or anything like that. It's it's the real ginger that's cut off the uh, stalks. And uh, I oh, eat a handful of that. Oh, fresh ginger, not the pickled uh, Japanese no. kind that she likes. 
No, I get I get the ginger right at the health food store. It's in bulk. And they have two kinds, a dark kind and a light kind. If you ever buy it, buy the light kind because the dark kind is really strong. And the light kind is really tasty. So I I have that around. That's one of my snacks through the day because i got to have things to get me through. And I want to eat healthy things. Yeah. Yeah. I like like using ginger instead of pepper in my pepper shaker. Yeah, that's a nice idea. Very good idea. Mm -hmm. Very good idea. Gingery instead of peppery. Mm-hmm. And does it yeah, so it's salt, salt and ginger on my counter instead of uh, pepper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think it can go with everything, can it? Mm-hmm. I use Hawaiian red salt and Hawaiian black salt. And uh, that's the only salts I use. I don't use any other salts. I rarely <laughs> use ginger powder, but I make a lot of curries. So oh, curry's good. Very good yeah, curry. Yeah, like All curry. the time. Yeah. Very healthy. Right. Uh-huh. A lot to yeah, because it's got turmeric in it and cumin. Cur- curcumin. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I can Very make good. it fresh here. They grow it fresh here in my county. Well, that's great. That's yeah. Oh, great. you know what I just thought of? I meant to ask, um, have you heard from a- Amy of Oregon lately? Because I know she went down to take care of her mom. And I haven't heard her on any calls. She's usually on the late night calls, but she hasn't been on in a long time. Well, I haven't heard her. Yeah. But I'm not on a lot of calls. You know what I mean? I'm I'm on this late night one when I uh, yeah. get my work Just done. Enough. That's my reward. Yeah. I think she was that regular, was she? Was that? She wasn't that regular on the calls, but she was... On the calls more frequently at some stage. I have a trouble recognizing the accents of a couple of callers. Yeah. Uh, one is Barbara from Boston. One is Sally Ann. They all sound the same to me. Yeah, I'm they horrible. do have very similar. Yeah. They do I, have similar accent. Uh-huh. Yeah. But Sally Ann is a very sweet person. She sounds comparison. it. She's like, yeah. I got time to call. I can't do her voice. I used to be able to, but I, you know, sometimes when I used to listen to Joe's call and our call, I'd just sit around sometimes, not necessarily make fun of people, but just try to emulate their voice. And now I can do <laughs> Kyle's voice, but real well now. I don't want to put him on the spot, you know. I mean, how you doing, guys? This is Kyle. <laughs> like, you know. that, yeah, the way he like says, Ryan. you know, yeah. <laughs> Does it sound like him? This sounds like Ryan to me. <laughs> uh, no, he no. knows that. He knows I do impressions. I'm not making fun of him. He knows that. He said that. He said it sounded exactly like it one day. <laughs> uh, you know, it would be cool if you could, like, can you imitate Trump, maybe? Who? Um, uh, Trumpus. <laughs> I, I still didn't hear it, guys. What, what are you saying? President Trump, can you imitate him? Well, I know, you know, it's going to be huge. I can't, I can't do his voice. It's I would have to be say, huge. It's going to be huge. You fired. You fake news. You fake news. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do him so well. you have to sit there and listen to his news bites and maybe. Yeah, yeah, I can do it. Like 
some of the people I grew up listening to. I mean, I've heard their voice so much, I can emulate it quite well, actually. I've lost there it by no heart. Collusion. There was never a collusion. <laughs> yeah, right. there, you know, there never was. I can't I can't do that voice. I don't know what it is. I know. I know I can't. I'm just... Can you imitate the hair? I understand the hair is something to imitate, too. Sticking yeah, you're up. Fake. <laughs> you're fake news. You're fake news. I can't do it. And I've lost that bottle of hot sauce. Somebody got it or something. I don't know what happened to it. You call did President you, did Trump. Did you put it on your hand and, and try to get the stuff off? Not yet. I, that's what I was about to do, but I came oh, in here I and it's not Oh, I thought you did that already. <laughs> no, I, I was going to, but yeah. All right. It's I probably on your desk behind I'll, you. I'll email you mine down. You know that Louisiana hot sauce is a big bottle, and it was like a dollar fifteen. That stuff uh-huh. is cheap, and that was in the regular grocery store. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, um, I used it around on the car, on the car doorknobs, uh-huh. and on some uh, on the lock of the shed, and I actually used it a little as um, you know insect repellent around a couple of spots in the yard. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so, hey, I'm using this anyway. I used up the whole bottle. Wow. Wow, that's good. For Christmas, we'll send you a case. <laughs> what? <laughs> Keep up the good work. For Christmas, we'll send you a case. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, please don't. No, I don't think I'm <laughs> going to buy another one. I'm going to try some other things. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, you know, I uh, my, my dad, um, he was the character, and... He was a pirate, let me tell you. Uh, he didn't break any laws. He just bent them a little. But um, what happened was he always loved hot sauce. Well, he ended up with bladder cancer. And the oh. the team of doctors told him, "It's Joe, it's because of this hot sauce. that He, he used to be drinking it by the bottle. And oh. so anyway, he ended up with bladder cancer, and it was an incurable terminal bladder cancer. He says to me on the way home from the <laughs> The uh, diagnosis, he says, Lodge, these guys are full of baloney. You just watch me. Well, he planned, instead of planting 300 heads of garlic that year, he planted 600 heads of garlic. And he ate himself 350. And then, of course, we weave the rest and give them as gifts to friends. But um, he ate over a head, not a clove, a head of garlic raw every day. And, of course, you couldn't get near him or the house, nor the house. <laughs> Everybody walking down the street would walk down the other side of the street. It was so bad. But do you know he cured terminal He's in He's in medical books in Cornell University and all. He cured wow. a cancer that had never been cured before with garlic alone, really. I mean, plus, of course, he ate everything out of the garden that he raised and a lot of tomatoes and you know, things like that, fresh soup every day he made. But the big thing was that garlic. So uh-huh. if anybody let it be said, uh, don't eat a lot of hot sauce. You don't want bladder cancer, number one. And the other thing is um, you can cure cancer with garlic. I saw it in my own house. That's very that is good to know, yes. Yeah, it is. Um, and you know what else? Uh, you know Setsa, who's in the chat room a lot, he told me get uh, molasses. And also because I heard from other people that molasses has all kinds of vitamins and minerals in it. Right. And um, it's really a good thing because I looked it up and it does have. And then 
there were some people who cured themselves using molasses and baking soda. I believe that also, but make sure the molasses is without sulfur dioxide. You've got to get it raw. Yes, that's the kind. I don't know. Yeah. I got the unsulfured yeah. kind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I use about, uh, the, the, the like quart bottles. I use about one every other month. See, I use different things for sweetener because um, I have no sugar. So I use molasses. I use pure maple syrup. I go through about a quart of that every three months. I, I use a lot of homemade applesauce for a sweetener, like in uh-huh. cakes and this, you know, cooking and all. I use yeah. everything else. Stevia is the closest I get to sugar, and I make sure that's the raw with nothing added. And that's mm-hmm. an herb, and that's nothing to do with sugar. So if you guys need to have something sweet, use stevia. Yeah. Get used to it. It's a different flavor than regular sugar. Sugar is very, very sweet compared to other sweeteners. Yeah. Um, I like, uh, I tried the molasses in coffee. It tastes pretty good. Yeah, it's good. And if you put a little baking soda in coffee, a half a teaspoon, it is so good for you, people that drink coffee. It's really good for you. Would you put the molasses and the baking soda in the coffee together or separate? Mm -hmm. No, together. Oh. Mm -hmm. Very, very good for you. I have an article I just got uh, yesterday about baking soda, Mm -hmm. and uh, it's it's one of the main things you can use cheaply to pump up your immune system. A lot of people Mm -hmm. can't buy glutathione and axithantin and all the expensive stuff, but they sure can buy a box of baking soda and use a, a half to a teaspoon a day. And the big thing is put it in at least six ounces of water or eight and then sip it slowly. Don't, you know, gulp it down. Okay. And, and, uh, it, it room, helps to uh, alkaline your, your stomach, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's Turn all your blood good. alkaline. It's alkaline. It's ash. all good. Yeah. yeah, it's going to help you to not to get cancer because I tell you, this stuff, this radiation, I mean, we're only going to be able to take so much of it in because it's, I'm waiting for where the next shoe's going to drop with cancer because it, we just have taken in too much radiation as far as I'm concerned. I know. Yeah. And you know what else? Uh, since I got the spectrum analyzer, I've been looking at it every day, not uh-huh. all day long, you know. But when the frequencies are up and I'm shaking and vibrating, I'll look at the spectrum analyzer. I've got readings that have gone up to 21,000 hertz on oh, my body. Yeah. So uh, on the average, like, you know, with the, the Schumann resonance is about 7.8 hertz. Right. Yeah. That's only 8 hertz. And they're putting 15,000, mm-hmm. 18,000, 13,000 mm-hmm. hertz on me oh. every day. Oh my God. And I can feel I the heat of my body and inside my body. I can feel the heat. I can feel myself mm-hmm. glowing. I can feel it. It's not, of course, I have very good, I'm in real good tune with my body. But it's not, you know, it's something people say, oh, radiation, it burns and this kind of thing. Uh, let me tell you, I, I'm, I'm, I'm glowing. If they were to you know, do some kind of test, they would see yeah. my whole inside be glowing. I, I know. Yesterday I was meditating and I said, I'm going to turn into a supernova. Because, you know, <laughs> I'm just going to, like, explode into a beam of light and, like, transmit to the universe. Because this is too much energy for one little body. It's true. Just incredible difference. I can't find that bottle of hot sauce in the world. Are you sure you brought it home, Ryan, from the grocery store? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I had it in the right, you know, up on the he shower. He had it, and he was about to use it. Yeah. Yeah. No, oh, no. Well, well, I mean, not did a minute you ever ago. think that maybe they came and took it? Oh, they probably could. I mean, there's a lot of stuff goes missing in this house. That's what happens. Anytime they see you using something, they watch very closely. They see you using it. Before you know, it is gone. Exactly. No, I Either think you left family. it in the refrigerator when you got your beer. Yeah, yeah I probably got drunk <laughs> and hit it somewhere. You probably put it on the shelf and thought, oh, wait a minute, what am I doing? <laughs> probably using it as shampoo. Yeah, exactly. Just like shampoo, if you leave shampoos yeah. out and you leave lotions out, be prepared to have something put into them, the yeah. polymers directly, because I found that out when I was washing my hair. One day my hair felt like a spaghetti mop. It was yeah. all separated into long... And then I said, this is the same doggone plastic stuff that I get all over my whole damn body. And it was in my hair. But I found out it was in my shampoo. That's how they got it into me. Yeah. they used to. So you've got to protect every little thing. I'm not going into detail, but you people know you've got to protect every little thing. Mm-hmm. Lots of carriers, lots of deliveries, ways of getting it in there. Yeah, exactly. So when you're getting these readings... Uh, do you feel a need to take the reading because you're feeling boiling hot? You well, get... when I do it, it's because, yeah, there's a shaky feeling. Yeah. Like a vibrating, shaking feeling. It's is not me. Uh, it's baby. not my natural state. And is it the whole body shaking or just one part? Uh, like your hand, arm? It depends on how high the reading is, you know really high, I'll feel it all over. Sometimes all over? Yeah. Wow. You see, I used to get it. I don't get it so much now, but occasionally I get that feeling of my arm is electrified. That's the best way of describing it. I can't think of any better way to to, uh, sort of uh, describe it. Uh-huh. That sounds no. like RF to me. That's radio frequency, it sounds like to me. Uh-huh. I try to move and I try to reduce it and sometimes I'm successful. Or I just wait. But- <laughs> they love to heat up my internally my feet. And you know, in the winter time, I had a lot of trouble keeping my feet warm in this climate because, you know, you wear insulation and wool socks and boots and everything else under the sun. So when they started heating my feet, I said, God, this is a godsend. Because now I don't have to wear all this heavy no. weight on me to keep myself warm. They keep me warm. It's it's fantastic. That's what I said, too. It's like, oh, I can turn the heat down because it's warm and you use infrared. That's right. You pay less for your for your uh, heating and cooling. Sure. Yeah, yeah. let them pay for it. That's but right. the thing about it is being exposed to those ener- energies after a while, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Since I can't do anything about them, I might as well right. use them to some advantage. Yeah. I just wear thinner socks and thinner shoes. And and down the you know, Luda, I mm. put the special slippers for myself from Ukraine. And they are fantastic. <laughs> They're sheepskin. Oh, and the sheepskin's it's great. Nice yeah. warm in the winter. Yeah. I'll tell you something. Wear, that, that... Always wool socks. Never yeah. mix. I wear, here I wear alpaca, believe it or not, because we have a lot of alpaca farms. And for me, it's lighter. And it's warmer than wool alpaca is, believe mm-hmm. it or not. I'll tell you yeah, something else. That, that, that they're very comfortable as moccasins. 
And they're oh, good yeah. for grounding. Yeah, they feel great on your feet. Yeah. I live in Native American country. We have three reservations here, so you can get any kind of moccasins you want made by the people, and they are really nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Agree. Of course, now they're charging $300 because the tourists will pay it. Really? Yeah, $300 for a Native, you know, made-by-hand moccasins. Huh. I don't buy those kinds, but... Uh, well, go on Etsy and get them from Ukraine. They would be much cheaper. They make That's right. Sewer. And they're always made with sheepskin. It's funny, yeah. when my Lithuanian yeah, friend came last summer, uh, the fellow wanted, he desperately wanted a pair of moccasins. He says, listen, I want to be the only person a Lithuanian with Native American moccasins walking around this country. <laughs> well, his wife said, oh, Vida, you can't buy that. You can't, it's too expensive, too expensive. So she buys a, a purse that costs $200. I said, come on, if you can buy a purse for 200 he can buy moccasins. So they both went home with what they wanted. He got a belt and moccasins, and she got her purse. They went home happy. But uh, those moccasins, I'll tell you, they got became very expensive now. Yeah, really. Yeah, Probably mm-hmm. the first figured out that people are using it to ground with, and the, the fact that leather blocks out microwave, and some people are attacked on their feet. So. Yeah, yeah, I wear well, I I them that, all the time. I think that people who are, like, getting tired of technology and they want to get back to earth-based mm-hmm. art and cultures, They mm-hmm. the first cool. thing they think of is tribes, you know, how they live mm-hmm. and the the traditions and the, the medicine people and, you know, I think there will be eventually, I don't think it's happening yet, but eventually people are going to be, I want to tear it down and get back to the earth. But I just mm. don't know how long it's going to take for that to happen. Go back and, to natural products. Yeah. And they have soft-soled and hard-soled. Um, I know my, my buddy next door, uh, I, he's he, he's a farmer from way back. He says, oh, my God, I lost my Indian shoes. I call them <laughs> Indian shoes. But um, yeah. he wears the and hard you know, soles the in the winter and the soft product. soles in the summer. Yeah. The, the non-GMO products are getting more and more available. Um, you know, organic products are readily available now, as well, despite the chemtrails and all that. But but still, there's, it used to be a specialty product, and now you can get organics in almost any store. And, um, you know, so there is a trend, but it's just not widespread yet. Yeah, but it's not. coming up. If you look at the ingredients of some things like, say, tomato sauces or sauces for spaghetti, I've noticed that it doesn't take so much now to find a really stuff made with pure ingredients. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Before, I could spend two hours in the store and come out with a few items. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I just read all the contents, and if there is any some partially hydrogenated this or uh, sodium aluminum phosphate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you can't pronounce it, you don't want it. Well, some kind of pyrophosphate. Yeah, pyrophosphate in food. You know, that's like a that's something that helps you light it up from fire. Oh yeah. Well, My daughter was <laughs> components which are purely preservatives, and you know it's probably better to to have some preservative than E. coli infection. 
So uh, I know I, one of my editors been <laughs> sick. She was in the hospital with the romaine lettuce from Arizona. She just wrote to me from New Jersey. She said, "Oh my God, I almost died." I said, "Well, you're going to learn to eat lettuce from Arizona." Yeah, really. <laughs> Get you some E. coli. <laughs> My daughter was vegan for over 25 years. What a hell that was to cook for her. But anyway, uh, what happened was she would even wear vegan shoes, use a vegan purse, everything. Like her shoes were made of tires, um, tires and paper, and uh, there was no leather. Or She wouldn't even use honey because that was made by bees. Um, yeah, she was really a radical. Now she's totally changed her tune. But, Wait, yeah, um, that's the jet setter daughter that flies around the world. That's the jet setter daughter, yeah. yeah. But now she's down. She will eat meat, uh, a very good grade of meat. She'll have a piece of meat, probably four inches square, about once a month. That's the closest she comes to meat. But uh, everything else, she does eat eggs now, and everything is, of course, farm raised, and she makes her own cheese and everything. We taught her a lot. You know, she's she's yeah. healthy. But uh, yeah, that's the jet setter. You got it. Uh, yeah. But yeah. Huh. Now there's That's a picture of her on the website smoking a cigar, so what can I tell you? Yeah. <laughs> Boy, I'll tell you, any woman that can smoke a cigar, man, that's that's, that's I can down, man. I props to you. You can smoke a cigar. <laughs> she she vacationed in Havana, Cuba, and you know they have the best cigars down there, so I'm oh, sure yeah. that's where she picked that up. Yeah. You like I, <laughs> my buddy came over here with one. <laughs> he lit it up and walked in the house looking all cool. Every day he thought he was cool. And he something happened that night. I don't know. I don't know if it's where we were drunk or drinking or whatever. But I woke up the next morning. <laughs> there was cigarette holes burned in my computer speakers, like these nice speakers that are Sony. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so no. I said, okay, well, I'll get you back, buddy. You know what I did? <laughs> When he when he was leaving the next morning, <laughs> I lit a cigar up and like threw it in his back of his uh, back of his vehicle, and it burned a hole through the carpet. <laughs> oh <laughs> man! <laughs> yeah. You guys um, play high stakes. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> oh man! I probably didn't think so. <laughs> Yeah, but he shouldn't have done that to your speakers. That I know, nice. yeah. Well, yeah, turn about fair play, exactly, yeah. You know, because that's like, yeah. well, I guess you could get a new cover, but it won't look the same if you read <laughs> no, it. No, it, like, it, like, it was like a half of a cigar. It looked like a blunt, actually. But, uh, uh, and I left it. I, I just tossed it back there in his back seat and started smoking. And then he called me next. He's like, he's like, that's a dirty trick right there. <laughs> I was like, oh. what, man? You burnt holes through my speaker. But it didn't break a friendship. We finally just laughed it off. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I wouldn't have much sense of humor about that. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, Lydia, your buddy just left a burning cigar laying in your car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Mm. My mother used to call them uh, when people came after they left. She says, "My God, it smells like they were uh, smoking rope." <laughs> yeah, it does. It 
it's oh, it's much more pungent than any type of uh, herb or anything like that. It's those things are strong. It's like the thing about it is, it's like he just walks straight in the house with a burning cigar. It's like how much you root you get, man. I was like, come on, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, these days most people ask first. I mean, is it okay if I can smoke in here, or yeah. should I stay outside with it? You know. Exactly. Well, it's cigarettes, yeah, and much less a damn cigar, you know. Uh-huh. I mean, it's like, damn. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah, so that's kind of rude, I guess, that he didn't ask you first. No, no, not at all. No, I, that that reminded me. Somebody, one, one of you triggered me about that cigar, that burning cigar in the floorboard. That was hilarious, man. That was straight up mm-hmm. hilarious. Mm. Okay, yeah. Let's see what's going on in the chat room. If the chat room's turned into chaos. Well, mm-hmm. lots of guests, lots of callers. Wow. Really? Why is there no more people talking? Does this? I mean, I'm enjoying a hell out of talking to these yeah. girls, but but why is it's no going one else? Well, so far, I mean, but I'm sorry, you know, I'm sorry if anybody felt shy. They should just speak up. Just you, you know, I used to be like this. I used to be shy to get on these calls, and I was like, I figured, you know what? Uh, being shy will get you nowhere in life. You know, it's way too mm-hmm. short to be shy all the time and reserved. Yeah. I mean, you, you people got people harassing you and breaking into your house and poisoning and microwaving you and hitting you while you're trying. You need to be on these calls, like dropping identities of who you think it is or who you know it is. Your neighbors that are doing it to you. Yeah, we've got an entire group. It's one of the OSI Facebook groups that's called TARAC, Track and Report a Community Terrorist. You guys go over there and hit that group up. Mm. Don't let these pieces of garbage... Uh, get in your way, expose them, shame them. We shame them in the group. <clears throat> well, the sad thing is that the shy, timid, so, you know, sensitive ones are the ones that keep beat up so bad exactly. because they don't fight back. They're, they're known to not fight back. That's why they're talking. It's fit and talk, yeah. And military terminology would be called a, a sitting talk. They yeah. don't speak up. I still think some of these guys are going to have to get up a hell of a lot earlier to get, keep up with me. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Right. I mean, they're young whippersnappers, you know. They're in their 30s, 40s. Uh, there's one kid that's 23. Uh, I mean, they they got to go through five shifts before they can. <laughs> this this yeah. not sleeping is not a bad thing. It's good, really, because I, yeah. I wear them out left, right, and center. Okay. Well, they're getting well paid. Yeah, yeah, and I'm laughing a lot and dancing a lot. Now, what can I tell you? Singing a lot too. Lucky was in. I was singing to him tonight. He says, yeah. "Oh my God, if these guys listen to you sing, they'll never want to do what they're doing." I says, "Well, they don't seem to get the picture yet. I guess I have to sing louder." You know, I have a Bose. My uh, friends in college, the guys that I used to, uh, there were five of them lived in a house, and I used to do their ironing and cook them a pot of soup once in a while and things, and I wouldn't take any money. So uh, 14 years ago, they appeared on my doorstep with this huge box, five of them. I said, what in the heck? You know, from all over the country they came. They came with a beautiful Bose $800 system. They said, you've done so much for us. So I've got this Bose, and I tell you, when I blare that thing up, and I mean, my whole apartment vibrates. And I can blow out a candle with it. It does work. So if you don't think this vibration raises hell with their all of their shit, let me tell you, it does. 
So if anybody's got any kind of a good system, blare it as loud as you can, and I'll tell you, you'll feel a lot of relief. Yeah, I've done that. It's called countermeasures. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I've done that. There were times when I had turned up all my stereos on uh, different channels on radio and, and CDs and turned the speakers out to the windows and <laughs> blast out the place. That's right. And then, you know, the, the one woman, the one stalker perp above me, she went to the building manager. She said, I've got to move out of there. She's too noisy. She's making me crazy. Well, she wanted to get at a distance so she could have the community restroom for all these guys where they could go and sleep and eat so she had to get away from me but let me tell you uh, i don't play it loud enough and i play all night too you know when i'm not on these calls of course i can't play it loud but um i don't care you know <laughs> i've got to live somehow you guys yeah. are pushing me into it i'll do it well but yeah because you're living I, i'm in a situation also where my neighbors are close and you don't want to like get too much attention on you at night when, you know, you have 10 o'clock quiet time and stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. But I was living where, where I used to live. I was in a house. There was an acre of land around me. I could turn off the stereo, check with the neighbors, and nobody heard it. So that's where I was doing that, you know, with the well, speakers. Yeah, I have a major, major meeting coming up, and after it's over, I can't say anything before. I think it's going to be very, very interesting. I have a couple of uh, well-known TIs who will be my advocates via phone, via conference call, and I have three of the administration, the staff, that I'm battling. And I think it's going to be very momentous. I think it's going to mean a lot. Um, But I'm going to do it because I'm tired of being harassed. I'm tired of being discriminated against. And I have my rights, too. And, boy, don't mess with HUD because the first page on their website is there will be no discrimination against anybody in any of their housing. Well, and then if you look at the definition of harassment, right on the same page it says any of this can qualify for a court lawsuit. So I'm loaded for bear right now. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Everything they do qualifies for a lawsuit. What are they trying to do to you, Luda? Um, trying to evict me. <laughs> How else can I say it? Uh, the perps have, have made so much scuttlebutt and lied so much to the administration that has believed them over me, That uh, and I have the facts to prove they're wrong, so they're trying to evict me on the basis of um, saying that they catch me sleeping uh, in different parts of the building, which they don't. But, I mean, if I'm sitting there knitting and singing, I'm written up for sleeping. This is how bad it is. So, I'm, you know, they didn't think that I would fight this thing, but I'm fighting it hook, line, and sinker. Heads are going to roll. I'm, I may live in a real nice mansion. You all can come and visit me and stay as long as you want. Yeah. When I get to this like one, it's falling asleep. Somewhere uh, on the seat in the common areas. Yeah, in the common oh, areas and all, but I don't sleep, Lydia, so this is all such a joke. I yeah, don't sleep I don't. at night, you know, and they only report me at 2, 3 in the morning, they write it up. So it's all very common. Oh, and another one, another guy said, one of the caretakers said, oh, yeah, I saw a light under the uh, bathroom, lobby bathroom, and I know she was sleeping in there. And the funny part of it is, I don't even know where the light switches are. I don't turn on lights. I don't use lights. 
Uh-huh. So, I mean, I catch them in their lies, left, right, and center yeah. all the time. Yeah. So, anyway, that's that's some of that's half of it. Yeah. Yeah. But I I don't mind it. This is this is good for me because I haven't done any of this in a while. It's very challenging to the mind. I want to keep my mind sharp. So, yeah. it's it's good and after I tell you who's on my team and who's going to be there, uh you'll see why uh <laughs> they're flying too because um you know, I I and I'm not fighting this as a TI. I'm not mentioning that in any way. Mm-hmm. I'm because they they can automatically say, oh, you're going to bother everybody else. We're going to get rid of you and get you out of here. That's what they've told me before. So I don't mention it to anybody. But no, I what they'll I, do, they'll try to sign, get a petition going to get you removed from the premises. That's what they do. That I've, yeah, I've talked to several people. That's what they do sometimes, and they do it. They're so cowardly. They do it behind your back. So yeah, well, they they can't do anything really because I know the law. And yeah. uh, I know it better than they do, quite frankly. So, uh, and I've got too many people on my team that are very smart in this community. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm, I've got all my notes. I've got, I'm mean, be there with my talking ca- computer, my braille writer, my hundred pages of braille notes, uh, recordings, and I'm, I'm ready to go. You know, what, Luda, I know. You know, I don't think that you're in any way handicapped, but they do have laws for handicapped people that you could say if you wanted to that I know discrimination. And the other thing is I have a document from my eye doctor that states anytime she wants to close her eyes and whatever she wants to do with her eyes because of her photosensitivity and the lack of cells in her retinas, she has to, in lieu of having severe, severe, sharp headaches because I have no cells in my eyes to work as filters for light. I can wear black glasses and have severe headaches. So uh, I've got the statement of the doctor, and uh, you you can't argue with that, let me tell you. Uh And you've got it in writing, right? I sure do, yeah. Yeah, and it could be said that there is a discrimination against you for that. Oh, there is. There's tremendous discrimination because there's another blind guy and he sleeps in the lobby and the couch. He waits for the mail for six hours a day. Nobody can sit on the couch um, and wait huh. for a ride or anything else. And nobody ever says a word to him, and he snores. <laughs> <laughs> They're coming after me? Are you kidding? He's <laughs> snoring if you have time, you know? <laughs> See, if That's I was funny. a dummy and I was a person that was living off the dole and didn't care to work or do anything with my life, they wouldn't touch me. But because I'm intelligent, they don't like intelligent people in the uh, system. Yeah, definitely not. Right. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I'm smarter than you people or anything else, but I'm sure a hell of a lot smarter than everybody in this building. I mean, this is, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. Because the, that's why these people are here. Um, yeah. if, you know what I mean? And <laughs> See, I, I have a problem because I don't drive, so I have to live in a location where... I can get either volunteer services or catch a bus, or I've got paratransit where I can take a a little mini bus for four dollars each way anywhere in the county. I've got to really worry about how I'm going to survive, especially since my daughter has no participation in my life, and I'm independent enough, and I know the systems from my background in social work and counseling and everything, and so I know how to survive. But I had to find a place where I could survive, and then I luckily came across Lucky next door 
who loves to drive, and we're out every day. So I get all my shopping done with him and uh-huh. uh, pay my bills, and he takes me to doctor appointments and this kind of thing. Uh-huh. So it works out, yeah. But it's just, um, you know, it's it's the type of thing where I could just say, oh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fight it. Oh, yes, I am. Because right. if I don't, here. it's it's not gonna, it's not gonna be any better for the person that follows me. So I don't think that's good. And uh, I, we've got to pave the way and make this place a better earth when we leave it. Yeah, it's too bad, but they, in, in the long run, they're making us stronger. Because right, exactly. Because we know that if we don't We're, defend ourselves, they're going to just make it worse. So yeah. we have to. We just have to set right. limits and push back and let them know that we're not going to take so much. That's right. You've got it. You've got it. And, you know, <laughs> we've, we've got a place where there's a lot of dogs. You, we have about 10 dogs in this building and about 10 power chairs. And, I mean, I've nearly gotten killed by power chairs because people don't know how to drive those things. And they're <laughs> dangerous. They're a weapon. I mean, if they hit you coming, you're walking forward, and they hit you coming at you, they can knock you over, bang your head, and you're dead. So, And then we've got these dogs that, you know, are peeing all over the carpets, all over the elevators, everything else. But that's Okay. But, Luda, if you close your eyes, you're going to prison for the rest of your life. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's what I'm telling you. That doesn't sound right. No, it's all crazy. It's very crazy what goes on in this world. Yeah, and, I, you know, my last, my last thing is if you people don't agree with me and you don't play my game my way, I just call up, I'll pick up Channel 4 and I'll give them a call. And we can be covered uh-huh. people link on the television tonight. How would you like that, guys? <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Bunch of That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Exposure, 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 exposure. Yeah, exactly. Maybe you should start with that and then see if you want to have a little case. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. But we do have every uh, one because of our local. If you get. Hey, wait a minute. If you can get a local station to document that for you professionally, uh-huh. then you can use that later. Yeah, very good idea, Sue, because they always like this human angle story. Yeah. If they can get shots it's, it's of, of the dogs peeing in the elevator and all that stuff. <laughs> I live in the most, uh, yeah. it's a multi-billion dollar nonprofit. There's 18 buildings of seniors. 62 and over, and this is the smallest part of their whole enterprising. So, I mean, they don't want any publicity. The minute I send, I just send over 100 pages to the CEO over this whole thing. I mean, that's the last thing they want is to be bothered by me. So, <laughs> let me tell yeah. you. <laughs> right, now, now, wait a minute. Don't Don't stop with the... Yeah, and then you've got the chemicals. You need to get them to get a whiff of that of those chemicals, right, and maybe get uh, some samples taken and have them analyzed so they can add that to the story. Well, that I can't, I'm not going to touch that that at all now. I'm not going into any of that because, like no, I say, I just want to win this on the basis of a common citizen, uh, that I have nothing else different in my life. I don't want them to... Um, well, you don't have to say it's targeting, but you can say these there are industrial chemicals in this building that are using being used inappropriately, and you don't have to say anything about targeting. 
that's the only thing. It's a good idea. The the word industrial sounds good. Industrial chemicals. That's yeah, what it that is. sounds good. Yeah. Well, I had the I had the maintenance tech in here. I said, "What does that smell like?" He said, "Benzene." Mm-hmm. I said, "Well, I told you that to begin with." Then I hauled him in another day. I said, "What does that smell like?" He said, "Chloroform." I said, "Yeah, it's chloroform." Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got it all here. Yeah, guys, I appreciate the good music. It sounds like a good song in the background, but if you turn it off while people are trying to talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it may be good measure to take prior to all this meeting to already contact the radio station yes. or television station. TV, yeah. It was prudent to do it beforehand. That's right. Well, like I say, I'm I'm working with two other prominent, prominent, prominent TIs, and uh, they are my advocates, and they will be there. And I told them, I, I this is the first meeting. If there's any to follow, then we will have all the publicity. But I want to see what their initial, I want to see what they're even thinking about to even deal with me at this yeah, level. I can't understand that they think they can even win this. But, Luda, people play dirty, you know that. I know that, yeah. So it may not be initial meeting. It would be a meeting to dish out something to you. Like, uh, um, I don't know, a quit notice or something of that nature. Uh. But yeah, I, but like I say, I don't want to push them too far because they can find some way to evict me, one way or the other. Right. They can find but something. You, have, uh, you know, however good TIs are, they're still TIs. They're individuals. But if you right, have, but they're going. They're standing up as plain advocates. Nothing to do with TI. Right. Okay, but they're still individuals. That's right. You know, they, I'm glad they are. They're, not, uh, they're free thinkers, let me tell you, free thinkers. But if you had a threat of radio station running a program, if you could say to them, look, I've already contacted the radio station, they would be doing a program on this shortly. Yeah, I can't do that, uh, Lydia, I can't do that here. Because I know my limits and I know what I can do and what I can't do. And I can't do that. And like I say, I found it took me two years to find this place, and I visited 18 places, and I wouldn't live in any one of them beside this place. So I don't want to jeopardize this in any way. Thank you, jeopardizing it more that way, putting it on a nice edge. Well, let's see what happens during the first meeting. They can be it can be solved very quickly in 15 minutes if they just live life my way. That's all I'm asking. And I've got reasons why they have to. Well, you know, no, I agree with you guys. Yeah, this has been an interesting time. conversation, actually. But, but I'll tell you what, guys, they're, they're literally working. My Air Force perpetrators are literally working you guys over with the neural influencing. Tonight it's like, yeah, it's, it's like on my end. Like any anybody else, it would sound like a normal conversation on my end. It's like negative NLP anchors and chaining, all subliminal, <laughs> yeah, all wrapped into one. It's like, oh, I pity the here. way you have to live, Ryan. That's a terrible way to have to live. Uh, yeah, well, 
yeah, but I, you know, I, I you, you notice I don't usually respond to it. Sometimes you'll hear me say yeah or nay or something. That's me responding out loud, thinking verbally, to, and you know, in reference to something that they uh, just manipulated you guys into relaying. But yeah, neuro, that's neuro linguistic. Uh, absolutely, I've studied NLP. Yeah, I like the back of my hand. I should be a, uh, a NLP guru, actually. You I don't be like, an agent. Yeah, well, I, I, I mean, I don't like to use it on people, but yeah, <laughs> it sounded a little bit about it. Yeah, you, we, you become NLP through all of this targeting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but of course they use it in a destructive, forceful manner, though. It can be used in good to rid phobias, et cetera, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, neuro-linguistic programming. Yeah. But, you know, I, I, when I hear you guys doing I'll just like, I'll either laugh with you or I'll uh, I'll just, I'll wait. What I'm doing right now is it's, since it's been attacking me so hard with you guys on the phone, what I'm doing is I'm using the old boxer trick. You know how the boxer, when he's wanting, he, 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 he just, Sets back, kind of dances around, and lets the punches slide towards him, and and ever end at the end when the opponent's exhausted himself, you know, with so much full frontal attack, he'll just unload at him on the end. So that's kind of what I'm doing here. I'm, I'm kind of calculate what I should expose into response to all that because it's it's really not the that it bothers me; it's the intent that, to bother me is what bothers me. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'll probably just uh, unload on these Air Force perpetrators in a little bit if y'all want to stick around and listen to it. So. Are, do you think they're close to you or are they at a distance? Oh, yeah, well, they're, they're remote, yeah. They are remote. they? Yeah, Yeah. well, yeah. they've got, they. You know, well, I shouldn't say much, but uh, I know who's who around here as well. And, you know, I, I won't say any more because I don't want to tell the enemy what we're doing, you know. So. Yeah, they understand, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I even have to worry about scheduling a shower anymore. I mean, I can't take a shower when anybody's on duty. Right. You know, in my immediate building, I can't do it. I cannot do it. Because now, that's a they, horrible way to have to live now. Yeah, and then yeah. when I do take a shower, I have uh, four gallons of water on the stove and pots to finally rinse myself off and scrub the last time. And i got to do this within five or six minutes. Because yeah. once they catch wind of it, then they're all there, you know, shooting at me and right. trying to kill me. So <laughs> this is one hell of a way to live, let me tell yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, that's why I like to be out in the wilderness. It's so much mm-hmm. better, you know. Yeah. City living is tough. City living is tough. Yeah, you yeah. really rule down there, aren't you, Luda? Pardon? When you when you go into wilderness, it's real wilderness. Oh yes, it is. Uh, yes. Not many, not well, many towers or. Yeah, Lucky and I said if if we get evicted from here, then we're going to go build a cabin in the woods and live happily ever after, away from the whole world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. There's a lot of places to no, do it here because there's towers. a lot of wilderness. You know, yeah. I have a cannon here. Yes. Uh, some years back. I could turn into that canyon and feel quite good there. Nothing zapping me, no ringing in the ears. Mm-hmm. But it was a long time ago. Now I go there. 
doesn't make any damn difference because they built the tower. And that tower burned down and in the fire, and they rebuilt it. So I'm back to square one. And it yeah. doesn't help anymore to be in the wildness. They we don't do. have a lot of towers around here. It's We just don't because it's... I mean, there's not even road lights in the roads at night or anything because it's it's just too wilderness. Yeah. No, that night is here. You know, I'm really remote, remote. Yeah. But yeah. nevertheless, it doesn't help because they managed to expand all the radiation. Yeah, well, the guest said here in the chat room, I think Patrick, it was Patrick that said it. He said all the color schemes for clothes, vehicles, and other items are great in NLP anchors. Yeah, they are, but what happens is it, you know, it overwhelms the victim at first when they, when you know, when they, that's how it starts. They start with the repetitious vehicular harassment tactic. God, that's all I miss. Darn. Well, well, it does. It kind of overwhelms you because you don't realize what's going on. And, you know, personally, I thought the mafia put a hit on me at first, but turns out that's not true. And I thought they were toying with me. You know, that uh, I thought it was the mafia. Somebody here locally is in the mafia or something. I don't think I really had that. Oh, and I never mean, saw any part of it to begin with, so they don't waste their money on it for me. Oh, you mean the vehicular harassment? And all that I don't see anything. No, I can't wow. see. Wow. Oh, oh, no, I don't well, have any yeah. of that. Yeah. Well, I don't have I mean, any of under, the people in the stores. or any, I don't have any of that stuff because I, if you don't see it, why waste the money? Right, yeah. Uh, and I'm quite immune to that. So they don't, anyway, they can't do that. I'm a lot at home, so I don't think, uh, you know, I can travel 30 miles to the nearest town. And right. 30 miles back. And yeah. I don't have any vehicles on my tail. Wow. It's how remote it is. Exactly, yeah. It is so, uh, all my targeting is remote. And now my husband is getting hit. He's getting, oh, let's put it that way. He's getting hit more frequently. Well, what they're doing is with all the NLP and the anchors and the chaining, and of course, chaining is an advanced form of anchoring. And, you know, it's. Well, I I keep on thinking that they are making a mis that there there is a misfire or or it's meant for me but it's hitting him, you know. It because could be. No, I It's very unpredictable when he gets hit. Well, what what they want to do with the NLP? What the what they ask programs to literally. Utilize negative anchors. That's what I call them. Is negative anchors. What they do is the AI cycles through your memory and it finds something that it thinks either embarrasses you or makes you feel uncomfortable. And what it does is it manipulates these people on the calls to mention that to you subliminally, so nobody else recognizes it. That's why you hear so many people saying, oh, "There's perps on this call, perping me and stuff." Yeah, well, there is, but they they're probably unwitting. And it's the AI manipulating them into doing that. Yeah, but I, I don't don't respond to that. I'm, I'm right. too, uh, yeah. immune to that, let's put it that way. Oh, yeah. yeah you get so, jaded to so it. A lot yeah. of stuff they do makes me laugh. I'm, I'm lucky that I've got the husband who, you know, fully understands and knows what's going on. Right. We together. Right. So they, yeah. they have very little opportunity to get at me uh, sort of emotionally. Yeah, I get you. 
They only can get at me by causing uh, physical damage to the property. That's what they do. Yeah, good night, Miss Leah. Yeah, it's always good to see you in here. I'd like to hear you on the phone more, actually. Uh, yeah, you. good night and sleep tight. There's still quite a few people on here. that I, I noticed that every morning, like anywhere from 3 to 5, it will boot everyone out of the chat simultaneously, and it just did that a couple minutes ago. Okay. Yeah, it, it simultaneously boots a bunch of the chatters out of the chat room. I, I'm not sure if that's something with TalkShoe or something my Air Force perps are doing, or it could be somebody else's perps doing it. I don't know. Yeah, it just boots a bunch of people. I'll be sitting here looking at the chat, talking to you guys, and there goes like 10 people out of the chat all at the same time. Yeah, it's, it's wild. not sure what that is, but... Yeah, California, did you just call in with the moderator access code? Uh, you don't need to do that. I mean, I'll pretty much unmute anybody around here unless it's, uh, well, we all know who those people are. But, uh, yeah, you didn't have to. I heard it because when you called in, it said you were unmuted very loudly. Either you was on speakerphone or it does that when somebody calls in with the moderator hack code. Hi, this is Chloe, and no, I did not uh use any sort of moderator access code. I don't okay. even know what your access code is. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, nice it wasn't try. you, Chloe. It was don't the be, other California. Don't be excusing me. It, yeah, it was the other annoying, California. Okay? It's the one right above you. Yeah, it wasn't you. But, I mean, you're welcome to call in here and bust my balls. I mean, you usually do, but, I mean, you're, you're welcome to do so. I figured you would. Oh, anyway... Guess twenty nine. There, uh, yeah, of course they're cowards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'll call you on that, Ryan. Yeah, uh, chaining now. Now you you talk about chaining and uh, remote neural uh, programming. <laughs> yeah, man. Is it not? Is it chaining? What's chaining? Well, chaining is taking uh, multiple stimuli and mixing them together. To perform, you know, it makes a powerful. It's supposed to make a powerful anchor, but actually, it just pisses people off. You know, again, it's not the the the, the stimuli. What, 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 what's the anchor about? I mean, what's the point of the anchor? Well, the point the, the anchor is to try to keep your mind control. I mean, that's why they do that. It's it's you know, it's what right. two talks about. It's the censorship. You know, so when, I, I, when I, I'm pretty sure they want you dead. You know, I don't. They're not given lethal weapons, but I would think the end product is your death. I don't get. Well, to, see, you know, in my case, you know, if I die, that'd just be a byproduct for them. You know, of course, they wouldn't have any, anyone around to make money off of again, and that so-called study. <laughs> they, all their studying's been been done years ago. They're way done with their. Uh, no, they. I would think they get it. There's a jackpot, you know, exactly. for your gas. I would. Yeah. That it's just that the 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 people that give them these devices and weapons um, don't want them to turn it on them or have some chain of, uh, you know, whether it's custody or chain of uh, what do you call that uh, in a conspiracy? Uh, yeah, uh, the entire thing is a real conspiracy. Themselves. 
not a theory. It's actual conspiracy. Right. And conspiracies, I mean, there's nobody more uh, uh, experienced with conspiracies than law enforcement, you know? It's an everyday thing for them, a conspiracy. Yeah, it's RICO. Exactly, Kyle, man. Uh, Crime, a crime conspiracy by a bunch of different people. You know, on each of us, there's probably, you know, at least 100 people, you know, who could be... uh, arrested and jailed for Rico. But then the the actual torturers are doing treasonous acts, you know. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like they could be that, well, it's more like atrocity and genocide because at the upper level because these people are mass murderers, they really are. It's the the amount of the people that kid, you know, murdered is just That's why they need to be stopped. These people yeah, right here need to be hundreds stopped. of millions, I'm sure. Yeah. If you take these organizations like the FBI, you know, and you add them up, you know, add up all their, all of it that they're involved in, it's, it's got to be in the hundreds of millions. Yeah, I was just thinking for for each person, you know, how many people each do we have, you know, working on us? But I guess that gets complicated because you have people who are assigned a certain area, you know, to harass targeted individuals, so they're you know, working on a bunch of different people in one area. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah, they, they can't believe this guy. You know, I, I keep putting up a wall above the, his garage so it won't, you know, he put, and so he the, the tree trimmers, I mean, these guys look like they're from, you know, Hell's Army, you know, not one of them, you know, I mean, they are paranoid and, you know, fierce. And, you know, they're up in this tree for, you know, a couple hours for removing, you know, they they needed to remove some branches so they could. And then they put this big power box at the bottom of the tree. I mean, it's so blatant, you know, and ping, you know, you, the me, my tri-field just, you know, it, the uh, microwave went, you know, it's not much, but it's, and then, then there's a little bullet thing, you know. And uh, you know my, I don't know. I mean, this guy is bold. This this uh, Dennis uh, 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 Macy, you know, Mac. Wiley Sue. Dennis, no, Dennis Massey. You know, his, his kid's seven four. You know, he tried to burn. You know, kill me with some box. You know, when I was first catching on to this. You know, and started getting my meters and recording the the attacks. Portable day weapon. Huh? Portable directed energy weapons. Yeah, he had a. They they sent him out with a box. He hadn't showed. You know, he's studying law at Loyola. He was at Loyola or some or Pepperdine or whatever. But you know, um, I mean, these guys eat raw meat for you know breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You know? Ooh, literally? Are you saying that literally? No, no. They, oh, you know, yeah. I don't know what they eat, but they they you know they're about you know they're they're big. You know, military but, type, like. Oh fuck! You know, five thirty in the morning, they're they're gone. You know who? You know, probably who are we gonna kill today? You know, how are we gonna run our operation? Oh, that, that they're paramilitary grade. They're sending them in there to to try to intimidate you. Is it the military thing? No, yeah. it's just the same guy. Just all his tricks, poisons. Got to Derek, I guess, and uh, you know. 
makes everybody into their chain of murderers, you know. So this is uh, standard procedure, you know. Yeah, it's military. You betcha it is. Yeah, but it's criminal elements and rogue elements. It's like, uh, yeah, yeah. What was I going to say? Uh, yeah, they're, they're they're pushing the whole heroin agenda because the more people they burn, the more people are going to turn to heroin. Yeah, well, that's one way of looking at it. Yeah, you sounded kind of surprised when I said that. I mean, is that some of your perps have been harassing you with something about chains or something? Are you showing? No, no. I you're saying anchoring. What are you? What are we anchoring? Are we trying to create a, a cult of personality to gain followers? So uh, then, then somebody you know gets to our, you know, doesn't like the way we present things, you know, because. Uh, you know, we're the killer, you know, we're the poisoners here, you know, that's our job to go, you know, there's a hard-to-kill man, we're going to go kill him. Yeah, but what he means by anchoring is like, you know, color campaigns and stuff like that, they'll run them in front of you, and then you get... Yeah, I'm sure they buy buy fleets, but you see perps in it, I've never seen a pattern to, uh, you know, the black, yeah, there's something to do with the black smoked out... uh, well, they they tried color a color campaign on me, but I I didn't notice the colors. But one thing that I do notice and pay attention to is the one light vehicles. So they yeah. keep that going. But since I didn't notice color, they tried the color campaign on me. But I was like, ah, that could be anything. Anybody could wear a red shirt. Or, you know, there's right. so many different because colors. There's so. only so many colors. And so they didn't you add them up. You add all the cars up. You add all the, you know, and, and it'll probably break down just. How many white cars are sold? How many red cars are sold? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but they, that, they, that. I, I think that's by design, also. And what they do is they just they direct the the swarms of white color co- coordinated vehicles over into your area just to piss you off to harass you. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And they just need to and they just need to push. You know, they don't need to do it all the time. I mean, Once the they black push ones it, with the closed windows, it, you know, you're I mean, it everywhere, even if there. it's not. Um, do you well, know they, the white car is the most popular car? Oh yeah, they, yeah, it is, Lydia, and they do that. They, they do that to try to. You don't need air that. conditioning as much, and it reflects yeah. light, you know, because they they sell in the southern areas. Well, what they do is they exploit the advantage that the white colors is the most, you know, prevalent. Well, silver is light. actually the the coolest they, if you want to reflect light. Yeah. Perhaps they're just happy with us discussing colors of the car. Perhaps that's good enough for them. Oh, I've got they're probably the best footage yeah, of color coordinated vehicle or harassment. If you're not catching the, the they can't do it without none of this works unless your houses and the cars been poisoned or you're getting burnt. Because how can you anchor if you're not paranoid? How do you get paranoid? You have to get paranoid with poison. You have to get paranoid with the uh, the energy weapons. Well, you don't well, have to get paranoid. You you can get wary. Hyper vigilant. Be shocked into it. It's called being hyper vigilant. And the thing, you know, they yeah. they don't yeah. really go after you until there is major poison, or there is, you know, they got some heavy sonics on your door for well, a long time because it doesn't work. 
Yeah, my attackers wait to um, much more damage by the directed energy weapons to up the gang stalking. Because what they want to do is they want to uh, really parallel this looking like mental illness. So if you're like, man, my targeting is through the roof and I'm getting vehicularly stalked and gang stalked more, people will be like, oh, well, that's mental illness. You know, people who aren't, who don't know about this. They could be having a different uh, agenda with different TIs. They might just want to put TI into the streets. They might want to get them totally... But the, the way to do that is to discredit them and make them look yeah. crazy. Well, so, I mean, that's, way, it's, it's pretty it's much... Also I, I, I mean, I think every TI, the, the, the protocol is make them discredit them and make them look crazy. No matter what they're doing or what their protocol is, I think that's for all of us. Well, that's, that's across the board, you know, make them look crazy. With some TIs, it is difficult. It would have been extremely difficult, and still would be, to, to discredit me, you know, because I'm pretty careful. And uh, there are different programs for different TIs. Exactly. Yeah, it's not all the same for everybody. It is all the same. But across the board, making us look crazy is is oh yeah, that's across the board. But they use different approach if they know that this editing is not going to work. So they would do something else. But you know what they do to me? Because discrediting me didn't work. I I was making videos and, and stuff like that, and talking to people, and very intelligently explaining this. But what they do is they just murder the shit out of me. Yeah. They just go from my head and microwave my head until until I can look crazy in front of people. Because that seems to be a good option. With yeah, just murder us. Yeah, when you like murder somebody, they're going to look crazy. Yeah, know? that's what they're doing here. Now, I, I kept blocking it with the fencing, and it's 35 feet up in this pine tree now with these demon bastards put up there. With the power box right in plain sight. They right are, in plain man. sight. They there's are. a there's a YouTube video of a guy with one of those black boxes. Now it's smaller. It's like I guess what, four inches by six inches or something like that. And he makes a YouTube video and he was like, Yeah, there were some people drumming underneath us and they were being too loud, so I took this little box and it emits a low a low frequency that makes people like anxious or blah blah blah. Oh, I and so see. I just it on YouTube. I mean, he's explaining how he used this a uh, little black box to get his neighbors to move out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Sonic nausea. Yeah. Well, it's it's not just some well, it's, it does do that, but I think some of them uh can mess with your mood. Like it can yeah, make you real depressed absolutely. and stuff like well, that. Well, these little, these have bullets. These are bullets, you know that, you know, some kind of pulse gun. Are you sure you're not getting G5 installed up on that pole? No, there's not. No, there's the nearest cell tower is over a mile away. Yeah, but you know they they uh, bringing in G5, so they putting it quietly yeah. in. No matter what what has been decided by no a, no these are these oh, are terrorists these are full blown killers hired killers like I said they brought the whole nine eleven thing the payment oh no don't bring nine eleven let's concentrate on one thing you're saying you but I mean the payment the people it's a it's a 
it's a banking program running around. Nine eleven is how they're doing this, though. If nine yeah. eleven wouldn't have happened, they could not be getting away with this. Right. Nine eleven created the. It's concentrate on little aspects of it, and yeah. uh, they're doing a lot of stuff which uh, Constitution doesn't allow or, or shouldn't allow, but it's not enforced. Even without the Constitution, murder is illegal. You know? Yeah. So, exactly. in every country, right? Not if they've yeah. discredited and they have the psychiatry right in place to to take care of all that. Well, if it, well okay, let's think about it. Somebody because, shoots somebody with a gun. Because otherwise they would have like a jobs program or uh, some kind of program. See, the break apart of the family was everything. You know, they you know they got TV dinners. Everybody eats separately and. Okay, and uh, break down by the- by break and t- they did it with the Sonics with these with these you know and with you know contaminating the food supply you know and social yeah. structure. You're, I mean, he's divide and conquer is a big part of this because people yeah, pe- yeah people's communities used to be very close and this could never happen because people would know each other very well. But now we live in a society where we're in our little boxes. Yeah. Everybody's in their little niche reality, in yeah. their different reality. People to buy iPhones, play computer games, right. to stay exactly. at- yeah. I would like to okay. give an, an example of what anchoring really is. Uh, I don't think some people in here get what it is. It would be like uh, if I had a pen and a grieve. I, you know, I walked past you one day and I didn't smile, didn't do anything. I just walked by and started clicking my pen, right, and gave you just the disgusting look, just clicking my pen, gave you the heinous look, okay? Well, then later on that day, there's three more people that walked by, and they're all clicking pens, and you're wondering, like, hmm, at that point, was this, a, this, this is just a coincidence, right? But the next day, it keeps happening over and over and over for weeks <laughs> until it turns <laughs> into yeah, a pattern, and now... It. Your your state of mind, where you seen me with that dirty look, and I was clicking the pen. Now everybody's doing that with you, and it's got your, uh, you know, gets you excited, gets you harassed. It's harassing you. Now your mind has been anchored. That bad feeling that you experienced, that look I gave you on the first day, and all of the overwhelming of everybody clicking their pens every time they see you. That's right. Your That's your mind true. your mind becomes anchored to that pen, the fear. Yeah. yeah. We know that they do it. So we are more armed against it. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. We should absolutely. Uh, not even repeat what they do. We should give them equally yeah. dirty look and perhaps pull our own pen and start yeah. that yeah. yeah, it's something that's passed on, too, that I've heard. If, say, um, you know, they do that with monkeys, um, they... If you turn electricity on and, and you know you anchor something and then it's passed on to the next generation that anchor yeah. exactly man esoterically usually by the way anchored yeah passed down esoterically but but the you know what they're using to take people down you know poison and energy weapon is uh, well, that's is overwhelming so that's serious stuff and that's what we should be fighting mostly or shielding ourselves against. Yeah, yeah, it's time to start speaking. So let's not, you know, go into cars, colors. I mean, I had 21 years of it. And for the first 10 years, they were substituting my lighters 
So if I use the blue light, they, I like the red light. So if I use the red light, they would substitute it for a blue light. So exactly, yeah, exactly. House. They but do. It couldn't they really get do. me, you know, and the, I, I used to have stock of lighters as well. So they would change the colors on these lighters. <laughs> so yeah, they did that stuff. They the really only did. clue relevant was the fact that they've been to the house and they did it. They right. ever get me colored, uh, color uh, sensitized at all. But I like red, and I always liked red. So me too. The thing what they, they must have liked the color yellow, that sunny yellow color, because all the nice things which I had, you know, in the way of clothes, bedding or whatever, uh, tableware, they would steal it of that color. And it must have been a particular pub who has been very keen on on items in that color. Yeah, uh, you know, if you I ask me, it's silly. It's as color. childish, silly as you can get. But then again, it's NLP, and then they're using it. They think they know what they're doing with it, but really, they're getting caught with it. These these people are dead caught. They're even talking. You know, we shouldn't be talking about them. We should be talking how to the hell exactly. get rid of them. How to yeah. get them running? Yeah, that's that's. The well, thing. the government when they when they want to, you know, get revenueous, they they send out a notice, you know, and uh, you got, you know, say there's a court notice or pay this by or show up in court, you know, and it goes away. And that's, you know, and government's basically, you know, uh, corporate fiction. You know, they, they've set themselves up so they can't be harmed, you know, so the top guy can't get uh, nailed, you know, who makes well, a higher decision. Now, isn't it, with the politics, if you look at FBI, what this array is in. Let's hope the same thing happens with CIA, but it's much harder. Oh, God, they have just taken over, and there's so much money and technology that they have. And they, they're, I mean, all they have to do is say national security and terrorism. I mean, but the the thing that I think is good for us is that I think people know about this now. They at least know that we're all being surveilled, you know. So um, now it's just people being brave enough to know about what the hell is going around, what is going no. on. I don't think people accept chemtrails on a wide scale yet well it's happening yeah but yeah, you don't I mean, have yeah, to control right. the, if you control the media you know it would take like now you know it used to be 80 percent of the people if you got 80 percent of the people you could get some media attention now it's probably oh, no, like 95 percent. you would never i mean even because there's two poisonings in all of America that I've seen on the papers that, you know, have been put in. And I go to the swap meet, and I see the same poison coming out of these, you know, where people bid on these uh, storage y- yards, these storage units. Yeah. So they're killing people right and left, and and, and I can't. Hold on, hold on. You know, on. the sheriff, when, 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 when I caught Derek red-handed pouring poison, Tell me he about calls the sheriff. They go, well, we okay. can't afford. We can't was it afford. A big, yeah. Was it a big I, jug I, that said poison on it? <laughs> no, he had. No, he was wait, using wait, wait, these grave, generic grave, grave. bottles. Wait a minute, man. Wait, wait, man. 
He now I, I, I would never say anything, but he did ask me personally to stop you from me mentioning his name when he's ever when you're dialed in. He said if you want to, you know, I think he said something. If you want to get on the well, call, well, I'm not mentioning him. him. I'm just mentioning a, a a man named Derek that that stayed okay. here. Okay. I'm not mentioning you know him. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah, but I promised him I, I make. Well, you that's that. too bad. He he was engaged in it, and uh, you know he he had a system. So You're making exactly the same accusations as before. Right. We'll call well, him white well, rabbit. If the woman. accusations, if the shoe fits, white rabbit woman. If the shoe fits. No, nah, man. He he did. He messaged me personally there during this call. And he's like, "Would you please?" I I I, I can't believe you people would listen to him. My God, I'm. I God. wasn't there. I don't know what happened. So uh, you guys are friends. Man, so. I mean, my God. You don't. I believe it happened. I believe. Yeah, I believe somebody did it. Yeah, I don't know who did it though. Man. I don't know. Yeah, I believe somebody was poisoning you, but maybe they were making you think. I mean, there's was twenty doing... or thirty gallons. Uh, one drop would probably kill a normal person. You don't know what went on here. This no, man is don't. a professional. Man, he's he... been li- misleading everybody all this time. Well, but unfortunately, we cannot take your word for it. You have to have witnesses, evidence. Well, there's uh, uh, Catherine von Meister knows all about it. Well, then bring her on the call and. Oh, well, she uh, she just. <laughs> <laughs> Good God! And and I'll I wouldn't mention another name, but uh, you know. And they and they went after Linda, so Linda doesn't have now. Linda is being for setting herself on fire. She's she, she went to prison. Went to jail. Oh, she did, Kyle. Yeah, she. They put her in jail. Oh, I that's thought she good. was in a mental hospital. I did too. That's she what was. I thought too. That's what I thought too. Well, prison but I, is much, I think much Linda, than, uh, Linda told me that than, uh, uh, the other the the, the other. <laughs> Well, they can't get to her because in the loony bins they have this. They they'll get to your food and they'll get and they have weapons. Okay. So the loony bin is I just, think is is the same people because jail is worse. The same the nurses you know the, there's there's a that's who that's who has the weapon thirty five feet in the tree a psych nurse. You know, a B. So, Wilson. Uh, what were you Biden. saying? You were talking to Linda corrected it, or how, huh? how did you get that information? Yeah, Linda C. Uh, oh. said it, I think, on one of her calls. that uh, She had to, okay. she she got put in jail. I'm not sure how long, but it was for, um, for starting a fire. Yeah, yeah for arson. Yeah. Okay, and then uh, that's where she is now? Or, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I know that it's over a year. I'm not sure how long oh, exactly. Oh, a year. Um, I don't know. It may be longer, but I know it's that's for setting herself on fire, right? Yeah. Well, I think she burned. I think and then burning up government property. Because that would be a psychiatric yeah. problem if it was an attempted suicide. Otherwise, if it was endangerment to life and property of somebody else, then it would be a a criminal offense. Yeah, that's what I would think too. I would think they definitely put her in a mental hospital. 
Do we know no, those awesome. are bad. Do He's better thing? off in a jail. A jail is more is a much better place, I would think. You're cooking your own food and stuff like that. They're they're I think they experiment on prisoners with this stuff. They do, Kyle. I've heard stories about yeah. I mean it was the same operation, same poison when I went in the loony bin. They did this you know, almost in the same way, you know, it's that the whole program is psych, you know, that you can just take the whole, you know, because that's where the Holocaust, that's where they built the ion, you know, the consultation room with ionizing radiation. Like into the consultation heard about chair. With, with the war with the sparks <laughs> flying off the desk. <laughs> the, big hole all over my people. skin. They administer the ionizing radiation. Nuclear Holocaust chamber. <laughs> I know. But only Asian midget people can do it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> run by the Jew. You know, the universal Jew. You know, that's oh, uh, I, I, they just happen to be Jewish. <laughs> I mean, you know, but they sure orchestrated the bullshit. You know what? Eighty million dead there. You know, and uh, you know, God, they're involved that. in every Holocaust at the top. You Kyle, know, they're the money, money, who runs the money, who, who prints it up. Kyle, when did you hear that she got convicted? Um, It was from Linda C. on one of her calls. Um, oh, I think like two, okay. yeah, two calls, because I had heard that she got put into a mental institution. Yeah, um, but so then, I did too. Yeah, and like, who said that? That she got put into mental institution? Like everybody was saying it. It was just going around. Assumption. Oh, okay. Yes. Well, she scared yeah. the hell out of me, you know, all the time. I mean, all to, right. do, to do herself harm, she scares you know, me. To, to threaten to kill her. Oh, because she's a bad person. No, she's a great person, real saintly. But, she, you know, to harm yourself, I mean, it. Just, my heart just, about, I can't take it. So yeah, I mean, is she yeah. able to use the phone there? Is she has she been able to call anybody? Probably I don't not. Know. Probably not. Can we find out about the conviction? How long for? And uh, where she is located? We should have that kind of information about her. Well, that's the yeah. thing, you know. Guess thirty eight says, you know, you don't go to for to prison for sitting each other. No, it's not that. Well, it's, that's what uh, that's what the person was telling everybody. It was just like I wouldn't think that you, but she did. They put her in jail. Yeah, well, it it was because other people's apparently other people's property were damaged with the fire, so they got her for arson. Uh, mm-hmm. what, did you see the fire? Were you there? Who, whose stuff got burnt? Here? No, yeah. she never. Oh, she wanted. She would burn. You know, no. She she got pretty close to burn. You know, she was right next to the. No, she never. Uh, um, no, no. She just burned little personal items. She never did any arson here. No, but she was getting. She was burning stuff at your place. No, no. Just she would have a little ritual fire thing around a ring. Huh? What? What, why well, she... when she would have her menstrual cycle, you know, she, I guess she burnt, She thought that demons were going to, wow. you know, go to her menstrual blood or something. I don't know, some crazy some idea. Crazy. I just... Right. But uh, what happened with the other fire? She 
presumably set it up. It didn't set itself up. And she admitted that she was controlled to do that. No, no, she she was huffing gasoline, and it was getting real dangerous. But she never admitted that herself. Right. And yet there'd be blankets, you know, these big tubs with gasoline and and blankets in them. And, uh, you know, and, and, you know, I mean, mean and she would always, and she left about five bottles of, uh, of gas, you know those two gallon uh, gas cans, plastic gas cans here, and she'd always smell like gas in her car, you know. And uh, then I got in a big fight with her, uh, you know, because she drug her her tub, you know, her gas tub, um, you know, some. I don't know. It was no. It's just a blanket, so a soaked blanket, you know. So she used she to soak blankets and sniff gas, it. and and like people would, you know, that move would leave like barbecue uh, um, stuff, you know, like when people move left. I never make barbecue, but there was that kerosene barbecue stuff and stuff. Like mm-hmm. And she would mix it with gas and stuff. And well, why in the hell was she huffing gas for? Just to get high or what? Is she trying to deal with the torture that way? Maybe, maybe it put yeah, her I out. Think she was. I think because she would accumulate. I noticed that with other TIs, they they that are being poisoned, um, they'll they'll get um, they'll accumulate uh, clothing and then they'll stack the clothing. Or they won't stack, they won't, they'll just accumulate clothing, and the clothing itself apparently um, absorbs the poison. And when, the, when they put this, pour this poison on, it outgasses, and the clothing will filter and absorb the gas, and then eventually you throw that clothing out and you get rid of the poison. So they use clothing as a filter, and she would kind of do that. And other, I've seen other TIs do that. I do. I was doing that kind of. And uh, but uh, so you know, it is this poison aspect is is underplayed, and that's why because <laughs> the guy is one. You know, they want to hide the real deal. So what do you mean? You mean that she was. Uh storing the clothes because uh, they were contaminated and then she was burning them? Yeah, she would she wouldn't keep her car clean and you know, she mostly lived out of her car in the parking lots, you know, in the church parking lot. She didn't stay much time here. But, but uh you know, when there wasn't other women here she would sometimes stay, you know, she'd show up and uh very weird. Stay. So anyway, huh? don't you guys think that we should find out exactly what happened to her? Yeah, yeah I think so. Don't don't take my word for it because I I heard it from one. I'm not even sure if it's Linda C. I'm pretty sure. I'm like 50% sure my memory is so bad right now. Sometimes I don't even know what day it is. So you hear it on the call or in private conversation. That's what I'm remembering. Is like. Two or three calls ago, ago on Linda C. Uh, Linda C.'s call, she mentioned it. She said, "Yeah, she got. Um, she actually went to jail." Uh, and I know she said like more time than a year, but I can't wow. remember. Let's let's check that out though. Yeah, yeah. memory is so horrible. Like, so my memory uh, is really would bad. she have got gotten convicted in San Jose or where? 
where did all this happen? Which court would deal with it? Been in Hammett, wasn't it, Grieb? No, I think it was in San. No, not here. No, she did. Well, I thought that's where the fire and where she got arrested and made a fool no, out no, of you. No, no, Santa Derek Cruz. No, Derek Santa Cruz. Okay, here. so we've got Santa Cruz. So there would be the court which has jurisdiction over Santa Cruz. Am I right? Apparently so. Yeah, she went up there. Know. So, uh, really, there is a way of searching for uh, convicts on the Internet, isn't there? But but the thing is, Lydia, we don't even know, a lot of people don't even know if Alice passed away. And that was like, that was <laughs> almost a year ago. And we're still discussing that. We can't keep track of each other. There are so many TIs that come through here stays for like two months and they're gone and nobody knows where they are i mean so right i mean we i mean you're right but it's just i guess i'm angry about that because we're always saying like we need to keep track of each other uh, it doesn't happen it's not acceptable is it yeah yeah but there's been so many i mean there's you know bella the best way i could and i couldn't locate her but there's other i mean there's like cacti is gone uh tide uh, Sindal, I mean, I can just name a bunch of TIs who are just gone and nobody knows where they are, nobody knows how they're doing. Well, you and talk to Sindal, don't you? I did, I mean, we texted each other for a while, but then, you know, she never got on the call and the texts were more sparse, and now I haven't heard from her, I guess I could text her. And, uh, yeah, you okay. should, oh. man, check oh. on but her. The, it, it, but... Not the the thing guy. is, I mean, she deals with health issues, and she's getting Terrible targeted issues, so. Right? He- yeah, I mean, she's like dying. So I mean, she and she won't say how bad she's doing, and then there's nothing I can really do about it because she lives in Utah. So it's like, oh, how are you? Are you still alive? Yeah, that's basically you know, it. You know, we want to know what what's happening to people like her. Yeah. Because it, it is a health issue, but it's generated by targeting, most likely. Exactly. So yeah. need to be more proactive in that area. I mean, she's called... Well, I mean, everybody says that on all the calls, but then we yeah. don't know where... It, you Her know. name is Linda Bannon, right? Yeah, Linda Bannon. B-O-N-N-O-N, I believe. What? She'll call in if she's able to. I mean, she she's a TI who will call into the calls if she's still able to. Yeah, you, if you're in psych ward, you can call uh, at certain... Oh, no, it starts at 9. If she's in California, they set the calls off at 9. Yeah, but she she would have called if she could. Therefore, it yeah. is up to us to find out what's happening to her. Yeah. yeah <clears throat> Somebody guessed 40 saying that user, you know, Alex in Romania... You know, was on Renata's call last Sunday, so at least we know he's still, you know, kicking. Very briefly, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, good. Guess forty. You're not joking around, are you? I mean, my Air Force perps could have murdered you, and and I, you know, they better not. I've already warned them about certain people. You know, I'm like, they, people that I like, love, or respect, man, you better leave it alone with this. You know, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but that's good if if at least he could have done it. Yeah, I agree, Guest 40. Yeah, if, if you're not joking around, I mean, some people come in here and they'll say, sir, so-and-so died or whatever. I mean, 
I, I'd be afraid to do that, you know, with all this going on and everything. I, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like I still don't know if Alice is. I mean, I I think she is because that's what I've heard, but through the grapevine. Yeah. And it seems yeah. like she would have been on a call by now, but nobody really has any concrete. Like, yeah, she passed away. Here's the obituary. You know, they don't have any records on it. I think we can stop that. I think Derek stated that he heard from her or something like that. But uh, we well, so, so you're Nancy saying that Rogers. she didn't pass, that that he did hear from her, and she's not dead, because that's exactly the opposite of what I know. I know that's what I heard. What she was on, she was off, she was on again. So it's like we can't stop talking about because it it's like everybody believes something different. Well, we, you know, big problem is we don't we don't have evidence of any of this. It's all hearsay. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I heard this, I heard that, and and he said, she said. Nobody has proof of any of it. Yeah, it's kind of hopelessness. A... We rely on each other or somebody to tell us. I think yeah. we have to get more proactive. So well, we're doing the best we can. You know, we're tortured. <laughs> that's yeah. the, that's the first thing. We're trying to get through. We're surviving. Then the people who are moderators end up getting all this responsibility that is on top of being tortured. So we we really, I mean, we have to set the limits as to how much responsibility do the PIs really have for the entire community. We have kind of moral responsibility, don't we? Because they, these are the people. Saying. I mean, Alice is a bit exceptional, right? We have a moral responsibility. But what Sue's point is is that you know we're also yeah, being murdered crazy. and can bear and have to survive ourselves. So like right. trying to go out to... and look and see how everybody else is doing is sometimes impossible because yeah. you're just trying to survive your own. You know, I think yeah. what yeah what I I think what happens organically and naturally is that. We tend to keep tabs on the people we feel connected with, you know, five, yeah. ten people that we feel close to, and uh, we can sense, you know, intuitively if there's a laugh or there's a hole, and then we check in on each other. I know Kyle and I have done that and, you know, a few other people, but we all have our little circles where we feel truly connected, but mm-hmm. it's not right to expect any one PI to be in, tr- in charge of hundreds of people no, or thousands of people. It isn't, but as we're talking here in a small group and we're talking about a specific person who we've heard from for a long time. Yeah, we do that. We, we do that. So I will start looking for her. Okay. Uh, through the courts, I think, the the court records, mm-hmm. which would show our, our prison records. I think it wouldn't take long. So now are you talking about Sindel or or Linda Bannon or Amy Oregon or, you know, any number of people we haven't heard from lately? Talking about Linda. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'll, I'll text Sindel. I think Amy I mean, could be traced probably through uh, Terry. I haven't heard from Amy in forever. I know, because she went to Florida to take care of her mom, and that was oh. the last I heard. Oh, you mean military Amy, Air Force Amy? No, no, Amy from Oregon. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I thought you were talking about Air Force Amy. may not be able to or have time to get back on the calls. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what that is. Uh, 
she could be in touch with Terry because they were pretty close. When... Oh, yeah. And also, where is Terry lately? Yeah, I've been asking think... myself, where is Terry? It's been a I heard, okay, this is, yeah. Yeah, this is, that's what I heard, is that he got a girlfriend and then he, and that's what he's focusing on right now. And Which he I don't dropped blame his calls, him. right? He's not doing the calls anymore. I think so. Uh-huh. I think so. Oh, okay. God, speaking to Terry Brewer. <laughs> Kyle, did you listen to InfoWars today? Uh-uh. Oh, man, they had a guy on there. I thought it was Terry. I woke up like I, I still had a hangover, and I was kind of still <laughs> <yeah. laughs> alcoholed out, and I was like, oh, man, that's Terry. But Jones is booked. Or he's got he managed to get booked on it for us. Like hell yeah! And I got to listen to him. I was like, my God, that guy sounds exactly like Terry Brewer. I mean, it's like his demeanor, how he says things, how he gets excited, and everything. I thought I gotta, it was Terry. <laughs> I gotta look at that. Well, I well, check it's, that. Yeah. it's kind of interesting with somebody so gung ho for a year, and then and you know he did a lot of good work, but then suddenly drop off and like okay, no more flyers, no more talks, no more activism. It's gone. Well, yeah, I no, think he's still kinda... doing act. I think he got a little bit mad because, and that's what I mean. I kind of went through that phase, but I stayed. It's like yeah. I kept telling yeah. people, make videos, make videos. We got to get the word out. Nobody really does it. Nobody, you know. So they kind of did the same thing with him. Like a co- people mm-hmm. did it. You know, but some yeah. people didn't. A lot of people didn't do it, and he he wanted everybody to do it. So I mean, he got yeah, frustrated, yeah. and you just can't. I I told him that millions of times. I'm like, you got to kind of take what you can get. Certain target yeah. individuals yeah. will participate. They'll do what you're what you're talking about, and that's yeah. a good. You're making a difference there. But he was, I think he he got frustrated because everybody wasn't doing exactly what he was doing. You know, you know and that's another pattern, because. Uh, there was a guy, oh gosh, I forgot his name, way back, he he put a website together, he wanted everybody to get on the registry, do you remember that? Oh, Keith57. Keith Kampenschaefer, yeah, he did that over here on our call, we had a hell of a call trying to get that organized, it's still in uh-huh. the archives, yeah. And he was gung-ho about that, and he got frustrated and disappeared from the community. He sure did, yeah. And then people are just like, what what happens is they're just like, oh, nobody's ever going to get together on one thing and do it. But, I mean, I went through that, and I didn't leave, and I didn't get upset, and I was just like, this is right. the way it is. Right. That's you the know? way it is. We just have to, you know, we, we push we we push a little bit, we make a dent in it, and everybody makes a little dent, and the whole wave keeps going, you know? Well, that's Yeah, now thing. Targeted Justice is coming together with, like, John Hall, Richard Lighthouse. Yeah. It seems like... Seems like yeah. things came together, fell apart, came together, and now targeted justice is coming together, and that's. I mean, I don't want to put all my hope. Well, I do want to put all my yeah. hope in it, but I'm saying that that that's working out very well. It's like a magnet for all these, you know, very high level targets um, mm-hmm. and experts, and it seems like wow, it's fun. it's finally coming together. They're making an organization that's gonna mm-hmm. finally hit it. You know, not not well, that FFDHS and PACs and Freedom for target individuals or or did nothing, but um, well, they're outlining the program how how they're capitalizing how they can capitalize on our you know getting rid of people, you know getting rid of your wife and taking the kids and uh, that's what they did to her marginalized her and uh, 
But Terry, the, I the think that again, is an outgrowth of paranoia, which is which is the it's the same program. I'm telling you guys, it's just inter, it's sonic weapons, and if they can do pulse guns, and it's and it's poison, and it's a simple program. If you buy into the gang stalking, the gang stalking is the result of your ears going out from sonics, having your brain destroyed <laughs> with sonics. And going and every little noise, every little car that goes by that late for work, I better gun my car. He's a gang stalker. You know, no, you you can't buy into that. That's the beginning of of being poisoned and sonic. It's the beginning of it. And it don't. Sensitization. Yeah. Yeah. So going back to what Paul was saying, you know what I see, Rex? We got these little pockets of activity that happen. They they gain momentum and remember. Okay, there was a conference what last October. That was a good thing. It didn't solve the problem. It was just making another dent in the evolution that we're trying to get through or the revolution. So right, building to building keep building things, upon. Right, right. Yeah. everything builds I, on everything else, right? And I, and I want to say the Unity and Hope Conference is probably better than a, a protest. Um, uh-huh. I think it's a better idea. Yeah. And I hope that somebody else, you know, will put one together, um, another one. Uh-huh. Yeah, I haven't heard anything about another one coming up. No, me either. But, but I think that that is more, maybe more powerful than a protest because I don't think we're going to get on the news with a protest, but I think with the... Yeah. You know, the big conference, you can have all these videos of speakers and stuff. That can go out on YouTube. So you're getting a lot of info out on social media about it. And then you're getting, yeah. you know, target individuals to network, you know, since we're not regionally connected, getting them to make connections. And, I mean, that's I think that's how targeted justice came about. Because I think that yeah. uh, Midge yeah. talked to, like, Richard Lighthouse and some other target individuals there. And, and make connections with them to later on decide to, you know, meet and do targeted justice. Mm-hmm. So I think that was great. I wish that the the lady at Wired magazine would have not been a corrupt, you know, propagandist. But oh, I missed that. out that. I missed what out lady? That what lady was that? Well, oh. the the um, I guess writer from Wired magazine came and covered it oh, and just right. totally. Just rip well, the NASA too, because NASA. Remember, all that stuff is just little cheap movies, and they're they're draining you know a lot of tax dollars from you know into and and that you know I know because my neighbor was Lockheed and and he you know he warned me about this stuff uh, you know in the gosh in the six, late sixties early seventies and he worked you know. So that that whole skunk work was about control and uh, the you know with these uh, sonic you know with these different uh, frequency devices. So so that that you know that NASA you know that's that's a red flag. You got you know he's he's promoting uh, you know satellites from 350 when miles away or four thousand you know or twenty thousand miles up. So it's. My gosh, you know, when you can just plug it into a wall and, uh, you know, it, it's it's crazy to think that somebody would spend $50 million to 
uh, you know, build a, a satellite and 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 putting uh, the system that kind of system into place for other reasons too, not just targeting exactly. targeting individuals. Right, their communication, and they could they could they no. could activate a a, a device from a satellite, but they can't they can't uh, burn you from a satellite. Oh, mean, would, but they can. Oh man. yeah, they they oh. might. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure they have rods of God and stuff, heavy stuff up there too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, see, but, but see, Grieve, it's not like the it's not like the microwave is coming directly from the satellite. There's a system of cell towers that then that then yeah, convey yeah, it's that part of the, that network, right? Right. Yeah, like right, a cell right, phone, right. like a right. cell phone. Right. You know? They can so turn in like, your cell phone or your house, the smart meter. They can turn your house into a weapon by by pulsing, you know, doing something with uh, 60 hertz and. And pulsing the sixty into something else, or you know that because that they're doing it right now to this house. It it'll I put the magnetic up and uh, it's really high. They do it at night for some reason. The whole house turns, you know, half the house turns into a weapon. They're you know yeah. they're well. Just well the thing stuff. about it is, I know people. You know, you talk about towers or whatever. You know. They're using that mostly for frequency, uh, you know, dumbing people down, et cetera, the Gwen systems at the top of the cell phone towers. But I, probably, I know people that, that, that live, basically lives in the desert, out, way out west out there, so where some of you guys are. They can go directly out in the middle of BFE, Egypt, nobody, boonies, and still be hit by satellite, you know. Yeah. So, but, but a lot of them have their, their, their clothing has already been saturated in the chemical, and they haven't. Yeah, because they're clothing. satellite phones. You know, phones can get signals straight well, that, from the satellite. Well, that's what Kathleen Watterson bought, bought into. Yeah. Kathleen bought into that with because there's a lot of guys out there that don't. For one, to get water, you know, way out. For one, you can. You, they would take huge tracts of endless land, and turn it into five acre parcels and then you could break that down into and you could buy these like 15 20 years ago for 10,000 you could buy a house and five acres for $10,000 but you were lucky to get you, there was no suet there might not have been water and you had to bring a you know have a tank and have a water truck come and and uh, fill your water now there's there but they still don't have uh uh um access to the internet and so these guys they get a dish and they turn the wi-fi sideways and everybody can get the internet within a mile of these guys and that's what that guy that kathleen's going after does apparently and he provides hundreds of people with wi-fi and computer access and so she's going after him as if he's a perp when when the guys, you know, getting people on the on the uh, on the computer, you know, where do you know that from? That's the first time we hear about it. I've said this over and over on on the call um, because I, a friend of mine lives out there, and he was offered that, you know, if he paid ten dollars, you know, he could beam a, 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 a Wi-Fi into his area. And uh, he, I don't think he accepted it, but I think they killed him because already because I told him about. I hear you know, he about was, him being a, a supplier of internet. Right, that's all he's doing. He has a little dish and he amplifies a, a satellite download. He pays probably pays for the download, 
And uh, and then, you know, he gets a few dollars from his neighbors so they can get on the Internet. Hey, you guys carry on. I, I need to take a quick shower right quick and rinse off. So I'll have the phone with me and be listening. And, but but that, the desert, these, these, these people that set up the cell towers and all, that's where they're from is the desert that, and a lot of these perps do do our our work on the cell towers, and they know all about the dangers. And uh, they they do have energy weapons, and they do burn their neighbors, and uh, you know. And so, but the main operation is the parking lot, you know, operation. And, you know, coming back from your shopping when you got two hands busy and you can't hold a meter and. You know, and you get blasted putting your groceries in your car, and and well, then well, that is in your experience, Don. Right, but it's not. A, but it's a it's a zonal operation. It's you can go anywhere and get the same thing, all over the country. It's a major operation, and because remember, this went all this stuff was tested with MK Ultra by. People that studied ayahuasca and LSD, and and they were they were figuring out how can we get uh, you know turn these energy weapons into LSD and ayahuasca? How can we put that frequency to affect the brain so that they get a spiritual experience for ten minutes and feel pain for two weeks? That's what they're doing to us. You gotta. This stuff is sophisticated. I'll be doing it to you. I no, you can TIs relate all the experiences that people remember. That calls were. I had Derek in this house. He was part of the poison. You don't get it. It was we were. You were led down the garden path for a long time, given this gang stalking routine to 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 take your paranoia. And use it, you know, to take you down the garden path. When this whole thing is a simple, simple operation, and but unavoidable because it's it's about physical proximity. It's is this house higher than and that house? Not in all the cases, is, huh? Not in all the cases. It is in all the cases. No, it, it isn't. is. You can. Uh, I don't yeah. have any neighbors. I know there's latency. When I said the parking no lot latency. ambush, I was saying latency. it gives you a spiritual experience while you're being I'm hit. And, and, and numb. It makes you numb. Even about being zapped from the air. Listen, your, if your no. body is... Chemi- it, it, it's, you understand, I don't have any neighbors for my how, what's, how close is your nearest neighbor? A mile or more away. And you're getting zapped from the air. Yeah, yeah. You have a meter to, 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 to get. And I know I'm getting zapped from the tower because the direction on the meter points out towards the tower. So don't go on about parking lot. Well, how far is the tower away? About nine miles away. Oh my God! No, you're you're you. Then then they either somehow they got the poison in your house. It's in. It's in. Poison doesn't stop. You you don't have yellowing of the walls or the windows. Or no, anything. they can't enter anymore. I had that. 
Might have got rid of it. You got rid of it. Long, long time ago. I had all the shit, like the Abitii. But I wisened up, and they cannot end Then they're getting... Listen, I was... I was in a spiritual community. We were getting zapped. They they were, but we did have a Sunday feast, you know, for the public. So they could have got in with cars, but generally no, it's no, always parking no, lot. It's entry. always parking lot operation. No gated entry, automated gated gated entry. You're by but yourself you within a gated. Anywhere near me, anywhere near my neighbors, who are not really neighbors, because they are private roads. So if somebody drives, any neighbor, they're not recognized, they get chased away. It's pretty well, then it's your security, per- it's security personnel playing with you. What? You it's don't have your different levels now. of security. No, because this is, F- this is all FBI, CIA. Security is, is filtered through their their programs. In other words, they're checking. Has to go through loops and hoops and has to hike on foot to come near the house. You're you're in a singular house. You're not in mass house. You're saying no. I'm on the big ranch and I'm on a single house and all the properties around me are similar. Oh, I see. Yeah, then you're getting it at the. uh, If you're getting hit, you're getting hit from. the parking lot. Remember, the parking lot works. It pulses with your your lymph system. You have to understand that that the this is done. This was tested out in the fifties, sixties, and seventies. Yeah, it acts as a drug when you're being hit with it, and then it it acts through your lymph system at night when no, your body I shuts really down. Hey, hey, Grieve, explain to Lydia what you think V2K is, an actual audible V2K. Uh, I don't know about V2K that much. You've I, explained it to me before. You said that it's from the poison, and then I'm just, that's just my brain making No, there's things. a million kinds of V2K. There's, you know... Because like, so right now, in, right now, think, I hear a man and a woman audibly speaking. The the guy just said nobody cares, and the woman said this is getting boring. Like they just audible B2K shot to my head. It it, it was just shot to my head. Well, I don't take psychiatric no latency. drugs. I, you're still taking psychiatric well, drugs. I don't take psychiatric drugs. Oh, you're not. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But no, what, I mean, okay, how does your, how does your, how does your, bo- how does your desire, your body, when you speak, what is speaking? Who is speaking? It's, it Why sounds do you like it's the com- question with a question. Well, because, because the brain is, it, 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 it could be one. I don't know how the brain. You would have to go into like, um, you know, PhD type. Um, you know, following the neural flow, you know, uh, of the brain centers and all that, you know, and, and how would the the latency of the weapon create that? Because this, what this is, no, no, is somebody yeah, doing know, no, microwave that, that, hearing. No, 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 no the V2K, shooting no. a stream of energy to V2K, my head. V2K, it, it could be any one of your brain centers 
could be out of you know not being balanced. I, it could. Uh, they're making from, up chatterbox numbers. My brain has got some neurological disability. Right, <laughs> no, I it it you, my God, people spent you know they no. they spend years <laughs> studying the neural pathways that you know how many billions of little animals have they tortured and and dissected and. And people. kept their brains alive people? to to do to that do. That doesn't support your argument. I don't know what the. It's different for everybody. It could be a machine that 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 bypasses your your uh you know that hits your you know the audio you know part of your brain your you know that right the while I'm sitting in my condo in your not in a parking lot though I'm in my condo right now. No, I was talking about the burning, the electrical feeling. It's, you know. But I'm saying, what my point is, though, Grieve, my point, though, is, Grieve, if they can shoot microwave hearing at you remotely while you're in your place, like, in real time, then they can also do it with a directed energy stream that burns your body. You see my point? It's just common sense. Well, even common sense that they they can can do this, and they have the capabilities of doing the other... They can't affect your the B2K from a satellite. That, I mean, you you know you're trying to talk at all different levels. If, if the body, no, I'm not. I'm just saying. I'm saying act. let's use common sense. If they can shoot microwave hearing in my head remotely while I'm in my condo, so I'm getting B2K, then they can do that with the burning the the weapon that burns us. Absolutely. And then why would they wait in parking lot if they had that capability? Why would they be waiting in parking lots if they can do it remotely? If you just you connect because the dots, because they're not logic. waiting in part. Because, right. you know, Don, you have some good theories, and you're trying to teach people, but you've got to be willing to learn uh, and get more advanced with this multiplex platform that is still continuously getting more advanced. So we have to advance our theories as fast as they are. It's not mm-hmm. going to stay the way it was 20 years ago when you knew about it. 50 or 75 years, and and no, the, when you knew, when you what you learned 20 years ago does not hold today because everything has gotten more advanced. Well, the cell, you guys got cell phone. You're probably talking about cell phones. No, no I'm, not, okay. I'm not just talking about oh. cell phones. Okay. We're just saying in general. That if you're going to be on the calls repeating yourself, you have to be willing to listen to other people too and what they have to say. Yeah, what I find, this is just a general statement. What I find is that nobody has all the answers. And if you, nobody if you does. think, yeah, and, and if, if somebody's like, hey, I know how this thing works step by step and everything about it, the people microwaving me don't even know everything about this. That's right. You know, don't have so to. They just have to microwave you. Right, but what I'm saying for us is we have to keep an open mind and say I might be wrong about this. Right. We've got I, I know this much about it, but and that's the only way we're going to move forward because if you're that's setting right. stone, exactly. you're doomed exactly. to never learn, to never, you know, to keep going with the knowledge and research. But about, some things about, overwhelm others by, by um, you know, a huge amount. That's all I'm saying. 
So, so Don, thank you for your information, but you also have to listen to what other people have to share. Right, because I'm gonna share. I'm gonna listen. I can't have to show it up. Like, I mean, it cannot be just information. Brian Tew comes and spews the information. That information has to be backed by some evidence of scientific uh-huh. research, and there's a, enough there already to prove certain phenomena which is happening, which is taking place as far as TI's vision and hearing, and their um, attacks on their body. Besides parking lots and doctors' offices, I mean they are part of it. Exactly. Those things are part of it, but they're not limited to those things. And certainly not ionizing radiation, because these doctors should be dead if they were ionizing people. Well, it, they might be. I think they could be. Yeah. But it's not the only thing. They know the, how the angles. They're usually scattergun, or or the one that starts the the ear ringing is that's from the side. That's a special ability. Remember, these are logistics and physical proximal, physical proximal right. uh, operations. Short life isotopes. They Some of them get away are. with it, possibly. Because and they get any practice. device. Once you have a license to to have a to get to use mm-hmm. any kind of radiation device in your office as a doctor, you can get every device, every device. I have it on tape. The, the little dentist price killed pal. Get Parkinson to hundreds of people. The way he did it, and the casualness, and the expert way he did it, he's probably he, he's killed hundreds. <laughs> they, they, you don't know what <laughs> God. You, you, these are extreme cases, but uh, go back a hundred years in it. That's where that's where your real lawsuits are going to be. Hundred years, they've covered it up through 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 massive information of other stuff that you can't even find it anymore. Why don't you accept that there are people who are being attacked in a different manner, where you have to totally exclude the possibility of them being attacked in the doctor's surgeries? And in the parking lots. Why well, no, it's a consultation, that? the consultation room, Amber. It's not necessarily the consultation the rooms or whatever. It's all this. No, they can do it in a dental psych. Right, um, right. Can uh, you? Can they you have not the, accept Now, remember, they, they, they around here they have the the the, the uh, exam table, the ion bed exam table trick, and it's everywhere. Every. When I started investigating, these tables were in all these doctors' offices I went into. Because the same went. operation, burning people from sitting that on these not mean. Look, ion beds. You're ending up with having a diagnosis of being delusional if you say it's everywhere. It's yeah. not everywhere. Well, I'm in Southern California, everywhere I went. All right, everywhere you went, and how many places you went to? Went to probably four or five to check in, you know. All right, four, I know Unlike, four. But don't try to ram it down somebody's throat that it's everywhere, because it isn't everywhere. But if they're doing it so casually and, like, nobody's letting on in the offices, 
Just love it's an act, it. It and you've got to you've got to take it, and you got to you you extrapolate, and you go, my God, you know this. It's not two million. It's not ten million. It's a hundred million. It doesn't happen everywhere. So now you're the expert, right? <laughs> It doesn't happen. Yeah, so you're the expert. Expert. No, we're just so saying you've got I'm to choose your words carefully. You've got to choose your words carefully or someone's going to think that you're nuts. That's what she's saying. Yeah. People are going to say that you're nuts, Don, even though we know that it's possible. But if you go out in the street, they're going to say, this guy is totally out of his mind. And they won't be able to, you know, you won't be able to prove them otherwise because you're saying things that they don't know and you can't prove. It's not logical to say that this happens everywhere. Right. Nothing is happening everywhere except God. And um, we just have to be careful how we talk about the experience. We have to be very, we have to be more specific and more accurate. So we yeah, can't make generalizations. At, at its basis form, we're chemical, electrical, being you know machines. That yeah. and and if you control the chemical and if you control the electrical, you ain't got a chance of of being an objective observer. You're you're under they're under the people who who can uh, right. destroy you chemically and destroy you electrically. Right. You're under that. So if you're being in, destroyed in chemically, prison. you have certain <laughs> symptoms. If people go to the dentist or go to the doctor and don't have any symptoms of the nature you describe, then something is wrong in your logic that is all prevailing and everywhere. Well, I had That's one dentist that clued me in. Fortunately, I bought a, a a camera. My camera went off during an attack. I looked down, and that son of a bitch had a fucking x-ray below my feet. He had that arm, and it was going right up the couch, right up through my torso. And it turned me numb, and I caught it in time. Because the other dentist clued me in. Listen, this. <laughs> Did the other dentist clue you in? What well, he was a teacher, you know, at the top. Did university. he raise his? Did, did he like papers. raise his eyebrows? He did papers. He, he was one of the top, probably the, one of the top dentists in the world. Asked. The question that, is, that, how did he clue you in? He. You know, I, like I, said, point, I said, you know, I, I, I like made a comment, that, like, I go, that $2,500, you know, I added up what he, because he was one of the top dentists, probably, actually, in the world, I wouldn't doubt it. And I go, you know, $2,500 at two, let's see, that's, that's 75 money. It's not relevant. Answer the question. What? How did he I'm you telling away? you. And, and so I said, I said, I think I'll go over there and have him, uh, you know, do this, and I'll have him do that. And he looks at my eyes, and then he looks over at this other chair with at the X-ray head off that other, you know, that arm. And then he looks back at my eyes, and then and then it's like it, he didn't do, he didn't say a thing, didn't say a thing. And and then you know Not it started thing you in. it started clicking in my brain. So I thought, okay, I'll go ahead. 
and I bought a, a little sport camera thing. And so I'm, I go to this perp. I didn't know he was a perp all the way, you know, but I'd see when I saw back, I saw the same, he did the same thing before a few years back. And I saw the same thing. I remember seeing the same thing that, that off the arm, there was an x-ray head going up, not a regular one. It was this little camera thing. It looked like a little tiny camera with a little glass lens about with a two, two inch spout. And, uh, and I remember hiking up, you know, in the wilderness and my, and I was coming back down the trail. It was about two or three mile trail, and uh, my feet were numb. And I re- and and that had been a couple weeks before I I'd gone to that dentist. I, he would grind out all my mercury real cheap, and you know he was quick and he'd do it all, and uh, you know put the oh, white. You're not but making he, any sense. But anyway, oh. no, he was. But but that that's when I. I caught on to this whole Amish aspect or that, that Dutch, you know, these Dutch people being, you know, they're part of the, there is apparently they're recruited like, you know, and uh, they, <laughs> because they had, you know, and it tied in and he was right next to, he was in the chair next to where, where I caught the dentist burning me from the feet. He doesn't feel, by the way, you don't feel any burning. You know, I, I think I, I might have been sweating a little, but you can't feel it. It's only the camera that picks it up, the digital camera. And I played it to the people that license the these doctors and dentists that, you know, the licensing bureau in or Sacramento, the capital. And uh, she said, yeah, that's ionizing, you know. She was interested, and then. I call her back three Mean days the later. You, She's you not interested. The camera called huh? ionizing radiation. Huh? That's what I, I have it on tape. It's on on the digital camera. Yeah. Our ionizing radiation is on digital camera. What else? It recorded it. But I saw it right there, and I then I thought back. How did he get me in the chair? All that. And it's he and it's he stood in front of that. He stood in front of the arm. Like a counter is for You asked a question and then you summer. interrupt. I'm sorry. I'll shut you up. are sorry, but you are not making any sense. Well, I'm. Tr- what you-, you are not making any sense. It's all speculation. And the building blocks of your logic are totally unreliable. They're not provable, they're faulty. Well, it's on the camp. It's I have it on discs, and it's on my camera. Can't have ionizing radiation on the camera. You can have it on the Geiger counter. Well, why would the lady just say, "Yeah, that's that's the"? Ionizing. Why would somebody or something? It's pure speculation. Well, she they she It's a licensing bureau for ionizing radiation. There's nothing ionizing about our uh, predicament. No, it's. True. I think that it, it that they're they're not allowed because why would the FBI set that guy up to to attack a mosque and a and a Jewish a synagogue oh, and all that? Going from God knows from they where. They were. These are these are psyop operations to say that. 
there's a method to our madness. We kill you with ionizing in 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 dental and doctor places. Kill, and, kill people in the or mouth. We infect you, give you Parkinson and MS. And then, but the outside, we're going to well, regulate that. In the mouth. I have a Geiger well. counter. I have a Geiger counter. I've been testing. Right. For, so use it. So I know. I I did. I used it on the the this microwave so pulse gun weapon, and oh, it doesn't register doesn't register with the microwave so i think if there is a method to the madness then yeah it, they they're strict they have a strict protocol in your demise you know and that's and because these are just milit they're trained military to keep the operation quiet you know with these oh, devices on, Don, Grieve, Grieve, what do you think about remote neural monitoring everywhere and you you are expressing stuff which is totally sounding delusional. You have to be more concise. You have to be logical. But this is not logic. This is a total delusional talk. That's Grieb, what do you think about remote neural monitoring? Yeah, that's a perp term, uh, uh, Kyle. Monitoring. Think about it. Monitoring. That's what perps use. See, if you if yeah, but you I mean, say remote no that's monitoring, what it does, that's that what means the you've already does, been though. Stockholm to identify with the operation. That's monitoring? Crazy. You get um, it? Monitoring? No, like like because that's what it does. It monitors you neurally, remotely. I mean, that's just what it does. It's not really a perp term. And it's, it's like targeted individuals. Just reading, you're reading their your brain signals. Now, how do they do that? They, they only do it, do it with those little. They can do it. They can read your uh, optical um, scent, optical nerve. What is that? Optical cortex. You know, you and almost see what you're seeing with your eyes. But they use that gel and those little readouts on your on your skull to do that. Hundreds of them. So they can't do remote. Remember, there's neural monitoring remote with all this cell phone tower stuff and all that stuff how can they do anything when there's so much background how do they how do they get any kind of readout when you when you generate all those frequencies well they're generating the frequencies like around a certain area like around the head around the head. Oh, well, there's microwave weapons around the head. Yeah, I know. So how could they well, get I'm anything back? Well, I'm saying because it's, a, it's like a, a um, bi-directional stream of energy. They're getting a signal. They're sending a signal to yeah, that, and then that, they're getting a signal back. Perp. That's That's when you know you've been taken over, I think. I think that's... You, you, Dude, a signal that over. goes to the phone... I'm not taken over. A signal that goes to a phone is bi-directional. They can get information from the phone. You get inform you know, the phone can get information, uh, then it can go back. It's bi directional. Yeah. Yeah, and they have lasers that do you know, they put a laser on the window and, and they, So you they, don't believe that remote neural monitoring exists or you do? I think it's a perp term. If if you listen But just say do you think it exists or not? No, I, I don't. No, not unless you, don't think you it have exists. those little gel caps on your on your skull, or you know, and have a. But fine see, but but see how the, how remote neural monitoring works is that the the uh, directed energy is around the head, acting as those sensors. 
So non-ionizing microwave uh, radiation takes the place of those little gel and sensor caps uh, because technology is right. advanced. Oh, I see. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, but technology the, is when when you look into the face of a perp, you can see they want you dead. You know, I don't see any of that. I think they just want you dead. I mean, well, no, I mean, I, I my perps want me to die. My my the people mean, microwaving me, they would they can't kill me because they have somebody above them saying we can't just outright kill them. We're you know doing experimentation, getting data, doing the torture protocol. But they would love it if I killed myself or or, or like somebody else killed me in a fight or something like that, and then they would go on to another. Target. It's all deception. They wouldn't love it because they're... They would just go... Target. They would be assigned to another target, Lydia. These Sorry? these contractors, they would just be assigned to another target. So yeah, many targets yeah, are being pulled in by these surveillance oh. contractors, these security no. contractors. They wouldn't care. They want to move on care. to another person. But the point is, in all this, we can draw the conclusion from the numbers of TIs who, who survived that uh, the ultimate goal is not to kill a TI. It's to derive as much information from the TI as possible. Right, and I think in a lot of circumstances they're not allowed to kill. They're not allowed. I think they could easily kill me. Oh, absolutely. We could be killed in a second. They just have to crank up the volume. But it is not the prime objective. They may do right, it. Right, but I'm, I was just making the point that they would love it, that the the guys, the uh, shift workers would love it if I killed myself. So they'd be like, we don't have to watch this guy anymore. We get somebody well, new that's what they convey who may be to easier. You, you know. know, they convey it to you, but you still have to question that statement. Oh, I, I literally think that they've been on me for like eight years, this, well, just this contracting team. They would like to kill you to, to move to another job. From that point of view, but you can only speculate about it. You well, I use common sense, and I say, I say a psychopath can sit there and do something all the time. But yeah, they would probably like a different target to have some kind of yeah, a little change okay. up. But, That's just a common sense thing. Don't care. Yeah. They basically don't care, but they are under certain instructions to carry stuff out according to these instructions. They subordinate. Yeah. So I don't think we should worry about it. Who they? No, I'm not. I'm just. I was just making a statement. I, I was just. Yeah. It was like a state. It wasn't even a arguing about it or yeah, but uh, overall, debating anything. I think the idea is not to kill the TIs. Uh, they may want to kill TIs who are very uncomfortable to them. The TIs who are making changes to the general perception of what is going on. And yeah. they probably eliminated quite a few TIs who were effective, who who have carried out work which was very uncomfortable for the uh, handlers and above, not just handlers, but by the above management. And these were the TIs who were coming up with a good uh, shielding solutions. There were two TIs were leading in shielding and they both died. That was before your time, probably. So... I'd say there's a few... (laughs) I'd say there's quite a few million. Oh, gosh, yeah. How many targets 
have been killed by this program. I mean, yeah, millions. Yeah, but I'd they say were killed. Hundreds of thousands I, to millions. But you know, I still think they were killed because of a mistake, or because it was decided that this this DI is too dangerous. We picked up the wrong guy. He's going to make it too hot for us, so we will have to em- eliminate him. And they eliminated that person. Mm-hmm. You mean that Susan uh, Watkins or whatever? I don't yeah, know I heard about her. Watkins, but um, there were TIs probably more prominent who may have not even known that they have been TIs. I think let's take... Uh, Bill Binney. Of, no, Bill Binney got too big. Mm, Bill Binney. I think that they, they are targeting him um, without him knowing. Him out. But the guy, yeah. uh, you know, Hastings, that's the guy who who was uh, writing for Rolling Stone magazine. And I think he was a T.I. and he was taken out very spectacularly. I think, but they just they just crashed his car. I don't think he was right. targeted it's before. Like, maybe he was surveilled, but I don't think he I was, think like, he hit was. with... He was being uh, tracked, yeah. You think he was? Well, do you think he, he was, was being hit tracked. by directed? Do you think he was being hurt or tortured? I don't know. By no, I don't know as much as that. But yeah, I, I don't think. I, well, I think he was probably being tracked. Unless they, but the they edited his was similar to what art. you use on TIs. You know. Well, he took down William Crystal, and he was a top general. And and when he died, it was. You know, the, it was near one of these Jewish chabobs, and and they went. They were ready with their cameras at three in the morning, and uh, I think they filmed the car speeding. You know, with their cameras. Well, we don't really know much, but what? But we they. Know, we the, the, but remember, Israel got us in all these Middle more. Eastern wars. You know, they they're the ones that are pushing this agenda, this world war agenda. But we we know of TIs who are in very advanced years. I've been in contact with a TI who was in a old people's home who was practically deaf, and she was in her very late eighties. I see that guy um, on YouTube, uh, Scott Scott Snitzer, and he's like an older guy. He's probably like in his seventies or eighties. and he's just like, you know, oh, we're never, this is never going to stop. But he doesn't seem like he's getting hit that hard. Mm-hmm. It seems like they, they do gang stalking, they do some psychological stuff. But he's like, you know, oh, you know, yeah. just ignore it and stuff like that. Well, look at this guy. He's probably being wired into some kind of system where they're experimenting for some specific purpose on his boat. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he might be a new TI. You know how they start out lighter in the beginning. Well, no, Sue. I think he for like he's been a TI for like twenty years. Um, Scott Mike, oh, yeah, Scott Snitzer. But I noticed this is what I noticed about it. he gets a lot of views. Like he uh-huh. gets a thousand five hundred views on like every video. You know, I get about maybe four five hundred maybe on wow, some of my videos. I get. Good. Yeah, but good. but what I was thinking, I was thinking, could could we take a um. Like, could we get, like like you were saying earlier, could we get an algorithm for that? Because uh-huh. this older guy, he's older, and he seems to be getting more views. Could we say maybe more a more percentage of elderly people are targeted um, and, and more, uh, a bigger percentage of 
target individuals are not targeted as hard. And that's why he's getting so many views because they relate to him. Now, Uh I'm younger and I get, you know, uh, whatever, 30% of what he gets. So I was, well, this is is just a random guessment, but I was saying, I was thinking in my head. This means that the younger men are getting hit very hard. Yes, but what he's talking about, he's trying to figure out like age. What, what kind of algorithm would go along with the hits? How many hits? Well, well, well Scott is a yeah. younger man. He's only he's only a little bit older than you, Kyle, and, and he's no thirty. I'm thirty seven. He's no, he's like oh, he's in his fifties. He got hit no hard. No way, that dude he is. Has aut- he has, has to be in his sixties. Barely. Okay. Yeah, low sixties. Uh, but you know, but I just wanted to throw in. And he's Before really we go out, let's just say, just backing up to, you know, high high profile targets or ones that you think they think are a threat. Well, look at um, John McCain right now, Senator John McCain of Arizona. Uh, Ted Kennedy's gone. Um, there's mm-hmm. a, there's a couple of good senators and Congress people who suddenly got brain cancers. Uh, George Norrie's sister died of brain cancer. Um, and nobody's Breitbart. saying that that was targeting, but look at the issues that they were backing up. Now, I'm thinking, John McCain, well, uh, Republican, ex-military, um, he never answered my letters, but just guess, how many letters may have been sent to him through TIs in Arizona alone? Then he probably knew about the issues. Maybe he talked That's about cool. it. I know he was on the Senate Intelligence Committee for a while. And so uh, all the people on the Intelligence Committees could be targeted at some point if they say the wrong thing to the wrong person and end up with brain tumors. Nobody knows that that's targeting well, or nobody's saying it, right? Oh, but that could be yeah. it. And Breitbart had a heart attack in one night. My king oh. was mm-hmm. using cell phones a lot, probably when cell phones were still very, very... Uh, but, yeah, but you're giving it the plausible deniability excuse, and I'm saying, no, no, what no. if... Uh, if you look at the photographs, he was always with cell phone to his ear. And uh, it happens. Cancer well, I'm just saying, what if, okay, what yeah. if those people were looking into the situation that we've been writing to them about? Mm, I don't think McCain is half a cookie to to succumb to any request from us. I wouldn't see him as a friend of TI's in any way whatsoever. You you can write me, Sumaya, if you want. On his performance, but try to get it an individual. And, uh, you know, statistically, brain cancer happens to a lot of people who have been using cell phones in the early development of cell phones. Yeah, I know. We're very dangerous. We and know that. But this is the day and age where, you know, uh, people who stand out, I'm just backing up what you guys were saying about 20 minutes ago, people who stand out against the, the targeting in some way, could end uh, up being a threat. It doesn't happen to be a good example, but uh, overall, 
I would agree. People who stand up, people who could be dangerous to the program, people who... And they uh, can be high-profile people. They can be Why wouldn't they... Why don't you all think they're killing... They kill Brian, too? Why don't... Because he's a useful idiot. That's my they opinion. did. They well, I mean, nailed him. They, they, he's he's <laughs> in a bed right now. He he got hit in the back or something. His back's all twisted up. No, he got yeah. physically in the back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sounds it's like a weapon. Story. He doesn't describe somebody hitting him. He describes getting the back. See, Brian too knows what's going on, but he ain't saying. Oh, yes, he knows what is going on. but He says exactly what he thinks is going on, Reeb. Yeah. Well, no, psychologically, he, he's correct in a lot of ways, but uh, no, no, he's, he doesn't tell the physical attacks. I've Only once he's, he's told how it happened. No, he's a disinformation, mostly. He's been. Now, I think he got hit with uh, one of those um, pulse guns or... You know, what I think they got now is like a pulse gun and a sonic all in one. Oh, but it's a good question. Why didn't they take him out already if he's because so Because he doesn't tell how it happened, how they do it. He's it's, never done it. I think it, has to, I think it has to mean that he's wrong about some of the things he said. He must be, and yeah. Just like and Derek. Maybe, Derek, maybe they, they just led these, these groups for, from the beginning to get you to be under their thumb, like, Remote neural monitoring—that's a perp term. Like, like perp, you uh, did. You, this is you, a scientific term. Yeah, but yeah, it's used by yeah, perps. Agree, We're monitoring these people. We're monitoring them because right, but that's we just believe the, that's just the, the reality of the term. We're the good it's, guys, and we have these a, devices to control well, us. No, remote neural monitoring is not evil. It's not an evil. It's not like a perp has to use that term because that's just what that device is doing. It's just what that stream of energy is doing. How else would you describe monitoring a brain? They <laughs> Your brain. Why are they you laughing? Why are you laughing? Because they want to destroy your brain, not monitor it. Yeah, they want to do both. No, why do you think when they, they monitor the it, it's going to They had they have mobile lobotomy vans that went around in in the nineteen twenties. The you know thirty. You know, we let's stay on the topic. If they wanted to kill people, if they just wanted to kill people, um, why would they do any kind of remote neural manipulation? Why would they do PSYOP, B2K, if, if they just get, wanted to kill somebody, why wouldn't they just they, poison them? To keep them? the program rolling, how do, you, how do you get somebody to poison somebody? PSYOP. How do you get, you know, it's a PSYOP. But the only all, goal, the only goal of this program is to kill people, and yet we have TIs who are living through thirty years of the trauma-based torture. I've fifty years of it, and they, you know. Every but what I'm saying is, use your common sense. That the only, but you're saying that the now only goal is to kill it. people. Why are there TIs who are around <laughs> after thirty years of it happening? You've been around. You've been targeted for what, 30, 40 years or something like that? 50, if the goal was just years, to kill you. They were raping us in the. Why in would the they leave people around for so long? The they're they're the getting test. data. Why it's common sense. They don't need data. They just. Jesus. 
it's what, just, would, what I see, it's just a bunch of ma- yeah. military machines going through their daily thing. Okay, we put a weapon. Oh, he's coming out. Okay, here's a weapon over here. Okay, over here, over here. Yeah. And it's all logistical. It's It has to do with proximity to targets. I don't think... Why they, would there be so much money in the technology if it was just the kid? How do you know there, there's money in the technology? Because I there's, a, there's, a, there's a stock on the <laughs> London Stock Exchange that's $900 trillion that has to do with directed energy weapons. There's uh-huh. tons Barely of money. That much in the whole yeah, you got to look up the defense contractors and see how rich they are. Yeah, Don, look up Kratos, K-R-A-T-O-S. Look up that contractor. They're a third-party contractor. They talk about directed energy weapon systems and what they do with them. Then you can, you know, that's some good research for you. Oh, yeah, I could give, I could list you 10 defense companies who are making money right now, but I'm not going to do it. You could, you could look it up, look up. You know, on Text the web. Text to me, Sue, uh, and I'll I'll tell him on the call. Well, I, I don't I, care. At this point, I'm you know the guy went up in the tree. I'm I'm just I'm just flabbergasted. You know? still and, in and it's tree? right inside. Is the the power box is right in play inside? Was he wearing a squirrel costume? <laughs> no, they get up. One goes to the psych place. Another <laughs> guy probably goes to land who they're gonna kill for today or burn and do the setups. I don't know. We got to get. I got to. You know. Maybe you should I, go out there with a hatchet. Instead of bringing a poisoner in the house, I. You know. I, you know. We need detectives to follow these people. Oh, that's and, agreed. Uh, they put the agreed. box up in the tree. That it's way up in the tree. No, now. there's. Uh, you can't see the. I look. I have a bird scope. I can't. I can't see it. And you know I, well but done. I don't have the balls to go into his you walk into his yard and see you know there's a box with these huge cables coming out of it, but it, they're not hooked into the tree that I can see, but it looks like it's just a power box, and it could be you know, but I can only see hundred and eighty degrees of the tree trunk, and it's you know the tree trunk's almost two feet across, it's a huge pine tree Don, hey, I want to ask you a question. Just to to so you can get this rolling around in your mind. Since Derek has left, has your targeting gotten a lot better? Like has it have have you has it reduced? Yeah, because I because he cause I kept going up with the fence and then then he just no yeah and then I then I compl- I got hit about a month ago. I was getting raped pretty heavy and uh, but, but it's no, gotten I, overall remember, it's gotten I've gone a lot through easier like three four thousand gloves. I've gone through. 600 pounds of lime just for his damage. He destroyed everything. He destroyed all my tools. That man, I mean, good the question, God, you don't know yes who no. you're dealing with. You do not know who you're dealing with. Just answer, did your targeting get better? Well, I'm. there was probably at least 20 or 30 gallons of deadly toxin. My board, walls, windowsills, <laughs> garage, greenhouse, all my hand tools, all my kitchen pots, pans, utensils. Every, it's not all over every shelf. It's not, you know, he left, he poured one bottle on the floor when he left, apparently, in his room. But, um, you know, 
That's what I have to deal with. I'm still dealing with it. Is it better, it. yes or no? Well, of course. I can see it now. It takes four or five months to dry. The pain. I can see it now. The pain that you're experiencing from the targeting. Is the pain better? The pain reduced? Yeah, it's starting to go away. Yeah, it's starting to dilute. But, okay. you know, the, you know as, as it's... Remember, he was controlled by these handlers. He's he's low level, you know, for people around here. So um, well, I don't know. But, well, I mean, um, I don't I'm, believe that there did that. But. Well, I'm sorry for your suffering, I, uh, Don. I think you yeah, need a good the whole detox. system worked out. No, the other people, no, other people saw what was going on. No, you don't. Well, I don't. Um, I don't again. I, but, Again, Don. Uh, that's I'm who sorry. you're dealing with. You're dealing with misinformation from the beginning. He's very, he's he's really good with people. He's organized. But um, if he didn't poison, he probably would. You know, he probably would have been targeted. And remember, he doesn't protect himself at all. He never protects himself. He just walks out like, you know, it's it's a fine day. Like uh, Truman, the Truman Show guy. He's just walking, whistling, and. And uh, not a care in the world. Does he click his heels? You know, does but he jump right. up and click I mean, his heels? You know, he had it <laughs> dicked, you know. I mean, you know, he had everything. and But he needed to kill, you know, he needed to poison me. That that was the, that was the angle. But see, this is my common sense, Don. I know you're being targeted. So, like, like Sue, I'm sorry. I'm very sorry about your suffering as well as everybody's on this call. But my common sense is that Okay, he's he's running this. This is like just a theory because I don't believe Derek did that. Well, he's I, but, let, but, but let me. But just listen to what I'm saying, yeah. Don. Uh, I'm just saying, why would he be uh, trying? Why would he be ruining this operation of of running so many TIs and fooling them? Why would he jeopardize that by poison, getting being so close to you and poisoning you and taking such a risk? Because he like, knew, because he knew the last person that I caught poisoning me had me locked up when I pointed out a but you murder. Don't, but you're not getting the point. I but was you're not getting the point. Up, you know, co- but you're not getting the point. No, I believe exactly, you're being heavily no, targeted. Because he was cocky and he knew he could get away with it. He, he did exactly. But the what common that thing is, he's getting paid. Exactly. He's getting paid by this program. Why would they say, okay, you're going to poison Greed, you live with Greed, but, he, but he's like... I don't know, military. We don't know. I don't know but how, how it works. I'm just trying to trying to get your common sense going, because if he's like run, he's running these calls and telling TIs disinformation and stuff like that, and I'm not saying he is doing no, that, but I'm saying mi- with your theory... Misleading. He's misleading. He, he'll send but why would he jeopardize that all to, to, to poison you? You see what I'm saying? That's a com- it goes against common because sense. Because it's half of the program. It's half of everything. If the body but he obviously but what I'm saying is he's obviously and this is not true, but in, in your theory he would obviously be set up to to be giving all these TIs the wrong information and leading us down the wrong path, right? So why would they ever Because he was cocky jeopardize he that. that's what he does. He's it's Remember, this is epi- it's it's epigenetic. It's passed on through the generations. You know, it's not something that would be foreign. You know, it's not foreign. Yeah. That, I I I think it's just part of you know who he is. Do you do any detoxing? 
Because I think that would help you a lot, Don. If you're having a lot of chemicals. Yeah, I would like to. You want to help me? De- you know, I have juicers, you know, garden, you know. I just, you know, I just yeah. Uh, but um, maybe to, try to oh. maybe try <laughs> some of the stuff that Connie's been talking about. Yeah, to get you know, the right, when off. I open the call, when when I call when I called in and uh, uh, Brian or Ryan was talking about uh, the hot, hot sauce. sauce, I was yeah. pouring it. I just finished pouring it on. I I, I completely hot sauce myself. I think you I'm going to do. Oh, I'm going to. Oh. I'm going to hot but, uh, talk yeah, inside like, my mouth is there and a, all around my head. Is there a camera in the room? Did it help you? Did, you? did I, it help? Get I was the just stuff off? pouring it on. Oh, yeah. Hot sauce? My God. Yeah, it's great. I, I tried it for three days, and you it you you, you, you get young again. I don't know. The skin yeah, it's skin like a peel. It kind of like peels the skin, right? So maybe you can use it. Now, here's a suggestion. No, no, I, no, 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 no. Remember, I came from a family that, you know, had newspapers, health newspapers on detoxing. Remember, yeah, so I'm saying all maybe my relatives were poisoned. You don't sentence. understand, Sumaya. They were, I come from a family that was attacked because they tried to help people in and detox and being healthy and, yeah, I know. Um, that's what that's you know, why a lot I, of us I, are being you know, attacked. I mean, if I told but, you what you know, the people I knew, you you wouldn't believe it. So, uh, um, so maybe no, you no, could use I that just ho- couldn't. I just couldn't believe it, it. It it would, you know, the unbelief of it. You know, it's. I know, it's, I know. Can uh, I finish the sentence now? Somebody that that's leading the uh, movement be so heavily involved. You know that that's what's curious. So if the if the hot sauce helps you, then maybe you can start going around your tools and your kitchen, you know, items that's and try what I've to been get doing it off for six months straight. Yeah, and it's always another experiment, right? Experiment? No, you better. It's a methodical. And if you if you don't know what you're doing to get this stuff off, you'll just recontaminate. Every I had a friend come in that's been walking around the world and he's walked every continent, you know, and did walk from L.A. to New York and up from South America through. I think he made it through part of Chile, but uh, and he's here and he's he'll pick up a rag and I go, no, no, don't you 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 clean that item that had been poisoned and then you went over to the to the bottles, you know, the storage bottles, the food storage bottles, you can't do that, you know. And, and uh, no, you every little thing you do has to be very carefully done when, when somebody's contaminated your area. I know. So that's why I was suggesting, you know, after you've done things with the lime, you can also do it with the hot Yeah, now i got to get 500 pounds of lye off. My floor. That's the next project, right? Lime or lime? Lime. I have yeah five six hundred yeah. pounds of lime on my floors and in the green everywhere where he he spread, poured it. And did uh, it help? Yeah, for a while, but now I'm just it's now it's probably a little bit contaminated because it's outgassed into the lime. The lime absorbs it, but now the lime probably getting and plus I can't get the dirt and dust out you know it mixes with the lime yeah so you I, sometimes the, 
Now I got a mop can, of lime out, 500 pounds or 400 pounds in the house. Really? It's that must be really thick on your floors. Yeah, yeah. Well, one floor, yeah. The bedroom I was staying at that was probably from the start. He put and uh, so it was, you know, there's a close to three quarters of an inch to block it. You know, it, it finally really. Yeah. Wow, you're probably gonna need a chisel. Well, yeah. Hopefully, it'll. You know, I can raise the, those. It's in between these old asbestos tile. You know, that old, fifty years mm-hmm. old, fifty-five years old. Belmore hot sauce, baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna, I'm going to the supermarket today, and I'm gonna get two bottles of it and just put it all over my head, my neck, and like. Don't put baby. it in your eyes. Don't put it in your mouth. I was Don't gonna put, put it in, in my eyes first. Mm, wow. No. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, it can get pretty hot. But after a while, it, it, yeah, it, it, yeah, it won't hurt. Yeah. It, 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 you can use it everywhere, I'm telling you. It's amazing. She said it this cured V2K, but she said the guy that said that it cured his V2K asked her to marry him. So I kind of oh. question whether he yeah. was buttering her up. Yeah, is that <laughs> true or not? No. Kyle talked yeah. to her the other day. It was like five hours, and she said that that guy, man, she, she, did she go into detail what she told me about him? <laughs> uh, no, I think she just uh, she just said that he he asked her to move move in with him and, and marry him Uh-oh. and stuff like that. That's a little too much. I don't know, man. I I tell you, if you're going to marry somebody, okay, Connie would be the one to. She really did. She impressed me. She did, but you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, she's probably not ready to marry anybody right now, but I mean, she's sweet and she's full of information. She she would give you the type of the person to give you the, the shirt. I would use those compatibility charts from North India. They, you know, you put your time up. If you know, if the guy's not, if the guy's a complete psychopath, he's gonna change his birth date. But if you, yeah. they do work. You know, there's a compatibility chart. They're free on the internet. It's a 36 point system. And they're pretty good. Works pretty good. You can really uh, nail some personality down, and you know, <laughs> people are, you know, where they're gonna fail. You know, what, what month were you born, Grieb? This month I'll be born. Um, in a few days, you know. You'll be held. Sixty-eight years. Uh, Your birthday is this month. Yeah, on the twentieth. We gotta have a birthday party for you or something. Yeah, we like, sure do. Well, on the twentieth, so you're a Gemini cusp, huh? Actually, Taurus in in sidereal, yeah. The bull. Because yeah. in sidereal, the the it starts on the eighth, I think, of, of the month. No, so, it doesn't. So it goes from the eighth of May to eighth of June. Guess I what I am, so. Sue? You gotta guess what I am. Uh, hmm. Cancer. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't like guessing, but I, I would say that you're probably uh, a mix of a water and fire sign. Oh, I'm the Aries, Virgo. You're a Virgo. Oh the perfectionist. Yeah. Oh, my oh. well, that's an Earth sign. Hmm. We're of the Earth. Yeah. What's I'm your rising IP. sign? You know what your rising sign is? Tell me. Huh? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. It's the, it's the, 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 
what is that thing holding the pitcher of water, pouring water over the earth? Uh, Aquarius rising. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 okay. Yeah. Okay, and your moon, do you know where your moon is? No. Oh, okay. I used to know, well, I probably, I probably did it one time, I probably forgot. Aquarius <laughs> rising, that's pretty heavy, yeah. Not really. Aquarius rising are very people. They're very people oriented. Very that's sociable. Wait, is Aquarius? If if Aquarius is before your sign, then it's rising or it's declining. Oh, uh, the rising sign is like at the time of your birth. It's the sign that's coming up over the horizon. So they uh, call it the rising sign. Yeah. Uh, what are you? Are you Virgo too? I am. Oh, awesome. Wow. <laughs> no wonder. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I'm perfectionist. Me too. I'm but such, I'm I not am. so much lately. <laughs> not yeah. so much the last few years. It's like, uh, who cares? Yeah, Yeah. But, how do we be perfectionist with this crap? Exactly. Yeah, well, I, like I know. Like, it is, I like to yeah. think of it as uh, perfecting my exposure on these son of a bitches. You know? Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Yeah. That's true. Wow. Oh yeah, I think Chloe. Chloe is uh, she's on here. I think she listens. I think she's Virgo too. Maybe I don't know. Somebody else is. Somebody I talk to quite often. Chat a lot with them on there. Play play uh, common law um, strategies. Uh, you know, for you know at night and you know when you subliminal tell you get to uh, get to be an attitude. I think that's the only way we're gonna. Um, get any action, you know, is uh, to force, you know, through yeah, letters you li- and Yeah, notices. you literally must adopt a military mindset to battle these people. You really do. Mm-hmm. And that's what Connie was telling me on the phone. She's like, you know, I, these people put me in G.I. Jane mode. And I was like, hell yeah, they sure do, man. They can yeah. make somebody have a military mindset. And, you know, well, not so much like you go in and physical violence and all that, but I'm saying like, um, you know, as far as strategy and, and wanting to get back at him and stuff exactly. like that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I well, would, get them on record been... as not replying, you know, so that you don't, like what Lu- that last lady said, that you're not delusional, you know. If you say something delusional in a notice or a letter, then... But, but no, the strategy has more to do with hyper game theory. Right. So, you know, how are you going to play this so it works to your advantage? Or how do you get around it? Or how do you defend yourself? Or how do you push back so that they don't intimidate you? That's all militaristic. And I wasn't, I wasn't going to be like that before all of this, you know. Yeah. But it forces you. It forces you to think strategy, think, you know, defense, offense, think goals, you know, um, all of that stuff. It, it wasn't natural to me before, really, except when I was in sports. But, um, you know, it does help. Oh, what, I ain't trying to change the subject. What, what, did, what did you play in sports? Soccer? Uh, I was in varsity ultimate in college. What, what is that? I'm forces sports in football. No, ultimate frisbee, you know. Oh, okay. Okay. The field sport, uh-huh. Now, I like to play me some Frisbee now, let me tell you. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, now my thing would be motocross or martial arts. Uh-huh. Yeah. I took Aikido. 
for a little while. Did you really? Do you, do you uh-huh. achieve a belt or just basic? Or no, what? it was just more of a hobby. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm really into it. badminton. Oh yeah, yeah, that's fun too. Yeah, that's fun. I'm really into kicking the grass. <laughs> Kick the can. That was my Kick sport in high school. That was number one in that. Got some trophies. I'm I'm into uh, handy wipes at the supermarket now. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a sport called beam dodging? Yeah, really. Oh yeah. We'd be really good at that. That's yeah. that's a yeah, interesting. Yeah, but that's something good if you make a lot of your targeting and that's that's all the better, you know. That's, that's that's what Kyle was doing, he's making a lot of it. It's good. It's it's hard. I I at the beginning or when I first started knowing that I was hit, I was joking all the time. And uh-huh. they've done such serious shit to me now. Exactly. That it's hard, hard to, to make right. I know yeah. it. I know. They've done some serious stuff to my brain. Uh, you still sound good, though. You you know, tonight you sound pretty good. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm gonna. I mean, I'll live. It's just I'm, but but I'm different, you know, from what they've done to my brain. I mean, they they're changing people. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey guys, I'll be back on just a few minutes. I'm doing something here in the background, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, when this if this call drops, which it probably won't before I get done, but oh, that's right, I've been on a long time tonight, and I'm glad. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you guys stick around. Don't go anywhere. I mean, Kyle's gonna get the beer out in a little while. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna leave so you guys can all get drunk now. <laughs> nah. I don't know if I'm gonna get drunk. <laughs> Messing with Kyle. Oh, you yeah. know what I was curious about. Marcus's story, he, had a, he picked up a girl at the park, they got drunk, and she fell asleep in his mother's bed. And then I was curious how it's the story ends. Oh, God. Do you remember? Uh, was nah, that last he's, night? He's probably joking around. I, would, I wouldn't even listen to that call last night. I don't know. There was. Uh, I think I was. But... I, was I don't even know. if It's, it's not important. I was just curious. Let's see. Who, whose call was that last night? That was Neil's call. Oh no! Oh okay. Yeah, I, I, I was. I Late was, one. I was asleep. Yeah. Damn, the sun coming up over there in Tennessee, huh? Yeah. Yeah, there's no. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's not out right now. It, the sun usually does come up every morning. At least I hope it would. <laughs> oh yeah, there is sun. I see it now. Yeah, I gotta get out of this Southern California. It's a hellhole. Yeah, you guys move up here. I'm telling you, it's a beautiful place. You've been here, Greg. You know what it's like. Yeah, I spent yeah, almost crazy. four years there. You've been here too, beautiful. sir. Tell yeah. me. Yeah, you got four seasons. Yeah, here you just get two. It's just hot and cold. Yeah, either hot or it's cold. That's true. Yeah, I'll be back up yeah. here. You yeah, you see the different color leaves and everything, and yeah, that whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, Street, creeks beautiful and, around here. Around yeah, Paul. herbs all yeah. over the mountains. and. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's something. Yeah, you guys take it away. I'll be back on here in a few minutes. Okay. 
Yeah, I, the Crockett's, I guess, descended from Davy Crockett. They lived about 10 miles. One of them almost cut his hand off messing with the silage machine here. Yeah, when I was at the ranch and we were feeding the cows and stuff. And oh my God. But yeah, so there, it, you know, that was the land of uh, Davy Crockett. But I guess they weren't good people. They were out molesting Indians and stuff. They weren't exactly saints. Died at yeah. the Al- Alamo or whatever. That that was a fake story, I think. Yeah, we have to go back in our history and just... Fake stories, yeah. The good guys are maybe the bad guys, and the bad guys are maybe the yeah. good guys. On almost, almost everything, you know. Sucks. Did you ever yeah. see that T-shirt, Homeland Security, with uh, all the big Indians on the picture? No. Uh, Homeland Security uh, uh, website. No, no, it's a it's a T-shirt that you see around the Southwest, New Mexico, and Arizona. And it's like a play on, you know, Department of Homeland Security. And you see, like, you know, Geronimo and, you know, these other guys, his contemporaries all in a photograph. It's been repeated a bunch of times, but uh, it's, it's good. Keep no, that's pretty fun. Uh-huh. But they were gassing those uh, Indian, you know, that Indian movement in the um, uh, pipeline, you know, up there, so. They we should make America a great again. Let's make America great again. Go back about 600 years. Yeah, go back to uh, before Columbus came mm-hmm. in. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. When you go up into a wilderness that hasn't been touched by logging, it's pretty amazing to to imagine. You can imagine what it's like. You know, it's like you know these big trees that overwhelm the others and it's like a garden all around you you know and it's you can imagine what it was like those wilderness areas are pretty rare you know (laughs) where the big trees are yeah i gotta get out of this place for a while Go back up in the. It's not that far to go in the wilderness from here, but. Yeah, I've been thinking about traveling. You know, maybe going to Russia or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta get over. Get with this guy, uh, Walt Waldo. He's he spent time in Siberia, and he's been in every every country in the world. Speaks about fifteen languages. Hanging out in the. Where Derek is was or whatever over there, and uh, you know, he's, but he's moving on. He he has a little flag and he walks. You know, a little. There was that guy that had that. Uh, it's a passport society where they. It's a. It's a special passport. You you could usually use it to move from country you know border to border and he has a flag in that image of 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 
a planet with a man in the center, you know, a circle, and he walks. It's a banner. He he, uh, walks all up and down these various countries. Is that just the way he lives, or is he doing it for... Yeah, yeah. Well, now, yeah, now his eyesight's going, and uh, so he's trying to get a bus to, you know, some bus money and stuff, but... uh, He's uh, traveling with, not doing, you know, I think he was in, where did he come from? Uh, I don't know. He came down from Seattle, but he was in Ireland. Yeah, he walked the coast of Ireland and uh, and England, most of England. There was an older older fellow, Satish Kumar, I guess, wrote a book on walking the length of England, you know, and so he did that walk, I guess. You know, and he meets people, and he's all over fit. You know, he has, you know, he meets a lot of people, and gets write-ups. But he doesn't know about this electronic targeting or poisoning operation so much. But even though all the people around, all his friends around here that he met through the Quaker community, they were all killed by the same method, you know, the same thing. Uh, you know, but, uh, you know, and I start screaming at him, you know, this is more important. He goes, no, you, the scriptures and, you know, these mantras and all this. And, you know, uh, you know and he plays his, you know, his YouTube Hindu music and this and that. But, uh, so, yeah, it's. He he thinks you you know it's all spirituality you know that if you're spiritual you, you know and that people are destined just to live a certain length of time but um, you know there's a predestiny thing there so it's hard mm-hmm. to communicate on that level he doesn't want to accept it but yeah I pointed out you know today you know he was I go yeah you use that rag on that extension cord well that extension cord was poison can't you see that and the rag was filled this you know those green pads were filled with the brown poison he'd already you know it sticks to those green pads and then he's starting to use it on my bottle clean you know he's just cleaning kept cleaning and uh and it you know i go no you can't do that you got to throw that out once you know use it on a poison item you can't dispose of it but he didn't want to waste, you know. He, he wouldn't. I I had all this poison trailer, and he saw the uh, can of that old laundry uh, soap. You know, my old laundry soap. It you know I hadn't recycled it. I was just threw it out with the other stuff. And he wouldn't go. He wouldn't help. He wouldn't meet this friend. You know that. You know he that he stayed with in in Turkey, and uh, and so. Just because I had it one, he saw one carton of laundry soap that could have been recycled. So he gets, you know, he gets fanatical that way, wasting things and stuff. Energy, I don't know. So, yeah, it gets onto these idealistic, but that keeps him walking, you know, and meeting people. I shouldn't force my idea, you know, my you know, this targeting thing on them. But I do. Uh, because he, the guy, his friend that 
this one guy walk he wrote a book called, uh, George Megan wrote a book from The Longest Journey it's, you can find it on Amazon his kid got Parkinson he met this Japanese girl had a kid and and the kid got Parkinson I go well yeah that's that's uh that's a, a doctor operation either dental or a medical and he goes, no, it was he smoked crack. How many times he smoked? Oh, two or three times he smoked crack, and he got Parkinson. No, that's what the perps say. That's how the perps use their cover operation. Oh, he used crack, so now we can, you know, eliminate him and use, you know, run him through the system. But uh, he doesn't want to believe it. So, you know, as if crack could give you Parkinson by smoking it a few times. You know, it's just what the perps use. The psyop. So, you know, that's, that's what I'm going through. Anyway, so I don't, I don't know. You know what? Yeah. 